to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lions' Den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and David Pindry. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, welcome everybody. Thanks for listening to the Pulp MX Show. Presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Coming at you Monday, December 12th. Anaheim 1 is coming up. It is uh, like three weeks away. Just over three weeks away. Anaheim 1. And uh, thank God for that. We can actually uh, talk some racing, talk about some exciting things that are happening. And uh, thanks, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. We appreciate it. We really do. Seriously. Pulp MX app on iPhone and Android. Android! is now out. It is done. There should be an update uh, today or tomorrow on the iPhone one. Grab it while you can. It'll help it out, smooth out the process. But get the app. You get some sound drops. You get some bonus podcasts on that. You uh, can save podcasts. You, uh, Yeah, it's all things pulp, all the things we do, whether it's the Fly Race and Moto 60 show, whether it's the Steve Mathis on Racer X show, the Pulp MX show, uh, the Fantasy show, uh, the show about the show and the show. It's just everything's on the show. It's on the app. So thanks, everybody. Justin Braden will be on. Uh, JB10 is on Moto Concepts on a Honda. And Honda is supported Moto Concepts. And the world is now going to explode. But we're going to have Brayton on to talk about that. That's interesting. That, to me, is a little sneaky, underrated uh, part of this offseason, as well as Mike Genova of Moto Concepts uh, employing Kyle Chisholm, Cameron McAdoo, Alessi, Freeze, and Brayton. Uh, thank God for him because uh, uh, it's been a tough offseason for a lot of riders, and there's, there's a bunch of dudes under Moto Concepts then. Uh, so we'll have them on Alex Ray and Cade Clayson, everyone's two favorite privateers. They will be in studio for, for the 8 o'clock hour. They're in Vegas, and uh, they will be in studio here in a little bit. And looking forward to uh, to having them on. We, of course, I did a podcast with them, and and uh, they're good guys, exciting guys. They, they, I think there's a possibility they could be uh, uh, part life partners. Those two, they're, they're out they're out together a lot. Just saying, just putting that out there. They may be more than just friends, and that's okay. But I'm just saying. Uh, hey, also Pulp, Pulp MX uh, merch uh, on sale. Pulp MX uh, shop on pulpmx.com. Go there, buy some shirts, and uh, yeah, we'll. Um, yeah, you like that. We do. And uh, buy the shirts, and uh, yeah, for Christmas. We got a lot of stock of them. So go ahead on that, and uh, you get the sh- get this show on TuneIn. You can get it on uh, iTunes. You can get it on Stitcher and PulpMXShow.com uh, as well. Sponsor deals. All of our guys, whether it's BTOSports.com, Fly Racing, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts, Race Tech Suspension, Vortex Racing, X-Brand Goggles, Hot Cams, Gear Alloy, Works Connection, the Michelin Star Cross 5, Atlas Neck Brace, FMF Racing, W Wheels, Guts Racing, KTMPartsExpress.com, Roost Graphics. They're all on there in sponsor deals, and you can uh, save uh, with a lot of codes there. So um, check it out. Why don't you? Uh, Raining Yellow, we will get to you in a second about James Stewart. Don't worry. Sure, there's lots going on there. Uh, in studio for the entire show, a couple of real good guys, and happy to have them. Um, first up, he is a 125 Supercross winner. He is a vice champion in 125 Supercross and Supermoto Racer X Online. He's now a fireman. Nothing. This, he's a team manager for a while. Nothing this guy hasn't done. Uh, we welcome him back into the studio, David Pingry. Hey, good to be back, Stephen. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a long time. It- any idea how when was the last time I was in? Yeah, Travis. Count the shows. The guy in the corner there. Count the shows. Like a, I want to say yeah. a year. Okay. Huh? 
Okay. Yeah, count the shelves. Sure. Oh, you know what? He did Scrape a Scrape some data and see if you can come up with that. He did a backflip, so his attitude's totally yeah, changed. Soon. I can see that. Yeah, actually. He's kind of an asshole now. So, anyways, great to have you in. Yeah, I'm excited to be back, man. It's uh, been a while. Direct quote from you. We're going to kick ass. We are, dude. I'm fired up. I'm really fired you up about this notes? show. I did. I brought notes. I've got a big, tall thing of coffee. Yeah. I'm going to get jacked up, and we're going to talk about dirt bikes. We're going to talk about uh, you and Kenny Roxon, uh, the 250 class, uh, you and shootouts. Um, we're going to talk privateers. Jason Thomas coming on later, of course. Yeah. Justin Brayton. We are going to settle a beef that you and Justin Brayton have. It's not a beef. I just think I hurt his feelings, and I feel bad. I made a joke that was... I still contend that it was funny, but it, <laughs> see that's it, it, the problem with me and you. <laughs> like the the humor trumps all. Like if it's funny, I knew Osborne and Justin were going to be pissed when I made the joke. <laughs> and instead of going, nah, you know what? Those are good that's good a, guys. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna swing this sword. It's a good, I tweeted her out and hit send and good, laughed. It's a good headset you got. It sounds good. Does it? Is it Brand crisp? Headset. Yeah, Crispy? it's good. Also in studio, uh, he works for Pulpamex.com, Verb Moto. I don't know how much longer. And uh, he used to work for RacerX online. Um, before he got he, fired. Before he got fired. Uh, he uh, does privateer profile on RacerX for a long time. Writes some great stuff on my site. Uh, he, uh, he lives in Kentucky, but he's here for the show. Troy Benjen. What's up, Troy? Boss man. Thanks uh, for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming by. Hey, it's a dream come true to be here. Okay, you said to me, hey, I really want to come out for the show. If you fly me out, uh, you don't have to pay me for the month, right? That's what our deal was. You'll well, eat those month's salary to come out for the show, for the plane ticket. Right. 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 Hey, Pink, so I used Miles for his ticket. Such and now, a sneaky bastard. And now I saved the cash. Look at him smile. All right. Look at him. We just rubbing off <laughs> on you. Suck it, Benjamin. You cheap <laughs> bastard. Uh, welcome, buddy. Uh, happy to have you here. Uh, uh, you're going to be, it's uh, It's great to have you. I've seen you at Indianapolis. You go to a lot of East Coast races, some arena crosses you've been to. So welcome aboard to Pulp and Mech Show. So just so I can clarify, I've been saying your name wrong all the time. Bengadin. Bang, 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 bang. You're not the only one. How do I pronounce it? It's Benjamin. Benjamin. Yeah. I got it right. Benjamin. Yeah. yeah, there's I'm, a D I'm, in it, isn't there? Yeah, it's it's like, like bend, bend it's and like, then gin, like you drink. Bend gin. It's like baloney. It like just doesn't make juice. sense, but we just say it's baloney. Right. Baloney kind of does make sense, but well, the G. Um, there's no you can't hear the G. Now. Yeah. Oh, baloney with a G. Yeah. Come on, bro. Not in Canada. They don't spell it with a G in Canada. No, I don't think so. I really don't. I think it's B L A B A L O N E Y. In Canada. <laughs> oh, really? Baloney. That's not true. Uh, I don't no, know. I, I swear I might have seen it that way. Thank you. What, maybe between the uh, Rolo McFlurry, only available in Canada. No. Are they? Yeah, I thought they were came down here. I don't uh, know. Well, it's... You love them up in Canada. Yeah, I do. I um, still love Canada because of those things. Uh, all right, everybody. In the corner there, uh, you heard him earlier. He uh, he did a backflip a couple weeks ago. Still living off that fame. He's our producer. He is our app builder. Travis Marks. What's up, Marks? Hi, Steve. Hey, so great job on the app. The Thank Android you. one is out. Yes. And uh, people are loving it. The app, the, I, the iPhone one has a bit of an issue. Yes. There's a, an update waiting for Apple right now. So. But if it doesn't work, you can delete it. And reinstall. And reinstall yeah. without, for free. And, yeah, you don't and, have to repay yeah, or anything. Yeah. And, Just uh, delete it and reinstall. Yep. Yeah. And that'll be, uh, that'll be a little uh, issue. Yeah. Uh, so um, uh, um, before you came in, uh -huh. uh, he was asking about the backflip. We were talking about your backflip. That'll live forever for you. Uh, and But the ping related to you, you said the scariest thing about your backflip was the foam pit. It was, and, yeah. and ping said he did it in Nate Adams' place, and foam pits are scary. Yeah, I, I like we just talked about. the. Uh, I did it on a bicycle into Nate's foam pit, and, and I, 
I got that pretty much all the way around, so I didn't get buried into the foam, but I, I did it on a mini bike, and it just piled drive me to the bottom of this pit, yeah. and I f- started losing my mind. It is. It's like... You got the little bits of foam, because the foam's deteriorating, so it's like this dust, and you can't see, you can't hear anything, because no. it deadens all the yeah. sound. Uh, he you was, feel like you're getting smothered. It's Swisscore said he was legitimately freaking out. I, I was, yeah. 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 And I, I thought I'd be fine. Travis asked me, and I was like, no, I'll, I sh- that should be okay. Yeah. The first time I did it, I got in there. I was, It was yeah. dark. Couldn't hear. I was like, ah, I started yelling, get me out of here. <laughs> and you get disoriented because it is so black, and yeah. you're kind of upside down. You can tell that you're not right side up, but you don't know what way's up. Yeah. Well, that, at least that was for me. And I no, started, yeah, 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 it all adds true. up. Yeah, that headset sounds good. Audio that perfection. Sound, that does sound good. It sounds crisp. It's uh, maybe not so janky anymore. Uh, show 252, the last time you were here. And what are we on now? 277. So 25 shows ago. Huh. Probably 30 weeks. Yeah, probably. Son of a bitch. Too long. (laughs) All right, everybody. Uh, So, yeah, like I said, Justin Brayton is coming up. Alex Ray, Cade Clayson, uh, Troy Benjamin, and David Pingree in studio for the entire show. Uh, 702-586-7857. We can take your calls. And uh, we thank uh, the folks at KTMPartsExpress.com. Use the code PULPAMX to save 15% off your order. KTMPartsExpress.com, the number one online source for all your KTM needs. 40 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. Customer service is their specialty. Wow. All right. Uh, the warehouse is packed full. The latest KTM Powerware. So if you have a KTM or a Husky, use the code PulpMX, save 15% off KTMPartsExpress.com. was thinking about tonight, Ping. Didn't do it. was thinking about getting Kenny Roxon on the show. Would he have came on? We all know the social media. I think we talked about it, Mark, on our show, the Social media beef with uh, with Ping and, and Roxa. Did you see that, Benjamin? I didn't. I was been flying all day. I don't know when. No, it was no. This was a couple weeks. This is three weeks ago. Didn't. Yeah. Are you, have you guys squashed the beef? No, it's just you what just it left was. it that yeah. way. He and I are like for I don't know him. Right. Um, for people who don't know, Adamson Cirillo posted a photo of him weight training and said, "Hey, I'm getting stronger, feeling good." Typical off season stuff. And Kenny said, uh, uh, Kenny Roxon came in and said, well, now you're finally training correctly and with the right trainer, and that's what you're seeing no, strength gains? No, it was. Gains? Now you're finally training with a guy who knows what he's doing. That was the quote. Okay. It was just a direct kick in the nuts to Alden Baker. He's been doing that. And why? Like, I, I don't just don't know. get it. I, I look, here's my spiel is that I, did I don't like much, to... I don't did, like you get, to get, did you get much blowback from that, from different people or anything? Like, uh, just in the, just in the yeah. chat. You know, a couple right. of guys had Kenny's back, and he's young. We like to hear a guy that says what he thinks, and it's like, that's great, but you're going to... You know, he's just torching off bridges. Like, you can't do that. The sport's too small. And Alden Baker is a great guy. Like, just he's a good human being. I don't believe that his training program is right for everybody. I don't blame Kenny at all if he wanted if it wasn't for him and he wanted to go do something yeah, else. Everybody. I don't think it was the right program for Adam. But that doesn't make Alden a piece of crap that you're that you it doesn't make it okay to just blast him on social media. Well, like, remember when he clinched the title too? He had some words for him. Like I know for it's Alden. just it's unnecessary. And I I I know Kenny's young and he's making a crap ton of money. He's got the world by the balls. Re, you know, a lot of these guys this they go through this phase. Yeah. Go back to when Reed was starting to win over here on Yamaha's. Ooh. What an arrogant prick. I was on his team, and he wasn't always the coolest dude. No. Really, really out of hand arrogant. But <laughs> he, I didn't say that, Chad. No, he was. like Angry I would tell him that David right to his face. But yeah. he figured it out yep. and grew up a little bit. And now, 
you know, he's still a guy that'll tell you exactly what yeah. he's thinking. And I, and he's figured out the balance of, okay, yeah. Yeah. I can still be very honest and open, but know when to keep my mouth shut and how to tactfully say something. Uh-huh. Kenny doesn't know that yet. He's just blurting and blah, 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 whatever. And it's like, you know, I ball harder than anybody and blah, I'm, you know, whatever. Someone, someone in the chat room says Alden seems like a cocky prick. I would 100% disagree. Absolutely not. I would 100% disagree with that. Yeah. Now, you may, like you said, you may not like his uh, training methods no. and, and, and all that. And I even he, told he Kenny. He doesn't do strength stuff. He does a lot of endurance stuff, a lot of bicycling. Yeah. Well, he, so, Alden knows the bicycle. Yeah. He was a bicycle racer, so that's the tool he knows. Yeah. For a young guy that doesn't have any muscle and size on that's, that's uh, still growing, like Adam grew a foot over those couple of years, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. That bicycle program wasn't for him. It was way too many, too much long cardio, where he needed more strength and probably just more time on the yep. bike. You know what I mean? Like let his let yep. himself grow, let his let him grow into his shoulders yep. and all that stuff. I like Kenny. I like him a lot for speaking his mind, but I do wonder what is going on here. He took some flack for when he left Alden because when you leave Alden, you know nobody wins. But he showed that you don't need Alden, and that. But I don't think anybody thought you had to have it outside of uneducated fans. You know what I mean? Like. I think all of us in the industry are like, yeah, you don't need Alden to win. I mean, you can win without him, you know. And and finally, Kenny did. And and it's it has been a, a lot of uh, Alden stuff where you're like, dude, you're you're great. You're an amazing rider. Yeah, he's gonna win races. Like, let that do the talking. That you know, yeah. him going out and winning a championship, particularly this Supercross title. If Dungey stays healthy, if Anderson stays healthy, if Moose. Well, he would have won. Dungey could have. That's Dungy. everything. He that says everything. Yeah. If go out and beat yeah. his guys, and yeah. you don't have to say a word. You don't have to look like a dick. And I just, I, I wasn't nasty to him. I just said, my comment was, so the you guy were, who's uh, beat you in the last two, two Supercross championships that's doesn't nasty. know what no, he's doing? That's, Interesting. That's, I mean, obviously it was <laughs> snide and sarcastic. That, when but. you say you didn't make a nasty comment, I, I would disagree. You came at him pretty good. I mean, I'm not saying, right, 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 like, you came at him high. I called him out. Yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't badmouth him. No. And then he came back at me a little bit and... And I even said to him, look, I don't disagree with you with, with what Adam needs. Like I, yeah. That program, Alden's program has flaws, in my opinion. Yeah. And I'm no trainer either, but I, don't, I think he leaves something on the table in terms of strength training. That said, just, just shut up. Just shut your mouth. You know, like you're going to win races. You're, he's going to be. Yeah. Oh, I think he's going to win. I think he's going to win Supercross title this year. I would, I think smart money agrees with you. Yeah. I think he's going to be the next guy. And I, but I, and listen, I don't have, I don't have a, I don't know Ken Roxon, but everyone that does says he's a nice kid. He's, you know, he's a good dude. All I'm saying is, dude, then shut your mouth and just be, you know, you don't need to take digs like that at people. Nobody, you shouldn't do that to anybody in the industry. Yeah. And yeah. really it's not my job to police it and monitor him, but like I had just, there had been a lot of stuff bubbling up and I finally snapped and <laughs> got sucked into the yeah, you did. comment section. Yeah, you did. Well, uh, yeah, hopefully you guys make it up. I like Kenny. I like you. I, I, I do think I've said it before. I just, I'm kind of like, geez, Kenny, like. What, you, know? you should ask him. Why, why do you take digs well, at all? I have what? asked him. I have asked and him. what's for, he said? Well, it's private stuff that we've texted back and forth. I don't want to betray confidence. <laughs> Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> but I've, I've heard, I've had Kenny, I've, I, he's told me what. He's, is there more that went on behind the scenes with no, those two that meets the eye? No, 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 no. It's just that people say, oh, well, you're blowing it, not going he, with Alden. He, he That's lives, it. Kenny he loves t- social media. He reads the comments. He tells the fans to lick his balls. Things like that. <laughs> he does. And so 
I think what he's read over and over and over and over is these social media trolls saying, you left Alden, you'll never win. Now, any smart person, anybody well, in this room, stupid. anybody in this room knows that's not true. But when he, he reads it and reads it and reads it and reads it, reads it, reads it, reads it, he goes crazy. And now it's now that he's winning, he's unleashing that, you know, but, uh, but again, I, I, I mean, Alden's program is great, but yeah, it doesn't work for everybody. It also didn't take Jake Weimer or Ben Townley or Tyler Rattray to the top, you know, like a Dungy or a Villapoto or a Stu or whatever. So it, it ain't this, the cure-all and, and be-all, but Alden knows what he's doing. Every, you know, it's a formula that clearly works. There's more than one way to skin would, a cat. He's a, got his way. I would have way. a hard time arguing that Alden Banker doesn't, this program doesn't work. Yeah. yeah. Look at the number one plates on his wall. Yeah. There's a lot yeah. of them. Yeah. Um, hey, so uh, Troy, earlier uh, last week, or last week I wrote a column on Racer X Online about the 250 class. Um, Mr. Fourth Place in Career Starts in the 125 class here, David Pingree, not a fan of the column. Um, Denny Stevenson, though, who uh, won the 1990 125 Supercross title, thinks I was spot on. Um, and uh, so we got a couple of voicemails. Let's play that from from the uh, from the people. Uh, I took a couple of voicemails. Lots of debate though on Vital MX, on uh, on my social, on Racer X comments, text. Jeff Myshak from Geico called me. You know, talk to talk about. He's a 250 team owner. Um, a lot of discussion, more so than I thought. Like when I when I wrote it. So, Troy, what did you think of the genesis of the article? Where do we start? Actually, I mean, it's just when you wrote it. I mean, I really didn't think that it would come to this. Um, I really think something needs to be done, though. I, I don't know. I just, it's broken. It really is. I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. It needs to be. Like, something needs to be done. What bothers you so much? Just the money. It bothers me that winning. I mean, I, I get it. I, those guys in the 450 main event, all the way to 20, should be making a decent living, and they're not. I get that. But why are you? Why do you begrudge those 250 guys what they're making? Because that. Success in that class is the worst thing you can do. <clears throat> That's wrong. In life, I want to have the number one internet motocross radio show. And I want to write the best columns ever. And you want to you want to rescue the most life, cats. Life isn't fair though. You well, don't okay, you but, don't always get what you want. Look, go all the way back to some of the first supercross uh title winners. Um who's the guy that's got a kid now that races? Uh I'm brain farting. He won like the eighty five West Coast Supercross title. Surratt. Surratt. Yeah. Willie Surratt. One for Suzuki. Guess what happened the next year? Yeah. No. Take uh, a hike. Ty, Ty Davis. Ty Davis wins the Supercross title. Yeah. No, Take I a hike. Todd DeHoop. That's just the way. It's just life. There's only so, so many 450 jobs, and you've got literally twice as many 250 jobs from but each coast, like, so only the very best of the best are going to get a job. And sometimes, even, even a really good dude who, like Mookie, probably deserves something. Absolutely. There's just no... There's no spots Justin, open. Justin when Bogle, the music stopped, there wasn't probably, any chairs. Justin Bogle's got a ride, barely, but he's probably making very little money. You know, Will Hahn? I mean, Will made some good money at Cowie, but he wasn't ready for the 450 class. What do you think What do you think Bogle's making? At Cowie? I bet he's making more than I'm making. Right, right now? Yep. Yeah, absolutely he okay. was. Well, yeah, then he's absolutely. making good money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's making, well, how much do you want him to make? I, I just He's making solid six figures. Like He's got a great bike underneath him. Um, What's wrong with that? We got a couple of voicemails from, from that article. Let's listen to him here. What's up, Steve? Uh, thought I'd comment on the article you wrote about the 250 class. Uh, I agree it's completely um, broken and effed. Uh, I think someone like Mookie or anyone who uh, gets, gets pointed out of the class should just petition to, to ride, and if the AMA said no for whatever reason, 
uh, get a little lawsuit going stating that uh, they're discriminating against them of their ability to make an income, and you can point facts and, and show inconsistencies to how they've let some people ride and have not let other people's. Um, doubt it would go very far. As soon as the AMA and Phil got uh, wind of it, they would probably stop with any restrictions and get rid of the rule altogether, at least amend it to, to make it make more sense. Um, I don't think there should be any pointing out since it's now national numbers. They should make it one class. I agree that there might be some jobs lost there, but there'll be other jobs created in the 450 class. Attention would be, I think, more evenly dispersed to where it should be. Just my opinion. Have a good one, guys. I mean, he's got a point. Well, lawsuits? Okay, I mean, but come on. We're already okay. a bunch of assholes in America for we all are. the lawsuits. How does Phil Nicoletti and Kyle Chisholm get to go down? I don't know. That seemed like shady business. I think <laughs> here's, here's he, just, he just moves on. That seems like shady business. No, well, no I don't know. I wasn't shady. in those back. I mean, it meetings. wasn't shady. They just petitioned, you know, and got it, got it done. But 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 a, the, hey, a Chis, rule is a rule. Chiz like, and Phil, come on down. Yeah. Hey, Mookie. Yeah. Up yours. No, listen. The rule should be what it is, and that's it. They shouldn't be making exceptions. Like I don't know what their Mar- Marty Davos. Was. Marty Davos has over a thousand career points in 250 class. You get 135 three years in a row, and you're out. 390 points-ish. 400-something, five points, I guess. Marty has over 1,000 points in that class. He's 12 years in that class. 12 years in that class. The best thing he's ever done is not win. That's wrong. That's absolutely wrong. But it's not like he's not trying to win. I don't know that. You took a dive. Yeah. Brock Sellers took a dive. I took a dive because I was into a race where... I was in a situation like... You didn't like, think pro- I'd bring that up, did you? You didn't no, think you I'd... you could bring it up. I, I've told you this before. I know, but but good job on me by bringing that up. <laughs> well, good job on you. <laughs> good job on me. Listen. Solid point, Marks, right? Yeah, thank here, you. Here's the thing. You have to do what's best for your career. Like, if I was in it was in contention for the title, and we even said this that Funny night. Funny how Marty didn't show up at, at Toronto last year. No, you really believe that? You really think he threw that intentionally? Why would you do it that early in the season? I don't know. Nah, that, that is weird. I think that was just stupid. I agree. It, I don't think he did it. But but here's my point. Yeah. See, Salt Lake, what was it, 01, 2? I don't know. Not a KTM you didn't do it, did you? Yeah, I think it wasn't a KTM, right? Oh, was it? I think it was. Oh, well, so I would have been on your team then. Sellers uh, did it when I was on KTM. Okay, well, anyway, it was somewhere. And I we said, okay, if you're out front, win. And then we'll, you know, yeah. we'll look for something next year. But if I'm not, just screw it. Pull out. Like I, I talked yeah. to it about with my team manager, whoever the hell it was at the time, and they're yeah. like, "Yeah, I mean, that's the best thing for you to do." Because I would have pointed out if yeah. I got like fourth or higher or whatever, I was going to point out. There, there's all these rides in the 250 class, okay? Because there's two regions, and Weimer don't have a ride. Bogle barely has a ride. Tickle barely has a ride. Mookie's got no ride. Dean Wilson's got no ride. Yeah. And there's dudes, Mitchell Harris, not to call anybody out, but Mitchell Harrison and uh, Oldenburg. And Alex Martin and um, Roger Hampshire that are making way more money than those guys are. And they're in a regional class against half the competition in Supercross. And they don't even need to win. It's fine. Don't win. In 450 class, if you don't produce in 450 class, you end up like Will Hahn, who now has quit. He's quit the sport. Poor Wilbur. Hashtag pray for Wilbur. <laughs> He didn't win. He didn't perform, and Wilbur got cut. Sorry, Wilbur. That's the truth. RJ, Zach, 
Marty, blah, 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 blah. They didn't win. No problem. Yeah, but you don't have to win in the 450 class. There's guys that don't win that still have rides. We're going to call one tonight. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? He's never won a 450 race, but yet he's a solid guy. He's won heat ride. races. He's podiumed. He's been right there. Weimer, so, so so Weimer, 10th in the points. But again, they're against the best of the best. Like, like if you get 10 points in a 450 Supercross ping, you I hear know. You. So what's broken is the 450 payout. That's what's broken. Because all of you bastards in the 250 class have all the money. That's what's. That's why you can't. That's but why. see, the problem is you're relying on the manufacturers to supply all the money or sponsors. The or manufacturers somebody. are losing their ass. Race yeah. teams are barely hanging by a thread. They're right. going out of business left and right. Go ask Kerry Hart and Ricky how that works out. The money needs to come from the promoter because I'm telling you, well, I've I, never seen the books, but I'm pretty sure oh, Feld is in the listen, black. I 100% agree with you, and that's a that's huge issue. Where the money needs to come, and we've from. talked about it a thousand times in this in this show. At least Feld. Pays the 250 class like they're pretty much bagging groceries. At least that's like you know, purse money wise, 250 guys are not making very much money. I think a fifth is 600 bucks. Yeah, you know. So and for that you got to endure uh, a fifth place is kind of it was a it was a 180 dollar entry fee. And yeah, and also and, and the sixth place guys trying to break your tip fifth every corner. <laughs> that's right. You know what I mean? And you're getting 600 bucks. But um, yeah. I mean, I know you don't agree, but like. Get out of here, 250s. Just, get, get out of here. Every Anything that you, you've Jeff proposed. Mysha, it's all Jeff Myshak's fault. All right. I'll blame him. Okay. Anything that you have proposed, though, make it one big series or whatever. That's my that's my comeback. One 17-race series. Why can't we do that, Pat? You cut those jobs in half. You Half of the 250 rides go away. Now you just, all the all the kids that are potentially well, going to be great, we don't know beat that. Beat it. We don't know that. Safeway's hiring. Go bag some groceries. 17 rounds. If Justin Barsha... Uh, struggles in 450s for a couple years, go back to Geico. Go ride the 250 Supercross class. It's already counts as all national points. But but they're not going to carry four riders like they do right now. If you're looking at a Geico Honda, they're not going to take four riders to, to a, a, a 250 championship. One. They might if they're only paying. I really don't think they're it, paying, They would drop at least to three. I would tell you they drop at least but to three. But maybe the 450 dudes add, add. Maybe there's more money for 450 guys. What Geico would add a 450 guy? You're saying maybe, but that's not their deal with Honda. They are the 250 support program for Honda. That's why they get bikes and money. So that's why Tomac and Honda. Bogle rode 450 class for Geico Honda the last few years. Well, that was just that's not their program. That's literally coming out of their budget. To me, Tony says, "Listen, Tony, what do you think, Troy? Tell me, Tony. Troy's with me. Troy says it's broken. Make it a 17 race series. Thank you. Why not?" Because then you got all the guys, all the cream rises to the top all the time. A dozen amateurs, a dozen pro ranks, and then the guys that can't make it, sorry about your luck. I mean, go get a real job. You just kill a lot of the talent in the sport. You know, the, the 450 jobs, that, that's the way it is right now. You've they weren't going to make it anyway. Twice as many 250 rides, and the very best of those best make it to the 450 class. That's the way it's always been. It's not like guys that are getting second or third, like like Marty or Osborne, are taking jobs from Dean Wilson. There's no jobs for them to have. There might be. If what? If you if you no, got be, out of that class, there'd be fewer 250 rides. Is okay, all. but maybe there's more 450 ones. What, magically? Yeah. Well, like magically, just, it, it, like yeah, you put some beans in the ground and then just it, shit's just gonna blow up and automatically there's rides somehow. I don't know, but if you t- if you tell me that Justin Bogle uh, and Mookie and and winning the 250 Supercross season and then having no rides. That's wrong. It's wrong. 
but it's the 450 class that's got the problems. But if you if there was more money in the purse, maybe those guys would say, you know what, I'm going to get a Sprinter and I'm going to get parts well, from Geico and I'll go do I, it. I agree with you on that. I absolutely agree with you on that. You're right about that. Uh, all right, let's get to some phone calls here before we uh, got a cold call. Uh, Troy, you said Luke Reslin, maybe. Yeah. Let's I just it. don't like anything that shrinks the number of available rides. I want to shrink that 250 class badly. I agree with Ping here, though, because this is going to hurt the privateers. Chisholm Phil beat it. Fully. It's going to hurt the privateers, though, because those guys that you know need the east and west to go, and you need those guys in the field, because if they're not there, then they're, they're gone, and then you have a depleted field. N-Fab.com, proudly built in Houston, Texas, USA. Jeep, truck, your SUV parts, whether it's bumpers, light mounting solutions, steps, anything you need. Uh, N-Fab has it, uh, proudly built in the USA, of course. N-Fab Ampro uh, Yamaha team and N-Fab JGR Suzuki team uh, all use uh, N-Fab, and we depend on that. This is the N-Fab JGR check-in. JGR check-in, should Phil, Phil Nicoletti be allowed to ride 50 class, Ping? I don't know. I'd have to go back and look at what he's done in the past. Like, I, I would love to hear from him. What his argument was? His argument was, I've only ridden, I think, 8 or 12 250 supercross races in my life. <laughs> 8 or 12. Something like that. Like, like I've, I've barely ridden 250 supercross in my... In my uh, uh, so, um, all right, let's get to some... That's, that's the kind of answer I get from people that barely speak English when I ask them questions. Like, hey, uh, so how long has your stomach been hurting? Oh, it's been hurting for like uh, <laughs> 9 or 2 days. <laughs> okay. Ross, what's up, man? How are you? I'm doing good, man. How are you doing? Good. What's happening? All right. So we need we need to sell a debate. I understand that you have uh, some issues with Chick-fil-A. Yeah, I do. The, <sighs> the back, but back in the day when I was providing some guy named Tim Ferry and Factory Yamaha with free – yeah, Factory Yamaha with free Chick-fil-A and Supercross, I seem to remember you over there just eating it and enjoying it. <laughs> no. <laughs> Actually – uh, Ross, you kept coming up. You kept coming up to me. You're like Ross, man. I need some more Chick Fil A. And then the time that I fed JTR, you come over. You're like, man, y'all got any more free chicken? Ross, that? Um, that absolutely <laughs> was not me. But I will tell you, Ross, if you're the guy responsible for lining up that that Chick Fil A at the Atlanta Supercrosses, I remember you well. And you're part of the problem, buddy, because those sandwiches sucked. They were soft, soggy buns. <laughs> they had one pickle in the center, and the chicken was so oily, I, I felt like I could take it and put it in my crankcase of my car. Um, man, all you fancy factory mechanics, let me guess. Next thing you're going to complain, snap on tools. Are they listen, not good enough for you? Listen, Ross, I'm sorry. I appreciate all your hospitality, JGR and Yamaha. I, I do remember you and, and those sandwiches. They were disgusting. And that was part of the reason why I don't like Chick-fil-A. Man, well, we need to change that. I just, we just can't have you going around thinking that. That's well, wrong. Ross, okay. Ross, I've already been on him today when I was coming into town asking him if there was a Chick-fil-A. No, Ross, I've been told by many people to give it another try, and I must have got some bad sandwiches or whatever. I am going to go back, and, and I will give it another try. It's been yeah, because no, you, when you came out, like was when you came over there to the haulers, it was well after the the peak hole time on the food, and oh. you were just you know, hey man, at least you got something for free. I mean, you know, it's barely go around starving. The rest Honestly, of the, uh, Ross, the rest of the races. I, not a word of a lie. Uh, a couple years ago, I remember there was some in JGR at Atlanta. I walked in, I saw a big thing of Chick Fil A sandwiches, and I'm like, <laughs> no, I'll pass. Honestly, I'm like, I don't want those. I do not want that. Did you have a grilled chicken sandwich? <laughs> no, or fried these, chicken? these always had. Back, no, it was, it was, it was, yeah, it was a regular, regular Chick Fil A. Yeah, sandwich. not, not grilled. So just we, 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 we got to change your opinion out of it. The bun, it, you, you uh, must, um, it must have just been sitting too long and it yeah, got it soggy, soggy from being for every single year. 
year they sat too long, and every single time they sat too long? I'm telling you, I would put. What? I don't what? know. I don't know what I put on it. What do I? What do I bet? Dad. We need. We need to come up with something. I mean, we need. Yeah. We, well, they're we, coming we to. They're coming to Vegas apparently. So. Yeah, we are. Um, I don't know what exact uh, date and time or when we're opening them up, but yeah, you know, we've got one. I think it's a Hendersonville or something like that. You know, Ross, uh, you know, a, a checkbook opening for the Pulp Mex show could change my mind greatly <laughs> on on Chick Fil A and what I, how I feel about them. I just want to let you, you know some free certificates or anything like that. Um, no, Ross, honestly, I'm going to try it again. I've had so many people tell me that I must have got a bad sandwiches. I must have got a bad something. I am going to try it again because I did see. Chick-fil-A in uh, uh, Pittsburgh Airport this past weekend, and I looked up at the menu, and they had a sandwich that had a tomato and lettuce and cheese on it's it. The deluxe. That deluxe, looked yeah. like it looked appetizing. Listen, you it's get good. that deluxe yeah. sandwich right there yeah. with honey roasted barbecue sauce on it, and bud, maybe a, a Oreo cookie shake to wash it down. Yeah, you're a fan. Oh. You're a fan. I yeah, promise. I got to try it again. I yeah. just but eat it right and, there. And, and, yeah. and our freshly, and our freshly squeezed lemonade. We're the nation's largest purchaser. Sunkissed lemons. All of our lemons are, are, are hand cut right there in the store and juice fresh for the lemonade. So yeah, you got you got to wash it down with some of that too. Well, maybe it would help if you sent us some, you know, free sandwich cards here. No, I will. I'll definitely. I'll hook y'all up. But yeah, but Chick Fil A and motocross. When we go way back, my grandfather, uh, Truett Kathy, used to feed Bob Hen all the time. And so, matter of fact, when I was a little kid, I vaguely remember some crazy guy on a yellow motorcycle and riding with him. And thinking this is the most scariest and the coolest thing ever, and that was Bob Hanna back in the day. He wow. was in my grandfather's house with Bevo Forte, and uh, and everybody come down there and eat and stuff. So it was See? a lot of fun. Chick Fil A's got a history, a rich history in motocross. We, we do. Yeah, it's, that's it's awesome. The Hateful Dwarf House. We our first restaurant. I've been to, to the Dwarf open. House. I've been to the Dwarf House in yeah. Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah, it used to be open. It used to be open um, at well after Atlanta Supercross. Now they close it at ten o'clock. But, yeah, after Atlanta Supercross, man, you'd see all kinds of guys in there. I mean, everybody would be there. I've seen Pete Fox in there. Well, you know, hey, he listen, Ross, I, I'll try it again, but I'm sorry. I, I mean, listen, I'm, I'm an open I, – I got an open mind. I've been told by a few people that I need to try it again, like people that I trust, like people deeply in my life, say you have to try this again. <laughs> and I'm going to try it again. I just – for now, it sucks balls. Hey, For now, it sucks balls. But Russ, I'm gonna, I'll hey, tell you're you, honest. You're honest. I'll tell you this too. I really appreciate Chick Fil A's conviction to stay closed on Sundays. Uh, I know you guys probably give up a lot of money by doing so, but uh, I just I, I commend that. I think that's a really cool thing. Yeah, no, it was funny. So back when I was a kid and I used to race, I told my mom, I was like, yeah. We're closed on Sunday, so we can go racing. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, my family did not agree with that viewpoint. <laughs> yeah, no, no. All right, Ross, we got to run. Uh, thank All you, right, though. Take care. Have we, a good one. We will try it again. Uh, Greg Albertson, you, uh, you want to talk about uh, Filthy Phil moving down? Yeah, just a 250 class, man. Uh, hi, Ping. Hey, what's been, up, buddy? Greg? <laughs> not a lot. Oh, just uh, hanging out. But, yeah, with Phil's deal, I know – so if you're designated as a 250 rider, as – Vince Freeze has been as um, who else has done this? Canard back when he ran some races. They they scored top twenty, but were able to keep their because um, they ran four fifty races. They were able to keep their lights eligibility. I'm I'm curious if maybe Phil went out and said, "Hey, look, I've never been a full time rider. I've only had a replacement ride. I was never designated as a full time four fifty rider." Well, just a fill in guy. No, he was. Remember NFAB team? He was full time four fifty supercross guy with Alan Brown. Um, yeah, but that was over two years ago, though. Yeah, and did no, he top, I know. Did he top twenty that year? I think he did. Yeah, I think he did. Um, yeah, but I get it. I mean, what about Chisholm? Where do we all stand on Chiz? 
Well, Chisholm just got. I mean, he he called us last year. Like, hey, I want to. I, I wish I could ride the team. I mean, he he bitched, you know, for an hour about how pissed he was. He couldn't ride the 250 class, and I think. Just, I don't think he would have got in if Phil wouldn't. You know, I right, think it was right. like, oh, hey, you let him in. Now you got to let me in. I think that's kind of what the, happened. They, yeah, they, they may have opened Pandora's box by well, letting these two it, guys right? do Well, that's just it, right? They this. may have said to the AMA, uh, Coy might have said, there may or may not be a check under oh, that under, under that dresser right there. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I I don't like it. I don't like Phil going it. I. I don't like Phil doing it as much as Chiz because Chiz has had a rough couple of years, and he doesn't have a job if, if he doesn't drop down to 250s. So I get Chisholm a little bit. Phil finished fifth. Do you realize how much you're talking out of the side of your mouth right now, you asshole? Phil, the guy who – these kids stay in the class. Marty's got a 1,000 points. No, no. But now Chiz, your boy, Chiz, wants to drop down, and that's all fine and dandy. Because Chiz has had two or three years of poop. Poop results. I agree. <laughs> yeah, it happens. Hey, well, what about you? And you want to get rid of Coast? Like, look at uh, Ping's boy, Sealy. He would have been – what would Sealy be doing right now if there wasn't No, Coast? listen, my, my comeback to that, Greg, is that if you – okay, yes, if you make it 117-round series, a guy like Cole Sealy back in the day would not be able to – he doesn't have the means to do it. But Greg and Ping and Troy, you guys know that if Sealy came out for six West Coast races and killed it, team managers would be like, okay. I don't need to see yeah, you at all. Seventeen. Be a team, there wouldn't be a team. He still had that EC. He had some Suzuki bullshit he, uh, Suzuki ride. City. Suzuki uh, City. Uh, no, know, not a Fun Center. Fun Center. Or yeah. something as a strike. Look at how many little West Coast teams that provide these guys. Yeah, that's great. Rides. Great. That's awesome. Yeah. Listen, Phil Nicoletti finished fifth overall in 450 Nationals last year. Fifth. That's, that's fifth. Right. Uh, thank you, Pink. Thank you. Fifth place. He, she doesn't need to be in 250s. Hey, but there's and, and then there's still there's still only 22 spots on the on the gate. So I mean, you so you we have more factory spots. Than, well, I guess um, Greg, I guess you just want millionaires in the 250 class. It's just great to have millionaires in there. Steve is so angry that anyone in the 250 class makes money. He wants hey, them to be sleeping in a van I'm and gonna, eating top ramen. I'm gonna race half the races. Okay, listen, aren't you? You're a Republican. Look, you get You're what Donald the, Trump. You get what it. What I'm going to do half the work. Whether, whether, whether me, you get paid what Nick the market Schmidt. demands. Let me do half whether, the work, Greg and, and Ping. Let me do half the work and make more than Jake. Uh, Marty Davalos is probably making four times what Weimer makes, which is zero. Um, so let me do half the work. Your math is terrible. Let me do half the work <laughs> and get paid four times more. Four times zero is still zero. Whatever. What does is, what is Weimer make? 50 grand? You stupid idiot. Does Weimer make 50 grand? I doubt it. Mm. I don't know. $50,000. He doesn't have a ride. Well, <laughs> gear, like gear money and oh. shit, like, you know. I don't know. So, but at the end of the day, whether whether fifth place or 15th place is Josh Grant on a factory Cowie or Nick Schmidt on a on a you know, privateer Suzuki, nobody gives a shit. It's, and that's how it's always going to be. It doesn't matter how good. Okay, well, is. okay, but nobody gives a shit about the fifth place 250 guy either. Oh, well, they're on TV. That's the problem, Greg. If you read my article, I said to get those bastards off TV. But, know, but you're, you're, that you're was just my killing, you're killing sponsors and teams that are bringing about, money in because the f- only reason they're staying in is because with, they get TV time Troy agrees for that me. guy getting third, fourth, I fifth, and something needs to change. I mean, I, the money just leaves. The yeah, money the money leaves. just goes it's away. Oh, just, it's just gone. It's just it's just poof in the air. Like Bogle won't make anything. Weimer, you're, you're telling me Bogle, Weimer, Mookie are all shit out of luck. 
if if we got rid of the 250 class and made it less important, like they're still going to be screwed, I say no way. Well, no, but your Mitchell Harrisons, your Devaloses, you'd probably love that. Those guys are going to just go away because now Dean's coming down. He's well, going to take a job. Well, Marty had 12 good years. I mean, we tried. <sighs> We tried, Marty. That was a, probably a bad example. I didn't mean to fire you up. <laughs> I just, look, uh, my article, uh, you want to change it to 117? Okay. Do you want to make guys get out of the class? No problem. Just the way it is right now in 2017, Troy, you kind of agree with me, it's broken. It's wrong. It's, we're, we're, we're a jacked up sport right now, and, and, and that's wrong. <laughs> Well, the only and, thing and that Pink, I would concede uh, to that change... Albertson, and that Albertson guy, get the hell out of that. No, Pink said it, it needs to come from Feld. It needs to come from the manufacturer. There needs to be incentive for somebody to go out there and and make the money. It's too... It's in the main. It, it wouldn't fucking matter because they could still go make... If you believe you could make... What, yeah, if you believe you could make every main event, which Bogle... Those guys can make a hundred grand, and it's easy to find somebody to give them a bike. Like, that's... That, that fixes it. Uh, I, put put I, well, more money in the 450 class. That's the problem. Listen, Your purse money I, in I the 450 class, if it was better, and spread it. Don't I, make don't make first make a ton of money. They're already making a ton of money. Oh, you think Roxon cares about his purse money? No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So take whatever they right. can get and smear it out. I, you know I have I mean? Gendro's phone number. We can try to call, ask Todd. Well, listen, he gives. Yeah, you don't even got to put any more money in. That's my theory. Don't even maybe put a little bit more money in it. But yeah, I'm, he, when. You're breaking up. You're breaking up. It's flat rate, four grand all the way across the board. Four grand for first, four okay. grand for 20th. Yeah. All the way I the like board. that. Pink probably doesn't like that because he's a Republican. He doesn't no, like the sharing well, of the. Listen, you guys not like that? I don't know. I think it's a great idea. The, the goal about, would be to get in the main, and I, those guys can make a decent living. I agree. Well, I've always said, like, people kind of cry for Pike back in the day. He was making eight grand a month, four main events. Now, expenses out of that and everything else, don't get me wrong, he wasn't profiting eight grand a month, but we didn't exactly need a GoFundMe for eight grand a month in winnings. Yeah. Especially when you're on the West Coast. So. I know with Suzuki deal, all those guys are on some kind of. If they're doing that well. Right. All right, Greg, you're breaking up. Brother, if he can make a main, I mean, he's. Greg, you're breaking up. Is Jim Lewis? Did he modify your phone? You got to get back. That's <laughs> yeah, Jim. That's it. Um, I'm at the shop right now. Oh, so. are you? Yeah, yeah. Um, no, hey, uh, we got to run, Greg. But thanks, man. I'd like to get you back on. To, we should debate more of this. But um, all right, so, so good boys. All right, see, see you, Greg. Chiz, good. Feel bad. Well, I mean, that's what it boils that's down pretty to. tough to talk. You know, pitch that a guy who got fifth in the Nationals. I didn't realize he did that well. <laughs> you're like, oh. Um, That's pretty hard to sell. Hey, Travis, you said that that Chick-fil-A guy, his dad is the CEO? That Did is, you not hear him just say, my grandpa, uh, something Ross, true it? That is Ross Kathy. His Kathy. grandpa started Chick-fil-A, yes. And he's just been hearing me true bat. It, true it, Kathy. Hey. That's the friggin'. And he's been hearing me bash Chick-fil-A uh, for, for three months. I may or may not have had a part in setting that up. Oh, you did? <laughs> hey, well, tell him. We Why, need how some... do you know him? How do you... uh, somebody contacted me, who's a friend of his, and said, hey, I know I know Ross. Uh, oh. His grandfather started. I, the I met Ross at the races. He's yeah. a good dude. He helps yeah. out JGR, and he gave him. Some, and that's where part of my disgust with Chick Fil A came from. I ate those sandwiches right. at the racetrack, and I'm yeah. like, "What the fuck?" You need to tell <laughs> Ross to send us some cards. Ross actually uh, just texted me and said uh, he's going to send us some stuff. I love Chick Fil A. Yeah, so he can suck it. I will take the cards and split them with Troy. <laughs> I will well, eat he it. Wants, he wants to I make sure he wants to make sure you try it again. Give I, it a, give it another fair shot. I need to try it again. I, I said admit that. that. Honey roasted barbecue. I said I'd take you. Uh, make sure you enjoyed it. So. Yeah, they're not quite open yet in uh, in uh, another Vegas month or so. Soon. Uh, Derek, what's up, man? How are you? I'm um, good, thanks. How are you? What's going on, bud? Um, just uh, the whole 250, 450 deal, all yeah. this stuff. 
I think I got a simple answer for it. You open up the 250 class, anybody wants to ride it. Yeah. And you know what? There's going to be 20 guys in each main, and the top 20 good guys are going to get rides. Ping and says no. Ping says to get a ride, you don't get a ride. Ping says the well, rides are going to go away. You, you cut jobs by a third. No, they will, though. But <laughs> I, I, as a fan, I want to watch the 20 best guys go at it in each main, not the 20 guys who had a ride. I want to see, you know, okay, Weimer has a ride and we lose Mitchell Harris, Harrelson. To me, that's better. I get a better race out of it. So that's all I had. Well, that, Jake, no offense to these 250 guys. Jake Weimer is twice the rider. He's won a title. He's podium four fifty supercrosses. He's, he's he's had a factory ride in the four fifty class. Yeah, but he, he didn't get it done. <laughs> okay, well, but how much? How many more opportunities do you want for him? How many more opportunities do you want for these two fifty guys? R.J. Hampshire, I love R.J. Hasn't gotten it done. Still making three hundred thousand a year. <sighs> really, three hundred thousand. <laughs> And I like RJ, and I was going to come back that I was talking shit on him, but... Why do you hate RJ? If you want to say didn't get it done, RJ hasn't gotten it done. It's, like it's, it's only like his second year, isn't it? No. He was hurt I for half of last year with that concussion. Year. Yeah, I, fourth year? I think so. No, you're high. Uh, gear Alloy. Gear Alloy. JP Patterson uses Gear Alloy when she won seven WMX championships. Uh, get your truck in gear, whether you have a, uh, uh, a Jeep truck or SUV, light truck, uh, a Gear Alloy's got it. Design and engineer in SoCal. If you need some wheels, please support the guys that support the sport. Gear Alloy is a big part of the sport, and uh, they're a big part of this show. 16 through 22-inch diameters, Ping. That's a lot of diameters. Yeah. Five, six, and eight lug applications. So whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there's a Gear Alloy wheel. Um, so let's try call Luke, Rens- Luke Rensland. Um, Traders Yamaha now. Skip Norfolk, the uh, team manager there, Ping. Really? And uh, they were at Cowies forever. Skippy. So, uh, let's try to call. We should call Skip. Uh, Skip's good. I've been talking to Skip for that story, you know. Skip lost over $1,000 to me on a game of cards on the way to Europe one year. And he had to pay me in payments, in installments, <laughs> so his wife could go. Gear Alloy, everybody. Last week, either did we? What is this? What is going on? Is that what happens with a ringtone, a ringback tone? It's really annoying. I hate this segment. It's terrible. <laughs> hey, you've reached Luke. Sorry, I'm too busy to answer the phone. Too busy. Really? Leave a message for him, Troy. Luke. At the tone, please record your message. Wait till it beeps. When you finished recording, you, you may know. hang up or press one for more options. Luke Renslin, Troy Benjamin, calling for the Pulp MX show. You said that you would be available for a cold call segment because you're just chilling in the RV. It looks like you lied to us. Call us back. We love you. Suck it, Reslin. Later. Suck it. Uh, let's get into uh, Dave. Dave, what's up, man? You want a question for Ping? Yeah. Hey, hey guys. Uh, Ping, I know you ride a lot of bikes. And, and YZ250s, the modern YZ250s. And I was wondering... You know what? Have you ridden a setup there that you really liked? I know you like your RM450, and that thing turns great. And and a, and a YZ never will. But I was wondering if you ever rode a YZ250 that you could share a setup that was really cool. 
YZ two fifty two stroke? Yeah. Oh, naturally a two stroke. Yeah. Um, I actually built a project bike two years ago uh, with the help of Pro Circuit, and I, I loved it. And I'm I'm actually going to do another one this year, a little bit different. But um, I don't do a whole lot to the engines and those things. There's there. I put a V force reed block on it. Yeah. Um, you can put some clamps on it. It doesn't really seem to change the way the thing handles. So. Yeah, I've um, tried twenty twos, and it and it, and it was better, but. You know, it, it does things and it create it fixes problems and creates problems yeah. and that's what I wanted to hear. It just it yeah. sounded like you had really good experience. Yeah, the, I, the, I found just uh, we put a uh, the standard offset, but with a pro circuit clamp, which is a little more rigid, but huh. um, but marginally so. Uh, yeah. But I, I just got the suspension valved and kind of sprung for me, and uh, we cleaned up the jetting a little bit, which it's not very far off. I think I just made a change on the pilot and uh, pipe and silencer, and I mean. The They're, thing ripped. Those, those are good bikes. And ran forever and just so fun to ride. Oh, I love them. I mean, I use it for everything, moto and, and off-road with my son and stuff, and it's it's the great all-around. It's a great club racing bike. It, I love it. It totally is. Stock gearing. I didn't change gearing on it. I mean, it was just, it's a really good bike still right out of the crate. Yeah. Hey, and Steve, I was thinking for, because I know you're always looking for content, and when you look I at am? even some, some bikes, you know, uh, some brands, and, and then when you look at older stuff, there's always, you know, why are some bikes, do they have the Kickstarters on the left side? You know, the older bikes. Or the older why are yeah, yeah. hubs or some, some, you know, brakes are on one side and and sprockets on the other between all these different brands? It'd be really great maybe to have somebody from an engineering perspective uh, from motocross to uh, come on and talk about that. I'd love to hear hear about that. Yeah, I'll get on that. Yep. All right, thanks. And thanks. then uh, a one JT story, saw JT when he yeah. was on his way out to uh, Hangtown. I saw him in uh, the Salt Lake City Airport, and it's funny because you guys have talked about his game face. He definitely had his game face yeah, on no. in hey, the uh, let me in ask the you Salt a question. Lake City Airport, did he, he left him alone. Did he look like Andy Dufresne in Shawshank Redemption when he was getting cornholed? <laughs> was that the facial expression he had? <laughs> well, he didn't look like he enjoyed it then. <laughs> he he. He's got a sort of an angry face. He admits that. He admits it. Yeah. He absolutely did. He had a glare going on, and yeah. I was like, "Oh, that's uh, that's JT." And I thought, oh, "I just leave him alone." <laughs> hey, that's JT. I gotta go. Gotta the most, run. The most unapproachable man uh, in motocross. Thanks, Dave. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Hey, thanks so much. Great uh, show. Thank you. Great. Uh, uh, who's on three? Lips. Good. I go. I go. Lips. What's up? You ever get your Watson signed poster? Uh, kind of. Okay. Right. I got like a sticker and some things that he signed and some t-shirts and things. Okay, what's up, Lips? Lips. Actually, I think you end up sending it to me. Yeah, I might have. All right, so I've got a couple of things to say about your 250 and 450 thing that you're waffling on about. My opinion on these is it's a four-stroke issue because back in the day when you had 125s and 250 two-stroke classes, obviously the 125s couldn't perform like the 252 strokes, therefore the 252 stroke was a better show. If you watch it now, 254 strokes can do what the 454 strokes do. It's pretty much the same show. And because they're a bit yeah. more gun-ho, sometimes there's a bit more action in it. Oh, there is. And 250 class is great racing. Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's a good point because there was always a triple that was marginal for a 125. Yeah. And there was rhythm lanes that only the 250 guys were doing. You really don't see that yeah. anymore. And it's rare when a 450 jumps then, something yeah. that a 250 guy's not doing. Yeah, absolutely. No, I agree. And then also on top of that, point of view as well, um, for manufacturers, you're talking about, like, say, for instance, you know, they're giving them bikes. Well, look at bike sales, the 254-stroke sales, the 454-stroke sales. What's selling the most? 
Well, and depends on who you. Th- hey, depends on who you talk to. I asked a couple people about this last week. Uh, two OEM people told me we sell more 450s. Another OEM person told me we sell more 250s. So I'm confused. Well, the brands. Yeah, but that's know. where the money's coming from. Like at the end of the day, the manufacturers want to sell both bikes, and it's all about putting on a show. Well, you're getting the same show pretty much now, so it's not like it's back in the 125 and 250 two-stroke days. So that's probably just evolution of the sport. Well, listen, that's a li- good point. Good on you. Listen, lips. I just the Cheers, class mate. needs to change. The class needs to change. It's a freaking joke right now. Mookie's got nothing. He won Maybe the title. Bogle's got Bogle's got nothing. You win the title. Hey, congratulations! You succeeded. Now we're gonna shit on you. Like, what kind of deal is that? Like, that, there should be rides and spots for these guys to win. They they succeeded. They won titles, man. They were the best of the best. You reckon um, Brayton's on Mookie's bike? Because there is a factory 450 that did just kind of come out of nowhere. No, uh, no, Brayton's bike. We're going to get to Brayton next up here on the on the Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. But Brayton's bike is a factory suspension, but everything's done MCR, motor-wise and stuff. But so. that suspension only came available because one of the Honda guys, and I can't remember which one, liked KYB. So there was a Showa set, a Showa position available. Oh, okay. And that's the whole reason Brayton even got the that suspension in the first place. Oh, there we go. So there was kind of just a... Uh, I don't want to say a lucky coincidence, but lucky circumstance for cool. him. All right, cool. Thanks. But it's not the whole bike. Please. No. Stop, yeah. stop talking about fucking sandwiches or some shit. No one gives a fuck. I'm sure you've got enough food, Steve. Let's all just let the sandwich. Listen, go. listen, Lips. I'm with you, but the fucking jerkies every week keep bringing up Chick-fil-A on the show. Like, literally, tweets and phone calls. It's not me. I'm not, I don't have a fucking notepad that says Chick-fil-A. Talk about Chick-fil-A. I don't give a shit, but the listeners' lips are calling and tweeting about it. I just want to hear the motocross stuff. I just want to hear the motocross stuff. (laughs) Um, So I'm with you, but these idiots keep bringing it up. So what do you want me to do? Oh, well, what are you going to do? All right, later, later, lips. (laughs) All right, let's take a commercial break here. Got to calm everybody down. Ping, we're going to talk about shootouts. We're going to maybe try to get Kiefer on later. Um, and talk about some shootouts. We have some thoughts, you know, uh, YZ250F shootout positions and things like that that we talked about. And then you have a rant about just shootouts in general. That's just, right. Yeah, just. I want to I say, because as a guy who had to put these on, we did them at Racer X for five, six, seven years. Yeah. And we've gone away from them. And I want to give my reasoning why and tell you what I think of them. I've been reading shootouts since I was five years old. Yep. And. I'm just going to give everybody a little Don't peek behind the me. curtain. There's some shit that they, people think happens that doesn't, and vice versa. So I just want to lay it Do we get Kiefer on, or is just going to get ugly? To. Or Michael Lindsay, no, he or can, is he going to get ugly? He can give his opinion. It's not, uh, you know, yeah. damning for anybody. It's like, yeah. you know, do okay. them if you want, but I'll, I'll um, give you my two cents on it. Timed main events also uh, coming in next year. I want to get both your guys' opinion on that. Uh, 18 minutes plus two. So that should be interesting. Um, Both classes? No, the other ones are the two fifty classes. Thirteen plus two. All right. Yeah. So, uh, and uh, yeah, we got much more coming up here on the Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. We'll be right back. Yeah, you like that? After this messages. Amateur hour <laughs> over here. Hey, this is the voice of Supercross guy, and you're listening to the Pulp Mech Show. Hey guys, this is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about fly racing. Fly racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then, 
And flash forward to now, we see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Brayton, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and of course your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulp MX. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give that to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8 lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team and has been a longtime supporter of seven-time WMX champion and X Games athlete Jessica J.P. Money Patterson. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. For your Jeep, truck, or SUV, Gear Alloy is the choice of the NFAB Ampro Yamaha GNCC off-road racing team. Race Tech. Privateer proven. When riders choose, they choose Race Tech. Supporting the world's fastest racers. Providing factory-level products, support, and service to the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. When racers choose, they choose Racetech. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Feed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. To receive 20% off parts and labor... Enter discount code PULPMX2015 when ordering. Race Tech. 
MenFab is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out MenFab Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and Lighting Accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. MenFab has you covered. MenFab products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and bed access models, MenFab Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. MenFab also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. Michelin tires are back, people. MichelinMotorcycle.com. Michelin Starcross 5, brand new, available in hard, medium, soft, and sand. Uh, their off-road tires are some of the best ones out there, and they've revamped this whole lineup. There's no one who knows these tires better than our own, Chris Kiefer. When they're calling it comfort casing technology, what are they talking about? Is this a fancy marketing term or what? No, it's actually the carcass of the tire itself, so how much it flexes or how you know sidewall stiffness that you have when you come into corners. and. What's cool about this tire is even from the previous version, the MH3, it gives more. So when you hit square edge or you're coming out of a corner with some bumps, it has some give to it. It's more comfort, so it doesn't feel so rigid. A lot of that has to do with the the CCT. So you're telling me the comfort casing at the end of the day, maybe it helps you a little bit to have some suspension in tires. Yeah, obviously it's flexing a little bit, but also, too, when you come into corners, you don't want it to roll on you. So they've got that dialed in to where you come into a corner and you still have enough stiffness where it grabs and bites, but yet straight line, you have comfort. Hey, as a former factory mechanic, Kiefer, I know all about mounting tires, um, so no problem for me to mount anything. Right. Well, maybe not a moose. Uh, you found mounting these new Michelins uh, pretty easy, actually. Yeah, I'm a great test rider, but my mechanic skills are novice at best, so... Mounting the tire wasn't too bad. They sent me a bunch of tires to mount before testing, and I was out there busting in the garage. And normally you got to put some tires in the sun, let them soften up a little bit. But this, um, the bead rolls on really nice. I didn't have to struggle. No curse words were, were sworn in the garage. So uh, it was a lot better for me, you know, putting these on. Four versions of this tire. They cover all the uses, Kiefer. Reduced weight, comfort casing technology, mounting, traction, handling. They do it all. Starcross 5, MichelinMotorcycle.com. Thank those guys. Check them out at the local dealer people. These guys know tires and they know what they're doing. Usually, safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility. Notice how we said usually? The all-new line of Atlas braces are 20% lighter, have three times more suspension in them, maintain the much-needed flexibility, and even contact 27 more percent surface area of your body than the competition, all in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less. The experience speaks for itself. The only thing left to do is join RV, Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos to experience why Atlas is the fastest-growing neck brace on the market. Get yours today at atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at atlasbrace to find out new and exciting things all the time from Atlas Brace. We thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there. X-Brand is continuing to focus on low cost and high quality in the new year. RCH Racing's Brock Tickle and Freddie Noren are on board with Matt Bichalia, Daniel Baker, and a host of others to make up a motivated group. 
Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct to the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW16 to save 30% now. The leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts, Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of Hot Cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, Hot Cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5 to 10% power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed, dyno proven, and made in the USA. Hot Cam's performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lieb, Adam Entignap, Nick Schmidt, and the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki team. Hot Cam's wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. Hot Cam's Unleash the power within. Works Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connection's proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Visit them on the web at www.worksconnection.com. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Do you own a KTM like Andrew Short? Then listen up. You can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like Shorty and go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience and will process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM Parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. KTMPartsExpress.com Roost MX. Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 16 years, Roost delivers professional level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. Choose from our huge selection of graphics online and make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of other custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. With our quick 48-hour turnaround, shipping orders is top priority. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section to get your Pulp MX swag. And follow us on Instagram at RoostMX for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh by visiting RoostMX.net and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. 
Roost MX. Hey, 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 hey. W Wheels. Now that I got all your attention, let's talk about Wheels. WUSA, based in Orange County, California, the nation's leading supplier of high-quality wheel sets for some of the best teams in the sport. They carry the top brands like Talon, Kite, DID, Excel, as well as Galfer and Brembo Brakes. All the W Wheels are built by the same guys, that build Chad Reed's wheels. Whether you have a new bike or looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels, W can get what you need. Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs with their OE spoken nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or XL. WUSA, used by Reed, Roxon, Millsaps, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, Antonap, Peters, Partridge, Freeburg. They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels. Just because you paid $500 for a set of wheels, you're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need. Cool colors. Better strength. They've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of JS7 and Chad Reed in the 2016 Supercross Series and rock a Vortex Pro. Available in red, blue, black, silver, and now green. Yes, green. Call a doctor, because things just got sick. Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX16 and get 40% off your next order. 800-440-3559. VortexRacing.com or email Jake at VortexRacing.com and mention the PULPMX show. Hey guys, it's Brady Chisholm here. Listen up. You'll spend $9,000 for a new bike, $3,000 for bling, and you wonder why I have monkey butt? I'll tell you why. You didn't go to GutsRacing.com for new seat foam and cover. Guts Racing has been the leader in seat technology for 25 years. They've worked with every top rider at some point in their life, and that tradition continues. With riders on teams such as Cycle Trader Yamaha, Motoconcepts Racing, RCH Suzuki, Yoshimura Suzuki, 
Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Geico Honda, they have worked with them all. They have riders like Cal Chisholm, <laughs> Ben LeMay, Matt LeMoyne, Ryan Sipes, Brett Metcalf, and many, many more. They have been working behind the scenes with factory riders for over two and a half decades. So here is your chance to join stars of Supercross, Motocross, Arena Cross, GNCC, and FMX by taking advantage of the discount they have going on. If you head over to GutsRacing.com and use the code PULPMX2015, it'll save you some money, save you from having monkey butt. It's a win-win. Head over there and check them out, guys. BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Fly Racing. Best gear out there, bro. David Pingree in studio. Troy Benjin as well. Troy uh, used to work for Racer X. He got fired, though. No, I quit saying I got fired. I got let go. It's not my fault. It sucks. You they let liked go. my stuff. They did like your stuff. They loved it. But you still got fired. They loved it. What? You're, you're on. I know. No, I'm going to tell you something about this guy. So this is Sublime with Rome, right? Yeah. I know you hate it. But you can just suck it because there's some people that like this. Yeah, okay. Um, this guy's manager is a guy that goes by the name of Cheese, right? Super good buddies with Troy Lee. Um, and this guy manages Guns N' Roses. Now I'm interested. Now you're in. I've hooked you. I'm in. I've hooked you. Yeah. Uh, he manages Rage Against the Machine, uh, The Dirty Heads, uh, Sublime with Rome. This guy, Rome, actually, that sings for Sublime now. Okay, wait, has his this own is production Sublime, company. This is Sublime with the new singer? Yes. His oh, name is Rome. I didn't know they even... Wait. Yeah, this guy's I tour right was now. The che- was the manager of... No, 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 no. That's no. Cheese. Cheese is their manager. Rome is the singer of the of Sublime now. Uh, uh, Sublime is the original guy who died. That That's Sublime. You know? Say what you want. Okay. Go watch this guy in concert and close your eyes. You can't tell it's not Bradley. I can tell right now. No, I just you told can't. you that. I, you, I'm Try. telling you. I just want to hear the motocross stuff. Anyway, <laughs> so the lead singer of the Dirty Heads that came to Troy's and did that thing, yep. right? Yep. Uh, he's all jazz. He's coming to A1. He's so psyched. Can't even wait. Uh-huh. I got him plugged in with uh, Adidas and the guys over there. Okay. And, uh, he was so so psyched on that. He got us a bunch of tickets, and I've chatted with him a few times, and he's like, man, I've never seen a Supercross. I need to come check it out. I'm like, dude, done. I hooked him up with Mike Mui. Mui? Mui? Mike Mui, yep. Mui. And, uh, I really don't care. Right. Justin Brayton coming up. Hey, uh, WUSA, uh, Marks, you were just telling me during the commercial break that uh, their website, their new website is uh, Da Bomb. 
Dubomb. Yeah. Dot com. Sorry for wasting your time with music that is nineteen 1980s rock, bro. Uh, no, yeah, I saw. Uh, <laughs> so mad. I, I know. I saw from W that they put a new website up and went to check it out, and they got a, a custom wheel builder feature on there. So you say like, hey, I want a twenty-one or a nineteen, and, well, and you go on there, and it shows you like a picture of a bike. You can change the plastics, colors, and everything, and then you can like pick your hubs and your rims and your spokes. Oh, and your like, yeah, color it, and yeah, it'll yeah. show live time when you whenever you make a selection, like yeah, what yeah. the colors yeah, look yeah. like. So it's yeah, really like cool. you're building your Nike sneakers, exactly. Or yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so it's really WUSA. Cool. Go to the website, check it out. Get some wheels. Uh, half the team in the pits or more depend on W for their wheel needs, and uh, uh, I'm, I use W on my project bikes. Uh, all of my project bikes have had WUSA wheels. So we thank those guys for uh, coming on, and John Anderson, good guy down there. Um, they're killing it with the vintage stuff too. Like every time I see a post from there on Instagram or anything else, they they're building some vintage or flat track wheels. Like like their motocross wheels are still huge, but like people just need wheels for all sorts of things. So. Well, they've got some really cool options now. Some coatings they can do uh, on the stock hubs and make them look really cool. Yeah, that's my my Project Eighty Eight has that Cerakote. 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 Yeah. yeah. They've oh. uh, they've got something else too. I can't. I don't know if I want to give away the Whoa. secret. I got a set of wheels for a project I'm doing. With titanium spokes. Ooh. And the only factory that had tie, tie spokes back in the day was Suzuki. Really? Yeah. I don't think I ever saw Yeah, them. yeah. The Albi days. Albi, uh, Larry Ward days. Okay. Leroy mechanicing days. Tie spokes. So, he's got all the specs on how much weight it saves, but you know, that's like rotating yeah, mass yeah. and unsprung weight. So I need that on my project bike ASAP. Yeah, well, they're... Ridiculous. He's like, I have to have these back. We, 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 you, know, you understand that, right? Like, I need these wheels back. Right, right. Um, like, All right. Michelin Starcross 5. Have you ridden with these, the new Michelins? Yeah, I have. And what do you it's think? It's a good like, tire. Listen, Pinker, uh, Kiefer and I always go on and on about them. Uh, Kiefer helped Randy and Michelin develop them a little bit. But a yeah. uh, huge improvement over the old Michelins. Yeah. yeah. I I probably had, not probably, let's just let's just be real. I had a real bad taste in my mouth with Michelins back in our, our KTM days. It was like those things were made of plastic. So if it was hard pack at all, you basically um, you were spinning out. It's like having a big wheel tire on, you know. Yeah, just plastic. <laughs> um, They're good now. Starcross Five, good tire. Michelin Starcross Five, MichelinMotorcycle.com. Uh, Twenty-one different sizes. They're lighter. They're stronger. They're easier to mount. Hey, that's your cue. What an easier ass. mounting? Always a good feature. There Mission of Starcross 5, pushing the boundaries of off-road performance tires, and uh, also two hot cams. If you want to get a hot cam for your bike, hotcamsinc.com. At checkout, type out hot cams 2016. Unleash the power within. You want to get a set of cams to move your uh, power uh, down down low, give yourself more over-rev, uh, give yourself more uh, uh, mid-range. Cams can do that. It's a real easy thing and um, really simple to do. So uh, please get, get hot cams a lot of Top privateer teams uh, use camshafts to, uh, to to figure out their power band, and whether a 450 or 250F. Uh, Hot Cams brings you our first guest of the night. He uh, just got a new ride, Moto Concepts. He's back on a Honda. Uh, remember that year that uh, Brayton was on a Honda? He's killing it, like podiums. Yeah, killing it. And um, we're happy to have him on right now. Justin Brayton, what's up, Brayton? How are you? Yo, what's up, guys? I'm good. How are you doing? We're good, man. Hey. <sighs> Right off the top, I mean, before we get too far into this, like Ping, Ping says you guys might have beef, and he feels bad. Really? You mad at me, Justin? No, dude. Okay. Man. Okay. I just want to make actually, sure. 
Actually, Travis told me, he's like, yeah, Pings in Studio. I'm like, oh, sweet, Pings in Studio? Okay, good. But well, am I forgetting something? Like, no, no, no. I, I, made a, I made a stupid joke a long time ago on Twitter or something, and you, I, I think I, I kind of upset you. And you said something to me, and then I, I hadn't really talked to you since then. I just haven't wow. seen you. Wow, okay. Uh, I do kind of remember that, but it's probably more of a joke. It was a total like, joke. Uh, it was probably in, in poor taste. I mean, I can't really take it, like, super serious, oh, right? Like, no. Right. Listen. Yeah. You're, you're my boy, Blue. I just, I just, you know, once in a while, I let the joke get the best of me. <laughs> I've been, I've been guilty of that too. Kind of go, kind of go way back, like yeah. Days, I feel like Fort Dodge, Iowa. You know, you just, we got something there. Uh, we totally do. And Swabby was swap just out. Him, his whole family came out and stayed with me for four days. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I, I took his girl surfing in like who, who, really cold weather. Who are you talking about? Chad uh -oh. Pedersen. Oh, swap. Yeah, I, I missed yeah, the swap, swap part. Yeah, swap. yeah, swap. I mean, they grew up right. same town or right by each other, right, Justin? Dude, same town. Yeah, like uh, literally maybe a mile and a half from Chad Pedersen, Justin Brayton, Gavin Faith, Teddy Mayer. That's right. Uh, somebody else, that's isn't the there a new kid? That's the lineup. Oh, there's a yeah. There's somebody new. Uh, Benjamin. Well, McAdoo. 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 Is, from, that's who it was. McAdoo. Uh, he's not from Fort Dodge, but he is an Iowa boy. He is Iowa. Cody Gilmore. Yeah, Gilmore. Yeah. And then well, my mechanic Brent. Yeah, Duff local, Life. Uh, local pro. He, he's uh, he's got some skills. How's 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 Duff's Tinder game? Is, is he does he have a chick yet? Dude, he actually. You know what's crazy? Breaking news: Duff deleted Tinder. No way. <laughs> Breaking. <laughs> why? Why? Is there a story behind it or what? This, you've never seen somebody like if he's not working on the bike, it's swiping. He's swiping. It's it's either Brayton's bike or swiping. But why is he off? Did he have a bad experience or? Or did he just wasting his no, life? No, I just think it was funny. We were in Geneva, and actually, he's like, I think, I think I'm going to delete Tinder. I think I need to get off Tinder and get back home. I'm going to focus in. We're going to have a good season. <laughs> I was like, you won't do it. You won't delete it. He's like, I'll do it right now. I'm like, no, you won't. And he did it right there. And hey, wow. This so, dating yeah. is weird now. Uh it is. Huh? It's all like these. There's like a dozen of these things. There's one called like Buzz Buzzer or Buzz something. Something with a. He's looking don't, at Troy. Don't look at me. I'm not know? married. Troy's oh. married. Troy's <laughs> Sorry. Married. <laughs> anyway, there's like, and Tinder's kind of the hookup one, right? Like. Yeah, yeah. If if you're not really looking like for. It turned into a game. Like before, it was like kind of cool. You get some like butterflies before you go on a date with a girl. But now it's like it's just like a game almost. It's weird. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. really weird. I, I got this thing called Grinder. Love it. It's great. What's that? What's kind of? It's gay, no, gay. Okay. It's, it's the gay version of Tinder. I was, I was like, uh, why you know that? I, I have no idea. Ah, oh, it's common knowledge. Travis knows uh, over there. That's how Steve hey, found Pink, me. Yeah. Pink, how do you like the new? Uh, how's the new Honda 450? You like it? I really liked it. Well, uh, Ping's a bit worried dude, about the shootout results. Huh? Well, I've heard, I've heard some mixed feedback, like from some of these other magazines that have done shootouts, saying that it's, uh, it's too soft and guys are struggling really? with. Uh, like the pegs dragging or something. I'm like, man, I didn't have any of that. But in that, in I mean, to play devil's advocate, it's probably the first 450 I've ridden in a long time that was sprung right for me. Mm -hmm. You know, like I wouldn't have to go oh, to Ladder really? Springs, and I'm 168 ish. Yeah, typically, big, big arms. Well, no, but typically I got to go to a Ladder Spring. Yeah, and I didn't have to. That yeah. thing, I literally turned. I did a, I opened up the high speed a half a turn and went two clicks out on the compression on the back and like. Loved it. Loved it. Um, JB, uh, talking about your Moto Concepts ride, uh, and I'll talk about Australian a little bit and everything else, but I'm curious, like, I heard you were going Honda, you know, late 
uh, you know, as soon as the season ended, you were you were on uh, BTO Sports KTM, and then I kind of heard, hey, Brayton's on a Honda, he's going to ride Honda, and then the Moto Concepts thing, I kind of heard, and it came together, and it worked out, but, like, what was the, the theme here as far as, like, did you, was that just you were like, hey, I'm taking a Honda, and we'll try to make it fit with some team somewhere, or, or was it more like Moto Concepts is like, hey, we're doing Hondas, and you're on it. I, I, t- take us through the timeline a little bit. Well, it honestly started happening. Uh, I got an email from the team owner in Australia okay. to to come over there, and and I wanted to go over there for a long time. I went there in 2010 and loved it. Um, and actually, two weeks after I got back from Australia, I met my wife in Charlotte, so it was fresh on my mind. You know, like I talked talked about it a lot with her, so she's wanting to go. So, you know, fast forward six years and um, get this opportunity. I didn't really have much going on. There was some stuff kind of in the works, but I'm more of like, hey, I'm not going to sit around for basically the whole off season to wait till December for a team to tell me, oh, sorry, we're full, or oh, sorry, we have 20 grand to pay you. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go race. And so, anyways, he he emailed me. My first phone call was to Dan Bentley at American Honda. Hey, do you know anything about the Honda Australia guys? Yep. You know what's the deal? Blah blah blah. And um, I said, hey, if I was to do that, could I get some help from you guys to get a bike here, do some testing, and then just take the take the bike over there? And um, long story short, it ended up happening. Um, so you rode a 17 down I, there? No, 16. Oh, it was a 16. No, I rode a 16. Yeah. Okay. I rode a 16. Um, but a lot of parts and pieces from American Honda. Had some testing time with Showa. So I had a really good bike. And through those conversations – um, American Honda was like, Hey, well, what, you know, if you're going to race a Honda down there, what's your plan when you come back? And I was like, man, I would love to stay on <laughs> yeah. a Honda. Obviously it'd be great. So we kind of put our heads together, um, you know, on, on maybe, um, riding a, a 17 here in the States. And then it kind of went back and forth to possibly riding a 16 cause the 17, there wasn't going to be enough of them. And, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, and motor concepts fit the best as far as, um, for one, they're very financially stable, which is really hard to come by now. Yep. Um, for two, for both of our sake, right? So if Honda goes and supports a team that doesn't have any money and we're done racing at round six, it looks terrible on them. It's not good on me. So, um, and and they've been great, honestly, so far. From Honda's side, from what I'm hearing from them, uh, from my side, Mike and Tony have been seriously just awesome to work with mm-hmm. is, is so, there is there um, any you know i i know for one I, i'm sure a lot of people are going oh boy moto concepts and tony and and mike genova working with factory honda like this could be oh i was oil surprised, and water. I, was like, yeah, surprised. Like, well, I was absolutely surprised that honda decided to go that way so sure. but you're saying everything's been good because someone else was talking about that uh, oh it was mcadoo yeah, we had McAdoo Just on the saying, show. Just saying, man, after, these guys have been yeah. great. Like, oh, cool. Tony's actually really cool. Like, he, he kind of had some reservations coming in just because of the things he had heard. And yeah. it's turned out to be he's got nothing but good things to say. And and I'll be honest. I mean, I'm not going to shy away from it. I was nervous, too. Obviously, you hear all these things. But, you know, I'm one, I'm not really going to judge until I see it for myself or mm-hmm. get to witness it myself or they treat me bad. And I'm telling you, like, it's been awesome. Like, Tony's been he's gotten everything anything we need yep i'll get it i mean when i was in charlotte he was texting me at four o'clock west coast time so seven o'clock in charlotte like hey i'm i'm going here going there i'm gonna meet so-and-so pick up this and like it was just crazy (laughs) and today he's running around and he stops by the honda track to give us some some more pieces because stuff's slowly starting to come in for the 17 yep 
um, so yeah, it's been great. I mean, uh, this morning, first thing Tony called me, see, see how, you know, what I had planned for the week. Same thing with Mike Genovi called me this morning. Hey, how's it going? Did you have a good weekend? Like stuff like that's awesome. I feel like yeah, I'm yeah. included in it and, um, and they're happy to have me. I'm stoked to, to be with them. Um, they do have Honda support, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. And I think it's going to be cool. I think just, you know, the, the look of the whole team. Like I saw the pictures from the photo shoot and team intro and stuff. I think it looks awesome. Yeah, it I looks, really do. So looks good. Uh, yeah. Hot cams bringing you Justin Brayton on the show. Let me ask you this, Brayton. So you contacted Dan Bentley about some parts for Australia to go racing. If you don't do that and don't pursue the ride, does Moto Concepts get Honda support? Do you think you you being there had a role in that? I wonder if that all came together a little bit because, hey, we want to help Brayton, and yeah, we're going to get more Hondas on the track with Alessi, Freeze, and Chiz, and McAdoo. Yeah, I mean, for sure, that's kind of how it all started coming up. Mm-hmm. But I, I've talked to Genova before and, and had you know just little talks with him in the hotel lobby and just stuff like that throughout the years, and, and uh, we actually talked mid-summer and um but we're talking maybe even about another brand and and uh but they were they were really like tony loves hondas mike loves hondas and mm-hmm. they've they've bought all those bikes you know that they've been racing right and um so then when we started when i started talking to dan and all that and you know they didn't have a obviously a third spot at american honda but hey we could yeah. potentially give a team to support go that way right right to, okay you know and we just kind of started rolling from there and and um yeah, but they deserve it. They deserve the support. He's Mike's been racing for a long time, um, and they've been racing Hondas for a while now. And and uh, so yeah, it's it's going to be cool. I think people are going to be surprised with just the whole pit presence. And um, yeah, I honestly believe that a lot of people haven't. It's just been like the talk, you know, like oh Mike Genova's this or Tony's Wesley's that. They haven't actually experienced it for themselves. Maybe a few people have, but I honestly believe it's just one of those things like. You're out of your mind, dude. Then, well, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, well, Tony's had a couple a of ago, which, Tony's um, had his uh, his public, you know, come aparts for sure. But a lot of it's been there's like a bug ring inside of MX Sports. <laughs> that's that's not me pushing those. <laughs> I actually, I actually haven't listened to all that that whole show. Um, hey, let, let me but, ask you this: yeah, he's, Is it he's treated me treated me great? So is it weird, JB, that they're going to be riding 16s? Isn't that the deal, Mike and? Uh, everyone else riding 16s, right? Or 15s? No, 16. Matter. Yeah. Well, I heard they got a better deal on 15s. 15s oh, really? Is that right? Yeah, I think last year that was the deal. Like last year, they got better deals on 15s, but I think this year they'll all be on 16s. Well, it's the same bike um, on the 250, and I I think the 450 yeah. as well. So. Yeah, I believe so. Um, that was kind of the deal all along, and and they actually wanted to do that just because. You know, the 17, um, we're going to get so late. They didn't have many of them. Um, I just started riding mine for the first time last Tuesday at the photo shoot. Oh, really, huh? Um, oh, so wow. it would have been a yeah. real, yep. you know, it would have been a lot for the whole team to, mm-hmm. or for three guys to be on 17. So sure. I don't know if the plan is for them to stay on it all year. I don't right. know if, you know, halfway through the year, if we can get more. I'm, I'm not exactly sure, but they're really happy with the 16s as far as just their suspension settings and chassis settings. So, mm-hmm. um, um, what, uh, uh, yeah, like I said, I don't know how many parts are going to be available yeah. for the 17. They probably already have an inventory of parts for those sure. bikes and it's probably yeah, way easier exactly. for them. And, and the 17, the only yeah. thing is the same as the wheels. I mean, it is a completely new bike. So, yeah. um, yeah, so pretty much, I think the front end is the same, like clamps are the same. Mm-hmm. 
um, and wheels. Yeah, so not much. Is, is what are you? Uh, what are you going to do for motocross season, JB? I mean, is that are you going to do some? Do you want to do some? Do, will you switch a brand or a team, or or do you? Are you happy with the Supercross only deal? No, I was honestly, I, I wanted a Supercross only deal. Um, nothing against the Nationals at all. I mean, I just, I feel like with the family now, and and if I was to just keep going Supercross and Motocross, and then I, you know, me, I love to do the the off season stuff. So it was like I was racing twelve months out of the year, and for me to go around all summer and put in the effort that it takes to be where I'd want to be. Mm-hmm. It's so much effort. I mean, you guys know, like to to be a top five guy outdoors, you got to be super motivated. You got to train your butt off. And honestly, I don't know if I'm willing to truly do that. And for me to be a fifth to tenth place guy, I still think I could do that, no problem. Mm-hmm. But what's you know, I don't. If I feel like I can't go get a podium or or a win, which I do feel like I can in Supercross, mm-hmm. and I'm super motivated to do that, then I almost feel like I'm wasting somebody's time or or wasting my own time when. Um, right. Yeah, so that's kind of well, where I'm ping, at. Ping, uh, well, when you look at 12 rounds of motocross, which you've done a few times, and then Brayton won't tell us, but he just killed it in Australia money-wise. Just, I well, mean. Well, listen. That, it's like he's like money. He's so, the modern, modern-day Larry Ward. When he goes to he Europe. He doesn't like when you say that. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, listen. Now you're going to get beat for game. All I'm saying is you. Ward's like retired on the beach in South Carolina, so I'm good. All I'm saying is you crush it when you go overseas. I mean, whether it's Germany, anywhere, overseas, you're just, you are quick. I mean, with the arena cross background, you get into those tighter stadiums and you are comfortable. When you add in Brayton's Australian money, his off-season European money, and his AMA Supercross money, why do the Nationals? Well, here's the thing. You can't do... 12, 12 months no. year round of racing. No. So I, I actually yeah, think it's, it's a pretty neat deal. If you can keep your results good enough in Supercross that they don't forget about you, or you can resign your deal by Vegas. Yeah. Do you know what I'm yeah. saying? Then take the summer off yeah, exactly. and start training again yeah. in September. Be ready to go over to yeah, a great know, wherever deal. in October. It's a yeah. great deal. Yeah. Australia, you made yeah, it. And honestly, made, like, yeah. it's not like I'm just going to sit around all summer. Like I've got plans. I, I kind of want to do mountain bike nationals. I think that'd be cool. I'll still Whoa. go down to Club of Max and do motos with the guys. Um, and then honestly, like, so I'm done, let's say May 7th is the last race, or I don't know the exact date, but so I'd have some of May, June and July. So that's three months I'd start riding again or start really preparing again in August. And the first of September, the Australian season starts. So it's really not like yeah. hey, you're going to basically sit around for nine months. No, I'm probably going to not ride a motorcycle for a couple of weeks. And then maybe just casually ride for a month or so, and then really start training. I'm never the type of guy that's just gonna. I'm just feed up, you know. Oh yeah, me neither. House like oh, that's just yeah, not me at all. So. Um, um, no, you're right. It's it's yeah, so it's and also the yeah. Australia thing. Yeah, just the money, but like for a family experience, like I think it's awesome. I, I'm not gonna race for another ten years, so maybe three or four years or something. So I want to make the most of the experiences I have, the opportunities I get to go race. Why not? You know, why not yeah. do this? It's something a little bit different, and I'm probably sure I'll catch a little bit of grief for it, but it is what it is. No, I like that program. Your program's strong right now. You're making a ton of money. You don't got to do the Nationals. <laughs> <laughs> Sign me up. If I honestly I'm, like the Nationals. Like, honestly, stop it. No, you don't. No, like, there's a, been a time where I really have. Like, I love the work ethic, like, that you really have to put in. Yeah. If you're not putting in the work, you're going to see it. I mean, we're just out there just right. tongue in the spokes, you know. But if you are, you can do well. And 
like I said, I was motivated for 12 months out of the year to do that. It's just like, man, I don't know. I don't know if I am um, to do that anymore. So, Did you see any kangaroos or koalas down in Australia? Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, I saw a lot of – there was actually a track we rode called QMP that, like, there'd be, like, 10 kangaroos on the side of the hill just watching us ride for all day. <laughs> That's <laughs> so awesome. Crazy. I want to see a video yeah. of you walking up and punching one in the face. <laughs> That, that was the was coolest my, video I've ever seen. It might one. be. It might be the coolest video ever in my yeah. life. Yeah, that was wild. We do have a, fu- I have a funny story. We went to the Steve Irwin Zoo, mm-hmm. and there's like, you can basically go in and, and be with the kangaroos and feed them and stuff. So my daughter walks in. She's two and a half. Mm-hmm. We give her a handful of food, and there's like a kangaroo just laying on the ground. So she's feeding them, and, and uh, she goes, Daddy, I ride? And she went to jump, oh. like basically ride oh. the kangaroo and it didn't like it at all. It like did this hissing sound. It was weird. Oh, geez. I didn't know they they made that sound. But yeah, it was kind of funny. So she about got punched by a kangaroo. <laughs> <laughs> they'll they'll kick you right with their feet. Like and it's gnarly. Yeah, that guy going up and swinging. First of all, the kangaroo had the dog in a headlock. <laughs> like it it's was like Hulk Hogan. You know, with its little T Rex arms. It's just like headlocking <laughs> so the dog. The, the the dog being a headlock was strange right away. <laughs> then the yeah, guy punching him. <laughs> It's unbelievable. That was video. the greatest video I've ever seen. Hot Cam's bringing you Justin Brayton from uh, Moto Concepts uh, Honda on the uh, Pulp MX show tonight. Um, JB, uh, JT Gear, huh? Um, I know yeah. Fly was trying to get you. I'm sure some other guys were as well. Um, yeah, JT Gear, all new look for you. Yeah, yeah, JT Gear. Um, and, I, you know, I'm a relationship guy, so it was really hard for me to, to leave Fly. I really like everybody there, and obviously JT Money. Um, is, an, is an awesome guy, but um, it just fit better with the team and, mm-hmm. and things that we have going. And it just, you know, just one of the decisions that you you have to make. That's that's tough, but uh, hopefully nobody takes it personal. And, and yeah, um, yeah. So, but I, I like all the fly stuff. The guys are cool. And yeah, Did, but um, can we I like can, the new JT stuff as well? Can we talk about the Geneva Mookie Barsha Instagram video? Dude, that was gnarly, huh? I don't know who was trying to kill mo- the other one more. I'm not exactly sure. Yeah. yeah, it was kind of funny. We got done, and and uh, me and Marvin are kind of talking, you know, at the podium, and then and Malcolm <laughs> comes up and he's like, "Dude, I had the gnarliest race, slam bars a last lap, last corner." I'm like, "No way!" <laughs> like, do you guys battle the whole time? He's like, "Yeah, we oh. each other like five or six times." Was he wow. laugh? Was he laughing about it, or was he like pissed? Yeah, like almost more laughing because he's the one who ended up third, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's funny. Fourth, like he's the one standing on the podium. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, and then I went back and watched a, a little bit of it, and yeah, they were going at it. Dude, for, <laughs> an, for an off-season race where everybody kind of doesn't gain purse money. Well, speaking of slams, yeah. what about the move move with Reedy down there in Australia? Oh, Brayton. Yeah, oh. that, I, maybe, I was mad about that, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is, but I was like, was it? Yeah, I was just bombed on it. I don't know. Was, was it on TV? I watched it. Yeah, I saw it, but it's yeah. not. You don't really get a feel for. I don't know. Was no, I think it, I think Brayton had a right to be upset. I do. Yeah, yeah, I do. Pretty pretty sketchy move. Yeah, I mean it. it you know, Reed's he's a crafty guy. I mean, he's just smart, and that's kind of what needed to happen, and he did it. Like he's not afraid to do that. And I mean, I was heated afterwards because I felt like that that whole day, like everything for me was just clicking. I'd, ch- I'd wrapped up the championship the night before, mm-hmm. and I almost had him beat the night before with four to go. I spun out in the turn. Yeah, I saw that. Um, 
and then that you know that they have fast in practice and won the uh, Super Bowl and, and uh, just busted out a quad that um, RV ended up doing. Then Cooper was doing it. I don't know if Chad ended up doing it or not, but and then whole shot of the man. I'm like, okay, I'm I'm yeah. checking out. Like this, it's on. And then boom, just get <laughs> drilled. It cracked out. Like, you... Totally stuffing, but it was totally like not even like. I was going straight. The turn was that way. He no, no. At me, but it is what it is. I mean, he, he didn't want to get beat at home. Yeah. I mean, he, he had a lot of pride. Yeah, of I life. understand. Like, oh. honestly, I put myself in his situation. If I'm in Des Moines, Iowa, like, <laughs> you're, so, you're jumping over hay bales, huh? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, it is what it is. I mean, I, I get it. I, I'm not um, one to to talk about that or. No, hey. Yeah. I mean, you got a right to be pissed still, off. Hey, if it's shady. Hey, it's shady. He still made so much money. He, Brayton yeah, he, made, listen. He Brayton won, made so much money. You won the title. You walked away. Like I made like a million. Oh, Brayton! Oh, you six on, six bro. weeks. Your 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 beautiful oh, wife and, and daughter was down there, and you were just basically shoveling the money. I mean, you want to talk <laughs> about a vacation? Like, sign me up. I heard you had to mule a hundred grand home in your guys' because uh, you couldn't oh, fit it all in your I bags. Heard, I heard you had to get a, a separate plane for the money. <laughs> um, hey, let me ask you this: uh, Can you ride the Honda track anytime you want? Like, what's the deal with that? Is there? I, we talked about you earlier in the show having access to show us stuff and and everything else. Uh, can you can you go on the track or how does that work? Yeah, I wrote. I've been riding. Uh, we rode it Tuesday, and then I rode it Thursday, Friday with Cole, and then rode it today as well. Um, mainly it's, it's like, I'm not a lot of there whenever I want, but you know, Celia and I are pretty tight and we've mm-hmm. been doing, it's basically like 2012 all over again, like pretty much whatever we do at the track, we do it together. And, and, um, so that's kind of the deal. If Cole's there riding, then I'm, I'm kind of allowed to, to be there as well, okay. which, hey. is, which is awesome. I don't take that for granted at all. Sure. So. Yeah. JB, will you do me a huge favor? Uh oh. The next time you're out at the Honda track with Roxon. Yeah. And, he, and he pulls his shirt off, which will happen like almost instantaneously when oh, you get there. <laughs> just cruise <laughs> over and just casually go, hey, man, I feel like when you were training with Alden, you looked a little more ripped. And then just walk oh, away. Yeah, right. Just oh, throw in a little comment. Ping, yeah, ping, right. ping, 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 <laughs> a little social media battle with Kenny right uh, now. That's great. Oh, really? You guys are battling, huh? Man, no, we're not battling. About a month ago, there was some harsh We made words. a little comment back and forth. That's all. He just took Good. a shot at Alden, and I told him to stop doing it. <laughs> well, what are you going to do? Well, hey, JB, yeah. uh, thank you for your time tonight on the show. Congrats on the Aussie title and uh, and the ride with Motor Concepts. Looking forward to seeing how you could do on the bike. And, uh, yeah, man, I think I think it's going to go well. And, and, yeah, and congrats to the Motor Concepts guys. I mean, at different times, uh, uh, Genova's banned people from coming on the show, and he's banned himself from coming on, and Tony's banned me, and I've banned Tony. But what all that stuff – Great job by the Moto Concepts team, Honda support, and um, your name adds a lot to it. And look, there's a there's no rides out there. He, Genova gave McAdoo one, and Freeze, and Chisholm, and yourself, and Mike, and, and that says something. That, so that's good. So Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. I said I'm going to take all you guys to dinner. We're going to bury the hatchet. So. I'm good. I'm good. They get mad at me. I'm, I, I don't know what to say. I'd... You know, whatever. <laughs> cool. I, I, thanks for having me. Yeah. Appreciate it. Uh, thanks, hey, thanks Merry for... Christmas, Justin. We'll see you at Anaheim. Thanks, Dan. See you. All right. See you. Uh, Hot Cam's bringing you uh, Justin Brayton on the uh, Pulp Mech Show. Go to hotcams.com. Bra- I'm just glad he buried the beef with you. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't even know the beef. Buried the beef with me. <laughs> he did bury the beef on Grinder. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. We'll move right into Justin Brayton. Uh, Here's but- a sound drop. Bury the beef. <laughs>
There you go. Right into Fly Racing Zone, Jason Thomas. The original stretch fabric racewear. Fly Racing's third-generation light hydrogen line continues to lead the way in lightweight racewear design with input from the Fly professional riders. Uh, Fly designers created non-restrictive minimalist racewear that eliminates non-essential features. Flyracing.com. Please check them out. They're much more than gear, too. Pants and a shirt. Like, what are you going to cut out? Don't worry about it. Cutting edge. Welcome, JT. Hi, I would prefer to not have any beef buried in me. (laughs) You don't bury any beef? (laughs) No beef beef buried at all. You ever been on Grinder, JT? Uh, I have not. I don't even eat grinders anymore because of that. (laughs) (laughs) Just keep all everything away because you can never be too careful. I'm a hoagie only guy. No grinders. Yes, I'm completely disassociated (laughs) with the word grinder. JT uh, JT Ping is flipping through the Fly Racing catalog Uh, right now. I might make an order. There's a catalog here. It's like, why not? Best gear out there, bro. Watson said it many times. Uh, welcome to the show, JT. Appreciate it. We just had Justin Brayton on uh, talking about his Moto Concepts deal and, uh, and his Aussie uh, Supercross title and everything else. So, um, you know, we, he has a point. Uh, we brought up the Nationals. You know, he's doing Supercross only, and I kind of asked him, JT, like, hey, are you looking to – what are you going to do in the summer? And really, like, Brayton had a great point. Like, I'm going to race 17 races in Supercross, and then I'm going to have about three months off. And then I am going to race Australia and Geneva and Lille and wherever else. And then it's right into Anaheim. And that's an awesome schedule for Brayton. Like, why why would you do the Nationals if you're Justin Brayton, right? I think that's his grinder profile pick. Oh, there it is. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah it's a great schedule, JT. Sign me up if I'm a racer. Sign me up for that. Well, it's certainly the, the most financial re- financially rewarding plan, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think at this stage in his career... Uh, that's definitely the best decision. You know, if he's 21, I don't think it's necessarily the best decision. Yeah. Uh, but for where he's at, you know, he's in his early 30s. Yeah, he's absolutely making the right call, I think. You think if he puts together, what would he have to put together for results this winter to re-sign something for next year, either with Moto Comptess or somebody else? You know what I'm saying? Without doing uh, the Nationals. Like, to have it done by Vegas, how well would he have to do for them to go, all right, you know what, let's sign you up for 2018 right now? Yeah, I think if he puts in some top five finishes, I think that's, you know, more than that team's ever ever seen, you know, as far as uh, sustained success. And I think he will. I think he'll be that guy that's in the in the running for heat race wins. And I think he's capable of getting on the podium. I really do. He got he got robbed last year at uh, at Detroit from a podium. Um, I really think he was he had that in, uh, pretty much locked up, and he got mm-hmm. a flat tire. Um, so I, I think he can do it. You know, his starts are always his strength. So yeah. he puts himself in great positions quite a bit. And, and we'll see how it goes with the NCR, you know, bike. I, I know that's going to be a, a new uh, variable for him. Uh, but I think, he, I think he will be a top five uh, contender, especially early in the season. I can tell you from having ridden that 2017, if he's got – if he can get that show of suspension, I mean, show of factory suspension dialed in, which, I mean, come on, they're probably going to have it working pretty well. Yeah, I would guess. That, that bike is capable. I mean, stock trim, the motor's legit. It's a really, really good turning bike. Feels light. I mean, it's a it's a weapon. Wow. <laughs> no, he's, he's, he's stoked. I'm just telling you. And Still, if, yeah, I look, and I look if at he, his results so far. I mean, he's already proving that he's, he's ready. You know, but, he's coming in with a lot of momentum. Hey, Brayton has podiumed on the JGR bike. He's podiumed on a KTM. He's podium. Well, I don't think podium KTM, but putting one heat race on a KTM, uh, podium on JGR bike, podium on the factory Honda. Uh, uh, he won a national on, on, on a national moto on an MDK KTM. Like this guy seems to be able to ride anything, you know? So 
a little bit of that. Well, yeah, he's. I mean, he's on great equipment. You know, it's not like yeah. he's he's uh, going and buying a bike down at a local dealership and showing up at Anaheim. I mean, he's been on great equipment as he should be. I mean, he's yeah. a world class talent. So uh, if, he, if he averages sixth, seventh place all year, let's say, just as an average finish, takes the summer off, goes to Europe, crushes Australia, whatever you know, Jeep yeah. usually does what yeah. Geneva, Dude, so much money, Lil, yeah, so much money, so much money. Especially now that he's got the title out there. I'm not going to – I don't want to get Moto Concepts mad at me again, but I'm going to – here I go. (laughs) If he gels with Tony and Mike Genova, we've seen with Vince Freeze and Alessi, like he'll just keep you on there. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's almost like results don't matter. I Look, I picked Freeze to beat the 800 in the Supercross points last year, and Anaheim won getting haymakers, destroyed that season for Vince. Mike hasn't had the greatest season. Genova, you know, keeping you keep talking about the results. I think just never mind that. If he gels with the team, just be a good be a good dude, yeah. put in good rides, he's in. That's all. He might be the smartest man in this sport right now. Well, yeah. He could he could butter it out for the next says 3 the, 4 or 5 years. Says the 250 Supercross lifer. Fourth overall in starts. David Pingree. <sighs> he probably had a $300,000 offseason, so that doesn't hurt. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Um, hey, uh, so uh, Troy Benjamin is here uh, as from uh, from Vert Moto Pulp Mex, and uh, he just got fired from RacerX. Leco, come on. He got Leco from RacerX. Leco. F you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and D- David Pingree and Jason Thomas uh, from FlyRacing.com also on board uh, for the show. And uh, Alex Ray and Cade Clayson coming up uh, uh, in the next hour. So we're excited about that to have those guys uh, on the show. So um, F- Ping finally put the Fly Racing catalog down right now. So that's good. I just flipped through. No, I know. You're very interested. I'll yeah. see that. Yeah. yeah. It's very, very interesting. Like, you, know, you never know what changes the future could bring. <laughs> no, you do not. <laughs> You're right. Do you want to get into that? Nope. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm going to tell JT though later. All right. Okay. Um, uh, so, anyways, the, the time main events, Ping, what do you think? I don't, I don't think it's going to be better racing, but it's more racing. And we've said this before, getting, like, if you pay $55, $65 for a ticket and your favorite rider is Kenny Roxon, you know, like yours, I, like your favorite rider, yeah. Kenny, um, you get to see him more. I think it's good. It's a good standard for um, the length of time the guys are going to be out there, whether they're doing 12 laps or 16 laps. Um, it keeps them out there for the same amount of time. I think it's, I think it's good. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't see any downside to it. But I think, JT, if you're saying there's going to be better racing, I wouldn't hold your breath on that. Yeah, better racing is probably not going to happen, but I think it gives a better package to the fans and it makes better TV programming and all that stuff. So I, I don't think that the racing will change. Mm-hmm. I don't think it'll be better or worse. Right. It'll just be those the results will just stay the same kind of thing. Uh, give me a rider JT that's going to benefit from it and a rider that's going to get hurt by this. Uh, I think I think Tomac would be the the easy choice for a benefactor. Yep. And I think the guys that are the, the great starters that just hope to stay out of trouble, like a Michael Lessie, um, I think he will he will have a tougher time staying in that four, five, six if he gets the whole shot than mm-hmm. he would uh, in a fourteen minute race. All right. Um, you know what? One thing I think it will hurt is Daytona. That's historically a, a much longer race, and it's going to. It hasn't of, been that much longer lately, though. It's it's been it's like a minute, almost 20s. a minute thirty last year, wasn't it? No. Uh, did they, I, I, think, I don't think it's been that long no. in, in quite a while. They they kind of cut it down. Dude, it uh, was. I could be wrong, but I, I no. know it's been. Remember last year? 
Last year, it was so short, they put in a few of those switchbacks that nobody liked, but just to extend the lap time a little bit. Mm. So Yeah, I think it's been at 22, 23 minutes, maybe. I could go back and look, but it, uh, hasn't, been, it hasn't been crazy long for a little while. All right, JT, Gringo is on the line, and he has a question uh, um, for you. Gringo, what's up, man? Yo, what's going on, man? Hey, uh, well, I got a couple of things. I'll be real quick. Then. Okay. Uh, as far as that dude that called in or left a message about Jason Thomas, he don't know what he's talking about. I met Thomas at uh, at the Ricky Carmichael Supercross. Mm-hmm. It was cool as shit. He'll remember me because I took a picture with him at the writers' meeting when he was with Trump. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Absolutely. Yeah, I appreciate that. Just a quiet dude. People can have their opinions. Yeah, no. Everybody's everybody's different, you know what I mean? The guy's judging him. The guy's a nice guy. He's quiet, but he's cool. Uh, The other thing I want to say is, Ping, you are a funny dude, man. I I met you uh, years ago at a national when you were at the end of your career. Funny articles, funny dude. Oh, thanks, Um, buddy. Yeah, and what I would like to hear is a little debate because... Steve, what you were saying last week with uh, with Carmichael not being the GOAT. Oh, uh, here we go. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Okay. I don't know, dude. I, I mean, hey, look, I love McGrath. The guy's awesome. Bro. Right. Technician. He gets out front early, and he and he and he tries to hold on to the lead and wins the race. The guy's unbelievable. But Carmichael, just sheer grit outdoors. You can't compare. Uh, Gringo, I didn't say that. Water. Gringo, I never said he wasn't gnarly no, outdoors. No, no, I'm, I'm saying as an overall motocrosser. You know, supercross is like acrobats, you know, type of thing, like a ballet, and you got the motocross is just brute Hold on. force. Uh, Gringo, I'm gonna just I'm gonna destroy your whole theory right here, right now. Jason okay, Thomas, veteran of 15 years of pro racing. What's harder, a 20 lap main event, JT, or a outdoor moto? Uh, like physically demanding. Yeah, like like heart rate able to you know, tougher on your body. Heart rate's way higher in supercross. Yeah, exactly. heart rate's higher, but outdoor moto is much tougher to prepare for. There you go. There you go. Mistakes cost you much more in Supercross. Supercross is gnarly. And JT's they're, just... They're two no, different I'm, animals. I'm you can't... I'm not saying it's not. Uh, Steve, I'm not yeah, saying it's not. I love them both. Hold on, Gringo. JT, go ahead. I've seen Chad Reed come off the couch and go on a Supercross track and put in 15 laps wide open right off the couch. And outdoors, you can you cannot do that. You, you will fade so bad outdoors. It's just... That's what I'm talking about. I think about. Supercross is, is a, a highly technical, very skilled discipline. But as far as, like, the work and how much it's taxing on your body, and you can't fake it. You can't fake an outdoor national moto, especially if there's any kind of heat involved at all. So, I don't know. I mean, it's they're both. They're both. Listen, up their own listen just if you're going to call Ricky the go, it's, it's not informed. It's not an informed opinion. That's all I'm saying. Well, that, I'm just saying that's my personal opinion as an overall dirt bike rider, you know, combination. He did them both. Yeah. Listen, okay, McGrath was better at Supercross, but a lot better. Yeah, motor, motocross. I'm going to go with the goal. Everybody, you know, that's what's beautiful about America. Everybody it has is. their own opinion. The you're other right. thing, let me just say, sure. Travis Marks, you got balls. <laughs> you did that backflip on balls, bro. That's Dude. what I'm talking about right there. Gringo, the thing, it's pumped on you. I don't want to hold you up long because I know you got to move through the calls. I got another point. Mm-hmm. Did you say that uh, Keitha was going to get his asshole waxed or some shit like this? Bunghole uh, wax? Uh, there's been some talk of that. Yeah, but the problem is, is Keefer already does it, so... <laughs> Like, it's kind of not going to work out. But Travis Marks' uh, lovely oh, wife uh, manages. Wait a second. If you're going to do that, this I want to put in a request because I think that will be quite entertaining, even though I just like to hear the motocross stuff. But mm-hmm. I would like to see 
where Ludy holding one leg up in the air and Thomas holding the other leg up in the air while they wax that ass. That's not so going to happen. No can do. <laughs> JT is out. Um, no, that, that, that would be burying or leg holding. Yeah. So that's our, the whole thing. It would be so uncomfortable. It would be. It would be entertaining. It'd make for a great grinder profile. <laughs> it would. Uh, thanks, there thanks, Gringo. Thanks, buddy. All right, brother. All right, All right. Enjoy, folks. All right, we'll see you, um, dude. That guy sounds like one of the original Jerky Boys. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Mathis, Mathis, you think on a an overall professional motorcycle racing scale, you put McGrath ahead of Carmichael? No, I mean I don't. But so, who's the best overall motocross rider, motocross supercross in your mind? Then there's two different disciplines. <laughs> So stupid. You have to have an overall, though. Okay, who's better, guys? Uh, uh, I don't even know who won IRL championship. I can't even say the name. Who is it? I don't even know. Um, Scott Dixon? I don't know. Yeah. Who who's better, Scott Dixon or Jimmy Johnson? Who's better? Oh, come on. They, but Jimmy Johnson two different forms of car IRL. racing. But they race the but same. Cars? Go it's the same motorcycle. Tune slightly do, different. When forty-eight yeah. to seventy-two is too big of a gap for me to say the goat. Okay, what's the outdoors then? What's the I don't outdoors? know. Well, yeah, yeah it's probably a much larger gap that way. And Ricky's the best motocrosser ever, without and a doubt. Who took the title away from Jeremy? Uh, you cannot even go there. How can you not? Because one guy's thirty, thirty years old. One guy's thirty years old. One guy's twenty-one. I mean, you can't even say that. Look, there's no, there's no question that Jeremy's the best supercross rider we've Thank ever you. had. Of course. Of course. And Ricky is probably the best outdoor rider we've ever had. He is. So there but we go. If you're, if you're coming, season. look, okay, where do they blend in together? I'm out. Because I'm out. I can't, I can't we do We don't this. follow just one sport or the other. I can't. I, I don't even want to. Troy, where are we at on this, Troy? Steve's a stupid idiot. Troy, where, where, where are you at? <sighs> well, considering I'm never going to talk to either of them, might as well just choose, right? I mean, who cares? I say... I'm with you on this, Steve. Thank you, Troy. The great Troy Benjamin, everybody. Troy's about He's to just trying to hold on to his yeah. gig. Yeah, he's, <laughs> it's the only one I have, JT. <laughs> be quiet. He's just desperate. To just get, please, somebody. Just desperate to break into the media any way he can. <laughs> I admire that, though. Um, JT, who does better, Chisholm or Filthy in the 250 Supercross class? Uh, are they definitely riding the same coast? No, they're not. It doesn't matter. It just finishes. Okay. Uh, I think both of them. I think Phil has more raw speed. So I'll go with Phil. Ping. I don't know. I can't even make an informed decision on that. <laughs> I haven't seen Chiz ride a two fifty in so long. Thanks for coming in, Ping. It's great. It's great. Do you want me to just make a wild guess? Like two days, so. Yeah. Great radio. If I had to pick a guy right now, I'd say Filthy. Benjamin. But, but I haven't seen Chiz right. ride, so I say Chisholm. I think Phil. Filthy starts are going to help him a ton. I think. Uh, Chisholm, at the top of his game, two, three years ago, whenever Chiz, before he started getting hurt and, and you know, producing kind of not great results, Chisholm's a more talented rider than Phil. Yeah? Supercross. I would say so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, top end, yeah. It's, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, the best peak, of the best. So. Both peak, yeah. I feel like he's gotten much bigger, though. Chiz? Yeah, he's gotten heavier to me. How really? much? How much do you think he weighs? I don't know. JT? Uh, I don't. I don't know if he's so heavy as he just he sat out so long. He had so many injuries that it just set him back and it set him back. You know, and that stuff that mount, stuff mounts up. Everybody keeps getting better, and you get older and and slower. You know, unfortunately, mount, he's just mounts a, up like a Michelin Star Cross Five. He's a big dude. I'm just worried. Like you yeah. know, the starts you're talking. Yeah, filthy will be able to get some. 
Well, and then you know, Potentially, you wonder about the motor concepts too with the F, like horsepower wise and performance wise and everything else. I mean, I think that bike's pretty fast. So who didn't somebody? You said Kiefer rode it and he loved it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kiefer did ride it. Yeah, Kiefer also he, he shaves everything. Seem to have a, Does he shave his butt? He says he shaves everything. Yeah, he waxes his butthole. Uh, Travis, is there a name for that? Travis, Kiefer said he couldn't do the thing. Your wife manages salons that yeah, yeah. wax everybody. And yeah. Kiefer said he couldn't do it because everything's he shaves already. Everything's done. He bicks it. Those wow. are his exact words. Yeah. So, I think it's going to work. He likes to be baby soft. Um, before we go to commercial, Alex Ray, Kate Clayson in studio here. We're going to come back with them. Uh, we'll do the NFAB question of the end fabcom Probably built in Houston, Texas. UA, Jeep, truck, and SUV parts. Uh, whatever you need for your truck, they've got it. They support the sport with the JGR Suzuki guys, of course. And uh, with Bichelia and Nicoletti and Barsha and Pike. Um, here's a question that uh, Travis Marks came up with. All right, let's, let's do this. This is... 250 Supercross class. We're on bad question of the day. I forgot there was an intro. It's my first show. Clearly. N-Fab.com. So what's the question for us four? All right. Since you took my filthy and Chisholm, I did. Chisholm question. I did. Uh, 2017 250 Supercross. Who will be your biggest surprise and your biggest letdown? All right, Troy, we'll start with you. 250 for... Ah, oh, man. I guess How do you know what you're going to say Reslin? You love Reslin. He's going to be my – that's the the positive end of okay. things. Yeah. He's going to be yeah. the sleeper. Mm-hmm. He's going to do great things. Uh, that's my guy. Okay, so, who's going to let so, you down? Can we go to Pink for this and let me think? Because I don't want to upset anybody. You're not cut out for internet radio shows if you don't want to upset anybody. Like, Pink already upset Brayton <laughs> yeah. and Roxon and I've already buried Hatchet's – gotten in new fights i mean come on we're one show in okay since everyone's building this hype around nicoletti i say nicoletti he's gonna crash too much okay all right phil's gonna be pissed phil just, phil. Phil oh, just texted phil me and says fuck angry. you he's gonna kill phil me phil just said fuck he, you yeah i know yeah all right sorry phil i think since since cerillo it's gonna be our surprise is that a surprise though is that a surprise i don't know is it i don't think he's so he's three for five in supercross wins yeah, after two broken shoulders. Yeah. So you think he rebounds like he's the guy I, again? I really do. Yep. I think he's going to have a good year. Okay. Um, I think this this might catch me, but Jeremy Martin will be our surprise downward. I don't think he's going to. Oh, is this go back to when you called Marvin for the title or what happened? And you were. No. And you, I called Jeremy for the title. Oh, was that when you tweeted tweeted us and said? Oh yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, I I thought Jeremy would come out swinging, and he didn't. Marvin what about Jeremy's move to the west and Craig to the east? Are you okay with that? Or? I think it's weird. Yeah. Okay. But I, uh, I think Jeremy excels in the ruts and sticky stuff, and Christian would be better on hard pack. I don't get the theory behind it, but all right, uh, JT, what do you got? Uh, I think uh, I think Bowers will be on the podium. I'm I'm Team Bowers. I'm Team Bear. Absolutely, you yeah. are. What What the hell, dude? The guy did he toss your salad or something? <laughs> <laughs> did you guys meet up on yeah. grinder and <laughs> get that wax out. He's the bear, bro. Like bear, last year, you just like him coming in with his girlfriend. That's it, huh? Uh, that's wife now. Um, yeah. no, look. The Bear is, he, he was out of shape last year. He had a back injury, and he was winning heat races. Lap times were very good. He can still lay it down. He had mono or something, too, didn't uh, he? Yeah, he was all jacked up, and he was still doing all right. If he was not on the Yamaha, I would be very skeptical, but I think they'll be able to get that bike competitive, horsepower-wise. Mm-hmm. 
All right. Uh, that's a good call, JT. He could really surprise people. No, that's my call. Oh, I thought JT just called. Uh, I'm, I'm piggybacking that. <sighs> JT, Come on, you can't even do that. No, that's you ridiculous. You would kill me. Marks, can I get a you Judge McCall? He's got to pick somebody else. That's yeah. A, yeah, pick someone that's else. That's a chicken shit way out. All right, first we'll get JT's disappointment. Don't waffle. Disappointment, I'm going to go... Oh, man, I didn't have one in the chamber. Um, that's what she said. Yeah, you like that? Hmm, come pass. Come back to me. Let me think about it. I was thinking about my, my surprise too much. Give me okay, uh, I would take the bear, but I can't take the bear, so I'm going to go... Marty. <gasps> No? <laughs> you know what? Lucky 12. You know what I mean? Lucky 12. Uh, no, I'm going to go for surprise guy. Um, I think Christian Craig gets it done with DV. I like that DV Christian Craig thing. And if it doesn't work, it's going to be a beautiful explosion. So I like that. Disappointment? Come on, star. Really? I'm going disappointment. Disappointment. I'm going Plessinger before you. Before you. I wasn't going to say that. It. No, Plessinger. Yeah, I know you, you love Plessinger. So you I don't love Plessinger, but my disappointment. Uh, Colt Nichols, uh, his bike breaks and, and, and he breaks his femur. And you call up Dan Reardon? 27 year old Dan Reardon? Who do you want him to call? Can we put an American on the bike? Are You're you not kidding? even American. Can we put Canadian on the bike? <laughs> No, we can't put a Canadian. Dylan Wright? Yeah, yeah, that dusty class thing really worked out for him. Easy yeah. on that. Easy. Um, no, I'm, I, look, Reardon, when he was here, he had a Geico ride, one of the best bikes in the class, and he was just kind of eh. And I know Eddie Ray says he's hauling ass in Australia, and, every, and everybody else in Australia says he's doing great. Show me, though. You know what I mean? And I'm just kind of like, I mean, I know he's a like fill-in. But what? Like Missouri. Yeah. So... All right, JT. So, and you're you're saying Plessinger? Yeah, I, I think the starts are are he's too big for that bike. I think the starts are going to hurt him because I think he can win, but I think the starts will be too much to overcome. Is anybody with me on Reardon? He disappointed me last year. I I thought Plessinger would break out and well, be he like he got the within guy. a point of Mookie, like in the Supercross series, one or two points within Mookie. But then or, he buckled. Yeah, he buckled. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, that's been the NFAB question of the day: surprises and disappointment in 250 Supercross. My picks were the best, I think. Uh, before we go to the commercial, let's to get let's knock out these phone calls here. Dark side, welcome back to the show. What's up, guys? Hey, What's up? Uh, so, how do you feel about getting me blocked by Davalos? Yeah, well, welcome, welcome. I don't think he's blocked me, bro. Oh, okay. Well, he blocked me because of my comment to you. But honestly, Dark Side, you can't do that. You can't. For people who don't know, last week. What's Marty's uh, Twitter name? Anybody know? I, I, I had to look it up because I don't actually follow him. Okay. Uh, I'm just if you, I think it is M. Devalosum. I'm 30. I'm thinking if you block yeah. me. Um, oh, wait. Here's his name. M. I just thought it was funny. I'm not really blaming you. No, uh, no, he has not blocked me. Um, okay. You can't attach. Like, we did an interview last week. Wygant was in studio. We pretended. Wygant pretended to be Marty and Ricky. And I got my interviews that I never would get. Right? And so it's ha ha ha, but Darkside goes and attaches Ricky and Davalos on a tweet. Like you can't do that, Darkside, because they have no reference. Like they don't. You're right, I, and I agree. One of the other listeners said that called me out on, and he was right. Yeah, I, I like have done that. Like you just can't say, "Hey, great interview," because those guys are like they don't listen. They're like, "What the f?" Right. 
So yeah, no, so, screw, you, so you deserve right. to get blocked. Yeah, you deserve to get blocked. So <laughs> I don't, I don't totally disagree. <laughs> um, but you know, hey, Marty, I'm look again. I'm a fan. I hope he, I hope he comes through. I hope he, I hope he does yeah. it. Yeah, but it, it does prove though that <laughs> no, they're uh, they're sensitive. Marty should have won that title on a pro circuit bike. That was. After Baggett went out, after Cincerillo went out, and after the Geico guys went out, and after the Star guys went out, Marty had that title on lock. It's unfortunate his chain broke, and he broke his, broke his ankle, right? Yeah. Foot, ankle, something, yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, Darkseid, welcome to the welcome to the club, bro. <laughs> yeah. I, just, I found it humorous, but yeah, I guess I, call, I did it to myself. Yeah. Yeah. See, you pay the ultimate price, bud. All right. Thank you. There you go. All See right. you. Uh, Sinjin, welcome back to the show. What's going on? Long time no talk. Yeah, what's happening? What are you doing now? You're fireman, or what are you doing? Uh, yeah, Ping probably knows a little bit. I work for just for the Forest Service. Cool. Oh uh, yeah, Ping just looked down at you with his nose, like just for the Forest Service. You're That's a green green pant Sinjin. guy. Not LA County, so. Do you remember Sinjin? Do you remember Sinjin? Yeah, yeah. Jimmy Albertson? Cole's. Well, yeah, he's like uh, Jimmy and Cole, right? No, not, not Cole. No Cole. Just, just Jimmy. Just Jimmy. Oh, yeah. He's the one who just worked Jimmy. at Subway yeah, and no, used to wipe his wipe his butt with his hands. And... I've met him. We've met somewhere. Yeah, we. Glenn, Glenn Helen. Helen. We met a yeah. Glenn Helen. Yeah. Are you still going with that same I, chick? I actually just broke up like a month ago, four years deep. Dude, she was out of your league, though. She was too hot for you. I broke up with her, to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, bullshit. I, I promise you. I no, did. dude, your I chick found life. someone else. No, I'm not an attractive guy whatsoever, but I did break up with her. Hey, where are you, working, where are you working for the Forest Service at? Uh, San, uh, Santa Barbara right now. All right. Are you are you on like full time or you got laid off for the? Here we go. Great. Radio. Laid, I'm laid off right now. Yeah. Uh, how's Smokey? Do you see Smokey a lot? I, I've dressed up as Smokey actually. <laughs> okay. We went to a great radio. School. But on, I, I I have some good facts that you might not have known about motorcycle superstore. Uh oh. Yes. Go not, ahead. So I did some research after they got rid of Jimmy's team. So these <laughs> I are bet just, you did. These are just a, a few facts people may not know. First of all, this one ping, you're not going to be a fan of this. They voted for Hillary. That, that's first one. Who did they? Second what do you one, mean they? <laughs> you know that's not a person, right? <laughs> they, 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 as they all, they're they're pretty much a cult. So they all think alike. Another thing is they're for child hunger. Um, they hate nets. They're for racism and sexism. Um, did you see a black guy? They don't, or, they don't like yeah. nets and supercross. No, they don't. Oh. Steve's out. I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. And they're for child hunger. Uh, they've also been associated with NAMBLA. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Sinjin, it just didn't work out with Albertson. I mean, I'm sorry. It, it sucks for Jimmy and Superstore, but, you know, I don't know. I mean, yeah, they're, they're scumbag company, but it's okay. We get it. Come on. Yeah, stop it, Sinjin. You know, hey, I know. Hey, I'm the one who's speaking this. Not your show. Not your show. This is just me. You're for my. I'm not. Your show's not bad. It's just me. It's like, the facts I've made up. <laughs> <laughs> it's the facts I, I pulled out of the air. <laughs> you can say I made these up, but I, uh, I I did some research. But I was just I was just letting you guys know about those facts. Thank you, Sandy. What up? Hey, keep, yeah, it, keep but. in touch, buddy. Listen to the show every now and then. All the shows still. All right, fantastic. Thanks, Ben. Have a good night. See you, bud. All right. And before we go to commercial, it's Nash. Oh, gentlemen. <laughs> What's up, Nash? Yeah. What's up? Phil's not here. It's just Ping. That's all right. That's, Phil, Phil you know, didn't I, come. I like to talk to Dave. He's a good dude. And uh, the fact that you know there might be some Phil connection there, that's just a bonus, a little bonus prize. Uh, Ping, there was some talk last week 
about Big Boar Barry. Yeah. And I recollected from shows past where I think it was a red bud straight away. You were like, dude, what is going on with yeah. this guy? What do you know for a fact if well, the, I didn't. I didn't go over and tear his bike down. But here's here's the story that you remembered well. Redbud plows that whole start straight so deep, right? Yeah. So lap one, uh, 90, 99, I want to say. Nice. I'm, I'm on like that. Bill's pipes Suzuki I had was a rocket. Yep. You, you can't make a faster bike. I, I doubt. You love that bike. I remember. It was that. a great bike. So we come over the finish, and remember, it used to go all the way yeah, into that past little the start line. Past the last, start, yeah. 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 So as we're coming out of that, it's four feet deep, tilled up, you know, like it's trenches. It's so deep. And I look over and Big Boar Barry's going by me with a stock pipe. And he weighs, he outweighs me by 30 pounds. I mean, I was 125 pounds. You don't think you could have got a better drive out of the turn? Bro. <laughs> Barry was good at momentum. Bro. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> I'm just telling you. JT. He, he was pulling me. Like, I'm think, on it. I'm about to break the throttle stop I off, think and JT, he's going by me. JT, you were on the show last week. Did you? Do you have a Barry? Stock pipe and silencer. No, I know. was Barry's Stock. move forever. JT, did you have a specific Barry where he blew by you story? No, I never. You know what? I raced. Uh, I didn't race him so much on the 125 because I went, I went straight to big bikes pretty early. Yeah. Um, but I watched him a lot, and I was like, I was always very skeptical because everyone noticed the stock, the stock is off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And his starts were, uh, let's say, questionable of that. You know, well, and I mean, very, you know, the, uh, Steve, you'll you'll dive into the podcast if and when it happens. Uh, Ping, the other key thing I wanted to ask you about. So this time of the year, everybody's neck deep in the, the whole boot camp, and they're transitioning to sprint. And this this is all I only know what people tell Steve and and talk uh, amongst the thing. Do you, can you recollect a point in your career when you were riding for Mitch and he knew somebody wasn't doing the work and he absolutely flamed them? Like back when he was irate Mitch. You know, he's seasoned. Yeah, it was Pingree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pingree's like, yeah, absolutely. It was me. <laughs> um, there was a year where yeah. my first year with them, I probably, not probably, I was not doing what I needed to do. Chasing the ladies. Chasing the yes, ladies. and not a good lady. Um, mm. It was very, mm. di- very much a distraction, and everyone tried to talk, you know, talk some sense into me, mm. and I just was too much yeah. of an idiot to listen. So he mm-hmm. had me come in for a meeting with my dad, and you know, oh boy. yeah, we sat down, and he he just let me have it, like, you know, he he. Um, and he was much less tactful back then than he is now. <laughs> he would just tell you, you know, like you're in here because I believe in you, but th- you know, you're you're blowing it. You are blowing it. You've sucked this summer, and I did. I did terrible. I would hate really? to go in the vault and see where I finished in '95 at the nationals. My mechanic at the time, Randy Lawrence, would laugh because uh, there was a guy named Steve Herman. Yeah, you remember Stevie that guy? Herman. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. JT Stevie probably, Herman. JT probably had battles with Stevie Herman. Well, Steve, he when he would beat me. Which wasn't oh, boy. often, but he would, at a, you know, like he, yeah. he beat me at Unadilla. I'll never forget it. And Randy just oh, puts boy. Stevie Herman with a huge question mark on the board as I come by the la- <laughs> to catch the finish line to get the checkered flag. And I'm like, ah. Oh. Stevie Herman had some moments in Supercross. Hey. Well, as a hey. as a pro circuit guy, he should yeah, have been no, beating. He shouldn't. Me. So be. no, no. Anyway, so other than you, there was no massive um, la- verbal lashing. I heard Casey Johnson got a good. Well. <laughs> Casey Johnson got it good. Um, 
But it wasn't for not doing the work. He was, oh. uh, this was, he was still a team green kid and he had a deal where he got like four races under the tent or something like uh -huh. that. And so we went to San Diego and he, he didn't do real well. And so we'd have these little post-race meetings in the back of the truck. And, um, Mitch is like, all right, you know, I want everyone to go, we'll go around the room. Everybody kind of talk about your night, yeah. how you thought. And so it was quick, brief, you know, the highlights, right? In case he sits yeah. down when it's his turn. Well, so it was pretty good. So I, I started practice and I had the first lap was pretty good. I mean, he walked through his day. <laughs> lap by lap oh and after God. about 10 minutes oh i'm looking over at rhino and he's looking at me and we're you know like and finally mitch blew up on him casey just stop like that's enough like he, you know he just let him have it i love it but Kay, you know he, casey was like 17 or 18 he was a yeah. young kid at the time um all right he didn't all right nash we hey, gotta run hey, thank hey, you hey, yeah hey 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 what's phil give you for christmas is he coming over for christmas he is coming over, right. yeah. Nash, we're done. Yeah. All right, see ya. All right. All right. Thanks, Nash. Thanks for calling in. All right, JT. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate your time. Maybe we can get you back on. I don't know what your schedule yeah, is. Yeah, be but, good. Um, yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, thanks, see you, buddy. JT. Flyracing.com. Best gear out there. Has he heard the email? Fly gear. Best out there, bro. What? The, the email about what he looks like, his face? Yeah, he was, he was. He wanted the guy's email back. I'm like, no. All right, privateer heroes, Kate Clayson, Alex Ray, uh, are in studio, and we will hit them up when we come back from this commercial break. Troy Benjamin, David Pingree, and the Goon Doon Goon, all in here. We'll be right back. Stay, stick around. Hey, this is the voice of Supercross Guy, and you're listening to the Pulp MX Show. Hey guys, this is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about fly racing. Fly racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then, and flash forward to now where you see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Brayton, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and of course your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at flyracingusa and post pictures of you riding on our fly racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulp MX. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Pulp MX Show. That's right. Hey, listen, I know a bunch of you people probably need suspension work. I would bet that a lot of you people need suspension work. 
Pookie, how's your suspension? Ah, I definitely need some work. And from who? Racetech, Obvi. Obvi. For over 30 years, Racetech has been supplying the racers, riders, and tuners with factory-level suspension for the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. 10% off Racetech parts and labor. Use pulp code PULPMX2015 when you order. And uh, I guarantee you guys need some springs. You need some suspension work, your bushings, your seals. Vince Freeze uses Racetech. Pookie, who else? Who's your favorite rider that uses Racetech? Omaha's own Cody Gilmore uses Racetech. That's right, everybody. Cody Gilmore uses Racetech. They offer a full line of high-performance springs, suspension parts, suspension revalves, of course, the world-famous gold valves as well. Racetech suspension. Check it out, bro. Gear Alloy Wheels. Since introduced in 2004, the Gear Alloy brand has dominated the truck, SUV, and Jeep market with a wide range of styles, sizes, and finishes. Featuring unique, aggressive off-road styles, along with fashion-forward SUV styling for today's discriminating sport truck and off-road vehicle enthusiasts alike. Designed and engineered in SoCal in order to stay on trend with design. And sourced worldwide to ensure the highest quality, best-looking product available. With styles available in 16-inch through 22-inch diameters and 5, 6, and 8 lug applications, including 10-inch and 12-inch wide options. Whether you drive a Ford, Chevy, GMC, Dodge, Ram, Toyota, Nissan, or Jeep, there is a gear alloy wheel style for you with 20 different wheel styles to choose from in black, machined, milled, and chrome-plated finishes. Gear Alloy is a proud sponsor of the NFAB and Pro Yamaha GNCC race team and has been a longtime supporter of seven-time WMX champion and X Games athlete Jessica J.P. Money Patterson. Be sure to check out all the Gear Alloy wheels at GearAlloy.com or ATDWheels.com. Get your trucking gear. Gear Alloy wheels for your Jeep, truck, or SUV. Get your trucking gear. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From nerf steps and blighting accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and fed access models, NFAB nerf steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. Hey, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening to The Pulp Show. Listen, Chris Kiefer here in studio, and if there's anybody to talk to him about these new Michelin Starcross 5 tires that come in hard, medium, soft, and a sand version, it's him because he did the testing on them. Kiefer, uh, which, uh, talk about the testing. Which ones did you like? Well, when I tested them, I tested, uh, tested mostly with the mediums and the soft, and we went to all different types of tracks in Southern California. And the good part about it is that the medium um, terrain tire was good at every track we went to, even with some sand, hard pack. So 
there's a wide variety I could use with that medium tire. Yeah, let's face it, most guys have the money only for one set of tires, one set of pattern tread. Right. Mediums are where they're going to go. Yeah, medium's a good choice, and especially if you got uh, anywhere from soft all the way, even to really hard pack, it's pretty good. Michelin's been around a long time. They've done a lot of things for tires, uh, Kiefer, and uh, they managed to improve just about every part of the Starcross 5. One thing they're super proud of, though, when talking to the guys at Michelin, is that they shaved weight. It's uh, 10% compared to their, their previous tires, which uh, 10% when they're rolling mass tires is quite a bit. Yeah, too, you got to think about it's unsprung weight. So uh, when you're dealing with a lighter tire, which, you know, the new Starcross is, and I tested with previously with their previous version with the MH3, um, I got a little bit better acceleration and braking. And uh, that's not to mention their, their casing technology, but just the, the lightweight itself is a huge advantage on the track. So there you have Michelin Starcross 5, hard, medium, soft, and sand. New off-road and motocross tires now available wherever Michelin tires are sold. Check them out at michelinmotorcycle.com. The leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts, Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of Hot Cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, Hot Cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5 to 10% power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed, dyno-proven, and made in the USA, Hot Cam's performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lieb, Adam Entignap, Nick Schmidt, and the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki team. Hot Cam's wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. Hot Cam's unleash the power within usually safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility notice how we said usually the all-new line of atlas braces are 20 percent lighter have three times more suspension in them maintain the much needed flexibility and even contact 27 more percent surface area of your body than the competition all in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less the experience speaks for itself the only thing left to do is join rv Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos to experience why Atlas is the fastest growing neck brace on the market. Get yours today at atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at atlasbrace to find out new and exciting things all the time from Atlas Brace. We thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there. X-Brand is continuing to focus on low cost and high quality in the new year. RCH Racing's Brock Tickle and Freddie Noren are on board with Matt Michalia, Daniel Baker, and a host of others to make up a motivated group. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct to the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW16 to save 30% now. Works Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. 
For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connections Proving Ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Visit them on the web at www.worksconnection.com. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Do you own a KTM like Andrew Schwartz? Then listen up. You can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like Shorty. Go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience. We'll process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM Parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. KTMPartsExpress.com Roost MX. Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 16 years, Roost delivers professional level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. Choose from our huge selection of graphics online and make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of other custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. With our quick 48-hour turnaround, shipping orders is top priority. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section to get your Pulp MX swag. And follow us on Instagram at RoostMX for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh by visiting RoostMX.net and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. RoostMX. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with a V3 performance kit. They have more gearing than your garage has room for. With over 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex has the right gearing for any track condition. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of JS7 and Chad Reed in the 2016 Supercross Series and rock a Vortex Pro. Available in red, blue, black, silver, and now green. Yes, green. Call a doctor, because things just got sick. 
Warning. May cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will bleed. Call Vortex Racing at 800-440-3559. Mention promo code PULPMX16 and get 40% off your next order. 800-440-3559. VortexRacing.com or email Jake at VortexRacing.com and mention the PULPMX show. Presented by BTOsports.com. Fly Racing. Racist Ping in studio. Right here. And uh, this song uh, picked by Troy Benjamin. Yeah. X of Racer X. Yeah. <laughs> Just fired. Why did you Done. pick, why did you pick the, men at the work? The tune of unemployed men everywhere. Yeah, I love it. Hey, men let, not at work. Men not at work. That's why I chose it. <laughs> the irony. Yes. <laughs> Troy Benjamin not working. Picking men at work. Um... This song came out in 1982. Yes. You were so not even alive. I was negative eight. Right. Wow. Yeah. How old are you? 41. Yeah. Where were you born? Winnipeg. No, win. Oh. 74? 73? 73. 73? Uh, yeah, yep, so 42. You're 42. Turned 42. Yeah, I just turned 42. I turned 42 in January. Really? Oh, God. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Jason Thomas, Justin Brayton was on, um, and now in the uh, in the studio we have uh, you know we always love the privateers here. Troy Benjamin uh, used to write a column on Racer <laughs> X before he got fired. Privateer profile each and every week, and we love the privateers here. And uh, welcoming in studio uh, on the uh, Pulp Mech Show, Alex Ray and Cade Clayson. What's up, A Ray? Uh, not much. How's it going? Good. How are you, Cade? Oh, I'm loving life. Can we talk about that right there? Oh, talk about it, yeah. No one knew. No one knew. Cade Clayson has a broken hand, everybody, from yeah. Germany. He hit the wall. I hit a big wall. Concrete. Right. 
Yeah. yeah. So you're you're gonna be all right for a one? Yeah, I'll be good. I uh, okay. I just I drove out now, so then I wouldn't waste time driving yep. out here once I had to. And the, I heard that the goggles weren't working perfectly, oh, we and that you didn't see the wall, or is that is that <laughs> just asking? That's a rumor. Is no, that, okay. that is not true. Okay, just something that was out there. I'm asking. No. Nope. Um, well, thanks for coming in, both of you. Um, race Supercross last year, last few years, of course. We did a podcast. Uh, I don't know, whatever, six months ago. Uh, Vegas, Vegas Supercross, yeah, yeah. Vegas Supercross. Um, and I said, hey, you guys are in Vegas. You're heading west now, and uh, uh, I said, "Well, let's do another podcast." And you said, "No, you want to meet Ping." Yeah, I, was, hey, I just want to know fun. how it goes so fast on a 125. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I can never. That's go old that fast school, on bro. I can't. Magic. I can't show you that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Four times 125 Supercross winner. Man, that is absolutely yeah. awesome. Look at hey, him. Ray, he's like four, he's like 80 <laughs> pounds lighter than both of us. Man, I. I don't know. Did I don't you know guys, how you made the jumps on the on the 125. Hey, did you guys grow uh, up? What are you talking about, Wash or just Supercross in general? What in you general. About? Oh. Did, uh, did you guys grow up with pictures of Ping on the wall? I didn't know. No. Okay. I don't think they were even born. How old are you guys? I'm 23. 22. Yeah, see. That's uh, so depressing. <laughs> it, it's scary. If guys <laughs> is, aren't at yeah. least 25, they yeah. don't even know. Yeah. They weren't even around. Summercross? Well, no. These guys are two years old. They don't know the magic of that night. They what don't. Happened. They don't. <laughs> Yeah, Summer I've got a matching right trophy here. just like that. Yep, Holy he won God. 125 class, and Tim Ferry and I won 250 class. So that's awesome. Um, thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. Troy Benjamin, David Pingree, Kate Clayson, Alex Ray in studio, and then Chloe, of course, over there listening. Um, <laughs> hey, uh, anybody need a diver for uh, entertainment purposes? <laughs> Chloe is excellent diver. If the uh, Mexican Olympic team is looking for <laughs> a high diver, we have your your person here. Um, Roost MX Ping bringing, uh, is proud to bring you uh, to the Pulp Metro Graphics. tonight. Yeah. RoostMX.net, of course, the cycle trader guys with uh, Bradley Taft. How do you say that guy's name? Who? Lorenzo guy. Lucrecio. Oh, it's Lorenzo oh. Lucrecio. I, Lorenzo Lucrecio. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Dude, I screwed it up last week 18 different times. <laughs> do you know Lucrecio. what I'm talking Lucrecio. about? No idea. Lucrecio. Lorenzo Lucrecio. What, he's the owner or what? <laughs> Who's this guy? <laughs> it was Lorenzo Lucrecio. He sounds like a French explorer. Just another guy coming up through the ranks. Hey, he's a he's a two fifty rider. He's probably making two hundred grand a year. Shut up! I'm just saying these two fifty no, guys. Did you guys read my two fifty article this week or last week on Racer X? I read yeah. the one you put up like today or yesterday. No, no. Let's let's go to the floor. Well, Ask the guys on, in the hold trenches. On, hold on, hold on. Can we talk about how much he made when he raced one twenty five? Yeah, a ton. No, a ton. No, erroneous. Your biggest salary was one twenty. That's a lot of money. Would you guys like to make 120? That's more than I love it. For a guy winning races. Today, I'd be making 350. I'm in the negatives. Pulp Nation code (laughs) saves you on RoostMX.net. Full pulp section on RoostMX.net. Cycle Trader, Rock River Team, uh, they use RoostMX. Trailer graphics, helmet kits, T-shirts, more sticker kits. They're making my project bike stickers. They're killing it on that. And we thank the guys from RoostMX for bringing you David Pingree, who has not been in for 25 shows. Yeah. And he is here now. Happy so. to be back. Yeah. Feels tell, good. Telling me to not, like, you're telling me to calm down during the commercial break. Well, listen, we both had, like, so many cups of coffee. I think our, <laughs> we're just pounding the coffee. Yeah, we're tonight. peeking over here. I'm two big cups in. Uh, I'm freaking yeah, thanks out, to man. A-Ray for, for, <laughs> Thanks to A-Ray for, uh, yeah, you like that? for bringing in the, uh, in the Starbucks for me. I appreciate it. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, what number are you next year? 80. 80? And you did not uh, get a national number. I didn't number. get a number. You no. were close, though. Yeah. Yeah, I was a yeah. few points short. Um, uh, so you, let, me, let me ask this. Hold on a second. No. When I asked him. When I asked him, hey, Alex Ray, Kay Clayson's coming, he's like, yeah, I heard of him. He's like, Alex Ray, 
He's got a pink gear, Hammy. <laughs> oh, man. I, okay, okay. I've came pretty far from that. You have. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, that sucks That was for my me. first. I'm yeah. like, oh, wait, that guy. You know, you know, my gear guy still, you know, Andy, you know, he's like, everybody knows, like, that I used to wear pink gear. So he's still, he's like, you know, oh, here, I got some pink gear for you. I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> you know, but, you know, I. It's, kind of like beating a dead horse i feel I, no, it's, it was, I mean you got hanny suspended to never you know for a long time yeah man. i mean you didn't do it he, he, was oh, right. he broke your knee brace right wasn't that oh, one of the deals? yeah yeah he he, he wide had hanny had an alex ray level where if the alex ray just passed me and I'm, I'm gonna like you know how you have that guy that well no i, you think, were that guy. I think i think he got taken someone had taken him out prior and he was just pissed that he didn't make the main event or something and I was just, I was right there. And no, man, Annie told me that once Alex Ray went by him, he's like, okay. I, I feel like he didn't it. say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like Hanny, you're going to be on Hanny's shit list again. Uh, I know, right? Um, so, yeah, you guys are both doing a Supercross series again. Um, you were Spider Energy Drink last year. You still, they're still on board, but maybe not as big of an effort. Like your team, you had sort of a nice team. Yeah, setup, I, had a, I had an awesome team last year. Uh, you know, I had a mechanic, you know, and, uh, Everything. So it was all good last year, but unfortunately, it's budget cuts, bro. Budget cuts, exactly. Hey, you're doing better than Dean Wilson. I mean, he doesn't have a van. He doesn't have a van. Oh, mine's there's got. A, okay, there's mine a photo has, today of Dean Wilson in a seven jersey with answer pants. It, no, it wasn't yeah. even a seven jersey, and it was like the underneath thing, and then like a virus like cutoff shirt. Deal. <laughs> he's just chopping anything he's got in his closet. Well, <laughs> go fund me for Dean Wilson. Yeah. Um. So anyway, so yeah, you're gonna be full privateer. Full privateer. Um, yeah, I have a little hammered easy up that's got like holes all over it, it's broken, but it's in the van. So I'm probably just going to pop that up, yeah. set my bike up and just go racing. One thing for you, Avery, I really hope is you, your bike broke a lot on you last year. Yeah. Yeah. I had a lot of bike issues. Uh, so you're on a Husky now mm-hmm. and, and let's hope that things stay yeah. together. Can I ask him a question? Okay. Not yet. Hold on. <laughs> let's just, okay, Hey, I we, thought this no. was America. We just recapped A-Ray. Let me recap Clayson. Trying to make this show great again. I know, but let me recap Trying to grab this podcast by the (laughs) pussy, and you're not letting me. So, uh, Clayson, you are uh, K1 Speed again? Yes. And doing on Hondas again? Yep. Number 80. Uh, You'll be ready for Anaheim, you think, with that handbrake and everything? Yep. Same program, but FXR this year instead of Axo. FXR. What happened to Axo, bro? I mean, they they were good to me. Like, they were really good, but I met Andy and... uh, he uh, he. We got to know each other well yeah. in Canada this summer, and so he who's who, A Ray was in FXR. So who's getting paid more? <gasps> uh, we keep it on the DL. We don't want to know. I, I honestly, I, I don't know. Let's call Andy. It was, uh, we can't say eleven forty, but yeah, it's, Andy, probably, it's probably him. I mean, he he does have the better results. I mean, how many mains you make last year? Like six. And you made four, five, five. He yeah, had better results. Clayson's just better, you know. Yeah, he had better results. Um, I mean. We could just have them wrestle it out right now Dude, on the floor to see who's better. You don't go to all the races like I do. These two <laughs> in LCQs and semis and whatever, like finding like each other. Yes. Yeah. And they're buddies, and it's just it's comedy for me to sit in the press box and be like, "Oh, that's not good." We, we were we were mad at each other at Phoenix last year. Yeah, Phoenix. Phoenix. We still talk about it. Oh it, man, it, he was such an idiot. <laughs> no, I was okay. No, we're in the heat race. Of course, we're not going to make it out of the heat race. But he's just putting around. Okay, <laughs> that's kind of a defeatist attitude. Well, he's mean. putting around. I'm I mean, trying to get the I'm best gate pick. It's realistic. I, I, I want the best gate pick. Okay, uh-huh. so I'm I'm behind him. I mean, he got a little bit better start than me. I'm behind him. I'm trying to get around him, and he would not 
like move and I was getting pissed and I was I was trying to move him out of the way I was trying to hit him whatever and I actually crashed trying to take him out yeah I was I crashed trying to take him out for 11th in the heat race I don't know if it was that bad but right anyways did you go down too Kate no I I lapped him I was a lap down after I crashed and and I still tried to take him out (laughs) (laughs) all right well Oh, I gotta yeah. go with Kate on this. That was that was a that was a dick move. No, then I I see him in the station area, and then I I look at him. And he just shakes his head and just walks off, so yeah, pissed so off at me. Half my battle or half my entertainment on a Saturday night is watching these two idiots like race each other for the main event for the last spot. Most times it comes down to like the last spot, so uh, it's great. Uh, okay, so now you can ask a question. Isn't it right now? We've established uh, their rides and what they're doing and FXR, and, and, and uh-huh. so now you may you may ask. Can we talk about your coffee? Order. What was it again? It was a salted, uh, non-fat, salted, I'm non-fat. The calories. Not. It was non-fat. Got something no foam. Over there? Something funny over there. No whipped cream, caramel mocha. No foam. Venti. Yeah, I said venti. Yeah. Vente, non-fat, salted caramel mocha. No whipped cream. No foam. Yeah. Now, just for the record, have you ever Sounds heard gay. of a heterosexual man with an order like that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think Marshall had something. Oh uh, yeah, Marshall Welch. <laughs> oh, okay. No, like let me let me let me ask you it's this. Hey, taste. But Marshall Welton's getting around with Bud racing in France, so <laughs> yeah. something's wrong with him. <laughs> well, he's going to France. That answers your question. Uh, what would help you more? The actual privateers on the track, a bigger purse in the 450 main event, or making the 250 class 17 rounds open to anybody? Oh, the 250 class being bigger. Be in 17 rounds? Yeah. Why? Because, Why does it help you? I mean, if more guys can ride the 250 class, like if they open it up, so say, like you said, Weimer and those guys could go down. Or Barsha or whatever. Or whoever, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Could go down. It opens up spots, like for us. Like, like I'm not going to say I'm going to go out and get fifth. Like, that's not realistic for me. I'm going to say I'm going to go out and try to get 15th to 20th. And if, like right now, going into A1, there's like maybe two spots that – aren't going to be factory in the main event. Well, in the 250 year, class? No, Which in, class? in the 450 yeah. class. Yeah. So if, say, two or three guys go down, that's that many more spots that are open for privateers to make the main. Last year, I think it was like, what, three or four guys the first in the 450 ra- main at, event? At the first main, or at the first round, the only person in the main who wasn't factory was bopping. And, yeah. somebody, and somebody factory didn't make the main. Okay. So if you had... A 17-round 250 series, and those teams took three guys. You've got how many factory and factory-supported teams? I mean, you'd have a full gate of 250s. You'd have the same issue, though. Yeah, yeah. but that's the way it is. Like, I mean, probably, guys, in the, guys in the 250 class try to be like, oh, yeah, the 250 class is way more stacked than 450. And I'm like, no way. You guys are split in half the whole year, except for it's, outdoors. They still get national points, so don't worry. They're all covered there. That's, that's, <laughs> that's covered. It, that's bullshit. I do agree with as you. As bad as it is to say, I feel like there would be more replacement rides if they had lights guys mm-hmm. did 17 rounds. I mean, I mean, there, there would be well, a lot of rookies yeah. you know, coming in. They got your back, Mathis. Yeah, I just, no, I just made a case for yeah, you. Yeah, we're in touch with the real riders, unlike you, you know? You know I'm, just, I'm an idiot. Listen to me. Tony wants, Tony's saying. There's serious shit going on with those guys. <laughs> those guys right there. <laughs> I, I get it. Hey, uh, Troy, you work at a, at, a, at a dealership that sells another brand of vehicle other than a Honda. That's right. But today at the airport, I picked you up in my brand new 2017 Honda Ridgeline, and it was fantastic, wasn't it? 
Where are you going with this? Yeah, it was it was great. Uh, Honda World, uh, great guys. Five freeway and 605 freeway meet. Over 1,000 new Hondas in stock. Over 100 used cars, certified Hondas. Uh, the best deal for a Honda, you knew or used, if you mentioned Pulp MX, contact Steve down there. Tell him you're with Pulp MX. Any deal, he'll match it or beat it. And if you want a free oil change, uh, go down there, mention Pulp MX. If you drive a Honda, they will give you a free oil change for the first time. Honda World. Honda World. They give you a free truck? I'm not at liberty to talk about my oh. deals on the show right now. All okay. Right. All right. Good job. Wait, 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 assist, Ping. That'd be a sponsorship yeah. right there. Hey, I've been on Honda since I turned pro, guys. Hit me up. Yeah, I'm well, ready to go. Go to Honda World. Yeah, you I mean, deal. you know, the guys on the streets, you know, living and breathing it, they can't get a free truck, but <laughs> some douchebag on a mic in here just driving around. <laughs> hey, man, I'm on Huskies. So I'm just trying to get like a weed eater or something or like a <laughs> chainsaw. <laughs> You're worse than these Lifer 250 guys. Speaking of vehicles, Ray Ray, talk about. Your van setup, man. My what van, is it? What is it? Well, What's I got. Your van? Well, I don't know if you heard it on the drive-in. It's pretty loud. No. <laughs> but uh, it's a Chevy Express. It's got about, I think I just hit like 326. Okay, wait. So you're gonna do the entire Energy yeah. Monster Energy Supercar Series in this van? Yeah. No mechanic. No. No, he does. No. My mechanic now is working for Benny Bloss, or my mechanic. Yeah. That I had last so year. So you are doing this. You're sleeping in the van. You got to find places to ride during the week. That's going to be your hardest deal. Yeah, well, go um, stay with Kiefer. No, we're going to split hotels on the weekend. We've already established that. No, but go stay with Kiefer like during the first six weeks. That's right. Well, See? I mean, uh, he's ready. I'm gonna. We're gonna split. Yeah, you I like think that? A house in Canyon Lake with uh, the other guys I'm training with. Oh yeah, Canyon Lake. That should be fun. <laughs> no problems there. Well, that's <laughs> fine. You can't even unload your bike in the street and wash you're it. Really, no, trouble. you can't. You got. I, we spent so much money last year just washing our bikes at the car wash. I got in trouble. Oh. I stayed there a little while and I got in trouble for working on the bike out of the box van. In the driveway? Uh, yeah. Not even starting area. No. You just no. can't have a motorcycle. No. No. It's pre it's pretty strict in there. They have a lot of rules. <laughs> so that's what you're doing though. You're full privateer. Yeah, I'm full privateer. Dude, that's gnarly. It is gnarly. Nobody does that anymore. I slept in my van. Let's see, I did. What eight, about Chloe? Eight rounds. Uh, she's, she's the one with the real job. Yeah, she's the one with the real job. She she can get a hotel. I haven't asked her if I have an invite. Are you yet, funding but. the program? Are you funding the A Ray Racing program? Sure. Oh wow, she's doing it. Yeah, she's a, she's a sponsor. Okay. <laughs> um, you're gonna do that. Yeah. Uh, outdoors i've slept in my van a few times it gets a little muggy outdoors because it, it gets hot in there i just roll the windows down but Big doesn't factory it get cold roller. i mean what about it, when you're i slept in my van at indy this year because um i was late i was coming from my house i went i went home and dude hit me up i have a hotel room every every <laughs> just hit me up if you're that desperate please all right i will I, mean, yeah, I, like, I, like, I get a lot, I get hookers a lot, but I mean, is that cool? I mean, yeah, that's cool. I'm mm -hmm. always cool with that. I live an hour and a half away. Just come to my house and just drive up with me. Hey, man. Hey, I appreciate it. I, I'll do it for Indy. How did you hire little people? Get some hookers. Have a real good time. Get oh some, yeah. Get some Can Bolivia. I get a SoCal hole? <laughs> Bolivian shale. We got some coke. You know, it's my kind of Saturday night. Is that a drop? <laughs> yeah, bro. Oh, that's cool. Um, that's gnarly. I mean, people. So people, never mind Clayson. Cheer for Alex Ray, everybody. He's living in his van. <laughs> never mind Clayson. Yeah, Clayson's got a high, big ride. Hey, yeah. number eighty. Well, with with the schedule uh, being the way it is this year, I mean, it was it was pretty tough last year. I mean, I had to I had to fly to a few races, which made it tough. And you know, this year I'm gonna have, probably have to do the same thing, so I won't be gutting it too hard. But mm -hmm. but it's definitely gonna be on a tight yeah. budget. Wow, <laughs> the yeah. schedule this year is dumb. They go I from really notice, Dallas okay. to Minneapolis yeah, to that's Daytona. Fine. Yeah, that's tough. To 
I think like Toronto. Why are you looking at him? You I don't know. remember. Yeah, I feel I like somebody here would know. Yeah, it's not me. But yeah, it goes from <laughs> Minneapolis. To Some of those nuances I don't even follow. It's just like it's just not Really He's like Supercross. <laughs> what's Supercross? Yeah. Um. All right. Let's get to uh, Skippy's. Been on. Skippy. What's up, bro? Gentlemen, what's up? How are you? Chilling. How are y'all? We're good, Skip. What's up? Hey. Uh. So I think uh most of the controversy over the uh, off season has been talking about the Stewarts and uh, you know Bogle and all the RCH stuff. But here are y'all dark horses in the you know 250 class we already just went through that skippy we had a whole thing we have all, you been listening skippy skippy we had we four of us picked son of late, a bitch bro. skippy <laughs> skippy we did our we did our our guy that's gonna shine and our guy that's gonna uh let us down in the 250 oh class all four of us you kidding me open the app rewind find it renzel gonna shine yeah troy all says right, renzel well. troy says phil's gonna suck no, Phil's getting to do work. Sorry, Phil. Phil. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, no, Kippy. Okay, right. See ya. Uh, all right, X-Brand goggles, a choice of champions everywhere. Alex Ray wears X-Brand and dominates. Um, Tickle wears X-Brand. Uh, Norn wears X-Brand. I don't know about Chiz. I don't think so. Can Chiz wear X-Brand or no? Chiz has to wear that. I think they wear Scots. X-Brand took me to a win in Finland. Yeah, EKSBrand.com, the choice of champions everywhere. This is the X-Brand goggle tariff segment. It's the X Brand Tear Off segment. 15 second rapid fire QA. Rapid fire. X Brand goggles. Great goggles, right? Oh, they're great. Fantastic. They're they're awesome. Even like the new the new ones? Yeah. They EKSS. fit really well. Yeah. You are one for one with X Brand goggles. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was Noof over there. My buddy Noof. Man, he. I I have to give him a lot of credit. He he rubbed my arms out because I, I was getting gnarly arm pump uh, for the last <laughs> race, and uh, but yeah, he had he unfortunately had some bike issues and what. Do you racing. think he faked the bike issues because he just wanted to rub your arms? I don't know. Okay. I, I, all I Sounds know is good. his bike shut off over over a jump yeah. over there, so it, it was pretty. You know, I would I wouldn't have rode yeah. it. I was like, nah, dude, yeah. I wouldn't have done yeah. that. Okay. But yeah, I he, got a I got a Ray a ride in Finland at a Supercross race. It was an agent. Nice. Yeah. Did you get a cut? No. There wasn't enough to to give a cut. No, not yeah. at all. <laughs> he won and didn't make enough. Really? Didn't hey, very good. He, he took a. F- I won he, one night. Uh, the first night I, d- I didn't win. Okay. I crashed. What did you make? Take home. I took home. Uh, you got free expenses. You didn't pay anything. Not what? not one expense. Yeah, not one expense. Okay, and you took home. Uh, like three thousand. Come on. Euros. It's not bad. That's Dude, not, no, it's not bad. I got twenty five hundred to go to Bercy the first year, and I won all three nights. But no, no purse money. I didn't. Wow, I, did, I didn't get show up money. I, d- I did get show up money at uh, Stockholm, but not not right. at Finland. All right, X Brand goggles. These, cho- these questions are submitted by Corey Moser. I'm not familiar nope. with him at uh, all. No clue. No. no. Yeah. So uh, for uh, all five of us here in the room, uh, you got you got thirty seconds to answer, and uh, use code PopMX16 when you're checking out to save money at uh, X Brand. Goggles. All right, let's do this. Ping, we'll start with you. Okay. Is there anyone currently racing 250s that should be required to move up to 450s? <laughs> no. As long as they're <laughs> racing within the rules, they're fine. Shocker that Ping feels that way. All right. You know, you go, to, you go to every single race all year, every year for like a million years. So... You're always trying to change the format, and this needs to change, that needs to change, but like you, you see it every single weekend. 
for the average fan that watches it, it's a great show. There's really not that much that needs to be changed. Okay. My opinion. Yeah. I'll yell it at you all night long. <laughs> Stick it up your ass, Steve. Hey, Ray. I didn't say that. Who's <laughs> most likely to get off Privateer Island next? Me. Whoa. I like the boldness. Point nine. Not Cade. <laughs> uh, Cade, do you and Lieb exchange Christmas cards? Those are uh, questions, no. bro. No. <laughs> Michael and I are friends. Like, we are okay. Like, we chat every once in a while. Oh, yeah? You guys, oh, yeah. you and Michael chat? We, we talk. Okay. Track. Oh, what happened? Was there drama? I didn't know. Uh, a long time ago. I don't want to talk about uh, it. All right. We'll I will. Lee, uh, Leib's, <laughs> Leib's, his team owed Michael Lieb's dad some money for motor work at Glen Helen. And so they, Mr. Lieb and Mr. Pitts, uh, sabotage his bike so it wouldn't run and tried to take it back and, and it was a massive cluster. Really? It was a whole thing. It took the mapping out of his ignition. Yeah, it took the map out of my ignition. It was like three years ago, four years ago? <laughs> it was after practice. Like he made I just the... pictured Dora the Explorer with her little yeah, map. Yeah, so this is like... a, they did it after <laughs> practice. Kids, so after bad. practice while I was eating. And then I was like, okay, well, if this is going to be a thing, I'm just, I was planning on leaving the next day for Canada anyways to go race up there. And... Then I I practiced on a Honda and then I raced the Suzuki in the motos with Supercross yeah. suspension. Somehow this was okay. Nice. Supercross <laughs> suspension at Glen Helen. Oh, perfect, right? All right, next question. Troy, is there a rider you haven't been able to get an interview with, or who's been the most difficult interview you've gotten? Uh, rider haven't been able to get an interview with. Well, there's a lot I haven't been able to get an interview with. One guy that's really hard to get in touch with, shockingly, is Nick Schmidt, and I don't know why. Oh, dude, he's so bad at texting people back. I, I had to yell at him today to text me back, and I live with him. You wouldn't want to – I mean, you're a privateer. You wouldn't want any press. Why would you want I mean, to – why would you want to get press? Recently, Justin Starling blew me off. I don't know. He's going through a new beginning. I got to get really? touch with him. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, he's man. out at Baggett's Ranch. I don't know. <laughs> okay, what's what, – why are we laughing? Oh, nothing. Okay. Know. It was – Seems like it was an inside joke there. It is. It's Justin. Well, I see, I, I see his tweets on, on, on Twitter or something. And oh, you see sweets on Twitter? Yeah. Okay. Some, sometimes they're depressing. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. So, Starling and Schmidt. Yeah. There you go. If back. I'm Nick Schmidt, I'm calling any media guy back right away. Schmidt's like, hey, a, put me in the in, online. Like, I'll text him and then, uh, you know, he'll be like, okay, yeah, let's do it. And I'll be like, okay, what about this time? And then he won't write back. <laughs> That's a, and I, you like, know hey. you have the phone right in front of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't know. Yeah, I don't know these guys sometimes. All right. Steve. Whose boobs do you think Ping is imagining when he's drawing in the Racer X uh, <laughs> SX preview show? I don't think they're boobs at all, are they? I don't. It's just an illustration of my point that I'm making. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Know. I don't I'm not familiar. I don't yeah. know what that is. No idea. All right, Ping, back to you. You've had several job, jobs in the industry. What's a moto industry job you haven't done that you think you could have excelled at? Uh, the Moser with the tough questions. 60 minutes like uh, I'm not a good mechanic so that's out I've kind of done I've done manager asterisk crew rider I, I don't know you have done asterisk crew you could be one of those man friends that Steve talks yeah, about yeah you could be a Blake Savage or <sighs> I wouldn't be good no 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 <laughs> I'd call people on their bullshit I'd be like dude you're not that cool like <laughs> calm down <laughs> you can't be a man friend and say that. Like, no. You'll be, uh, yeah, you'll be unemployed. No. Right, right. No, right. no. That's the worst thing. If I'm you're a man friend, yeah. you, you only know yes, sir. 
You're, you're looking good. You're awesome. You're looking like, fantastic. You're like Ed McMahon in a Saturday Night Live. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> all right, next question. You are correct, sir. <laughs> yes. Like, hey, all the kids, are just, <laughs> all the kids are just looking at us. I have like, no idea. <laughs> <laughs> We're really, uh, next really question. Uh, A Ray, which sponsor has made the biggest impact on your career? Uh, probably Spider Energy. And Steve Mathis. X-Brand? Dude, I had a Spider Energy. We yeah. built a TM, and they had that logo on there. And the guy was peddling Spider Energy drinks like crazy. <laughs> that's awesome. Actually, uh, the, that's funny you say that, because uh, my guy that, uh, the guy that owns it, uh, Pete, um, he texted me this year. He's like, hey, how do you feel about TM bikes? Um, I, I was like, whoa. I feel like the phone's breaking up. I, was like, I, can't, I can't hear you. Shh. You know, like, well, what is going on here? I was like, uh, I don't really know. Like, can you even, like, race those things in the U.S.? Like, do they have enough here? If, if It'd be uh, cool if you could drink a Spider Energy and then, like, like Spider-Man, like, jump on a wall. <laughs> Get bit, stay lit. That's yeah. their slogan. Get what? Get bit, stay lit. Lit fam. <laughs> I'm out. Let's slogan needs work. Next question. <laughs> Uh, Cade, if you could Does ride... Spider want to come on board an um, internet radio show for money? I'll ask. Okay. <laughs> uh, Cade, if you could ride any factory bike, which one would you want to ride? KTM. Really? Yeah. Dude, something about the Hondas. Oh, no, I, I haven't rode the new one yet, so, like, I don't know. Like, Are I you love... racing a new one? No. Oh. Um, what? No. Dude, there's no parts. They're hard to get. They're hard to get. That hard? Yeah, like, there's, like, Yosh just came out with the pipe. And stuff like there's no. no I, I break Kenny, a lot of. Kenny, them. should you think Roxon might have an issue with part? I mean, I'm not Roxon, but okay. I just, well, hold I on like a second them. though. Um, the earthquake, bro. It slowed down production. Killed everything. No, what were we talking about before then? We were talking about which factory bike I would ride. Yeah, Get bit state lit. Yeah, all right. <laughs> no. All right, next question. Troy, uh, whose moto article or column do you enjoy reading most? My own. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, man, that, this, that counts. All right, cool. We'll roll with that. <laughs> My own. You, just say just short. Okay. Yeah, just just, just short. short. The text interviews. Yeah. They're f fascinating. They're just great. Yeah. Good job, all Moser. All right. Next question. Steve, if you could have voted in the presidential election, who would you have voted for? Nobody. Seriously, they all sucked. Terror, the third party guy, was he good? No. Did he get some votes? What did he believe in? With anything? <laughs> Nobody. Nobody. It's a terrible. It's, it's absolutely terrible. Both of them. Everyone should abstain from voting. All right, next question. Ping, who's your favorite writer to follow on social media? <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys see Ken, Ken Ping, Ping and Roxon's little brawl? No. Oh, never mind. Then. Yeah, I'm going to go with Kenny. He's a sweetheart. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I want to I know what happened. Can we, can we say? It's old news, bro. We already talked about Did the show. Did you see but... Roxon and Barsha's? Oh, yeah. Yeah. R8s. Yeah. That was another thing I kept my mouth shut on. Oh, were you? Were you? Well, I've had six R8s. Well, I've had nine. Well, mine are different colors of leather. Like, shut up. And then you got DB in the background. Audi. I could buy all the all y'all's R8s with cash or something. What? Yeah. Didn't DB say something like that? Oh, you could buy R8 with cash. I don't know, but Chad texted me and said that those guys really think they're ballers. I, I got news for them. Because back in like 05, 04, <laughs> those guys were making some money. So. Yeah. It's not a good look for either guy. That wasn't a good look for either guy. I they had private jets that. back in the day, didn't they? Yeah. I don't think any Stewie. of those guys have any. Yeah. Are you going to get the phone or no? Just let it ring? You did a backflip, so fuck it. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> right. Did you right. do a backflip? No. All right. All right. Next question. Hey, Ray, is there anyone you wouldn't take out for the last transfer spot in the last corner of the LCQ? 
Oh, man, that's a hard one. No. <laughs> no. I mean, Ping, when you race, same way, it's right? It's not that hard. No, I mean, yeah. You, yeah like, whoever it is. They're, like dead, you're, they're like, dead to you. Like, like your mom. Dead. Your yeah. mom. She's yeah. better pick her ankles up. Right, right. <laughs> I'm coming in hot. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I think you need to be like that as a racer. Like mm-hmm. Last lap, last corner for the main event. Yeah. Anything goes. Literally. Nick, well, Way. Yeah, ask, Nick uh, Way. I was going in the same direction. <laughs> Nick Way, you know. Which yeah. race was it? It was New York. New York, yeah. Oh. Wait. I thought there was one in Anaheim where Nick blew somebody out. No, this was last year. Nick. He tuned you up. Yeah, he cleaned me up. Yeah, yeah. It was where great. was it? Oh, man. New York. We just last corner, yeah. yeah. Thinking of something else. Pull up, the, pull up on your phone, Nick Way. Clayson, YouTube, I'm sure it's on there somewhere. What about, oh. corner, what about corner cutting? Okay, I did not cut the track. <laughs> yeah, you did. If there's an imaginary pole there, you, you... Hey, in Germany, I kid you not, I probably had 50 people come up and talk to me about it. Okay, like, well, people they're German, everywhere so, thought yeah. it was awesome. Right, okay, well, thinking it's awesome and thinking it's legal are two different things. <laughs> Doing mounds of coke is awesome. It's illegal. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's two different things. I wouldn't know. It was awesome. It's illegal. You can't... He cut across the jump. And, you, yeah. hey, if anybody knows... This guy was still upset over Hanny at an Anaheim that was doing that and and, and was going and, and no one noticed, right? Hanny just did it and no one said anything. He did it the whole main event. Right. Yeah. Well, Clayson did it at San Diego. Last corner. He just for goes the main event. Yeah, and he passes the dude in the air. Yeah, I saw it. Oh. I thought it was pretty legit, but <laughs> <laughs> the move was legit. It just yeah, it wasn't. You knew it was gonna get Yeah, it's like doing Coke. It's awesome, but it's illegal. Yeah, yeah. That was, that was a coke move, bro. <laughs> Pablo coke, Escobar. That might be a little excessive. Uh, all right, next question. Cade, um, how can an agent benefit a privateer? Um, I mean, they can because I like for me, I didn't really know anyone when I turned pro. Like I was so not important when I was an amateur, and then when I turned pro, I had an agent, and he helped me out like quite a bit. Like he helped me get like you know like boot deals and gear deals and stuff like that, but. I mean, anymore, I just do my own stuff, and this guy named Kuzo helps me out every once in a while with stuff. Yeah, that's probably going awesome. It's great. He's got a great in- industry. No, you know what? Never mind. He's got, a, he's got such a great reputation in industry. I'm sure it's working out well. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, I mean, they, it can be beneficial and negative and yeah, It's tough ways. because. Because we're not a big deal. Yeah. So it's, hard like, to, it's hard for people to sell us to, like, get us money and stuff. Like, we pretty much have to sell ourselves. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I mean, but you know what? At the end of the day, like, your results, either one of you, like, people will notice. People pay attention. Like, that guy's in main events and charging hard and cutting the corners and whatever else. And, like, that, that stuff, people notice that. That's the ultimate agent is your results. That's it. Yeah. You know? I mean, like, the amount of TV time I got last year was actually a lot. And was it? I, yeah. yeah. like, that helped a lot. Like, I mean, I had almost two minutes just at San Diego for the cutting the corner thing. <laughs> Like you need to cut some more shit off. I was I was on TV for a while for that. And like I mean, McGruff, the crime dog, would not say that it would pay, but I guess it does. Like Emig and Ralph would be up there. Look at this son of a bitch. He's just cutting lanes off. Just keep the camera on him. Watch this. Kids like <laughs> right through lanes. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's nice looking gear he's got on, or whatever. That's brilliant marketing. Yeah, yeah. All right. Next question. Troy. If you could ask Ping any question, what would it be? How do you get like ripped arms like that doing CrossFit? <laughs> but I already did ask that, so yeah. Yeah, we already talked about it. Yeah. yeah, I'm in that CrossFit game now. 
I feel like they're not as ripped as they were before. Maybe I'm just used to it. I've been I've been busy. I haven't yeah. been able to go to the okay, gym. Okay, because when you long. first showed up here, <laughs> fireman crossfitting. I mean, remember I couldn't stop talking about oh, it. It was, was homoerotic. <laughs> like all we needed was some coconut butter, and like it would have been like an Arnold some Schwarzenegger keels. movie, you know? Yeah. So yeah. all right, sounds gay. Steve, yep. Who would you like to see write a tell-all book about the, about life in the moto industry? Ah, uh, well, Reed, right? He was doing it. I don't know what happened. He shelved it, but yeah, Reed book. Reed's book would be great. All right. That's or, it. Or what about like J Loss? <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> would yeah. he remember his moments? Probably, Probably not. not. No, those things are in the gutter. Yeah. Is that it? X-Brand Gog is a choice of champions everywhere. EKSBrand.com. If you don't wear X-Brand, you're not going to win. Clayson will be seeing the back of your X-Brands quite a bit this year, I predict, as your vision, A-Ray, takes you to the front. Oh, yeah. I think Denny could write a great book. Denny Stevenson? Yeah. 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 He lived through a good, a good era. Yeah. And he's one of those guys where, like, if he said anything, it, it, it wouldn't really matter all that much because, like, he has, like... Like, McGrath couldn't come out because he's still got sponsors. He's still Kawasaki. Danny's building yeah. decks in Omaha. Yeah, he doesn't give a shit about anything. That's what I mean. Yeah. So He's got great stories. His stories of just hanging out with chicken. Yeah. <laughs> chicken is something else. <laughs> yeah. What's wrong? I need some water. Okay. I'm all coffeeed up. It's drying me out. I'm a mess. Uh, all right, uh, Alex Ray's appearance on the show brought to you by Vortex Racing. Email Jake at vortexracing.com for a hell of a deal. Uh, you're using, are you using the sprockets too or no? Uh, no, just, just the bars. Work, you yeah. should be using the sprockets. Bars, sprockets, V3 MX SX handlebar, 29% stronger than the competition. Vortex Racing. What? They're strong. Yeah. You like them? They're good? Oh, yeah. I, I've, I've already hit the ground with them and they didn't yeah. bend. Agent Steve set that up, Clayson. How'd your guy do? I got my own bar deal. Pro taper. Uh... Uh, Vassarea Sprockets, Chad Reed, Cooper Webb will be using Vortex Sprockets on their bikes. Babbitt's Kawasaki uses the bars and sprockets. Um, I'm not at liberty to tell you the deal that Vortex can give you, but it is damn good if you email Jake at VortexRacing.com. Alex Ray, uh, spot here on the show brought to you by Vortex, a Vortex rider. Vortex, X-Brand. Hey, yep. does your dog fart or is his breath this bad? Like, there's a stink coming from under my table. <laughs> yeah, no, they probably fart. farting. Yeah, farting. They fart and it's bad. Yeah, yeah. I got it. Yeah, too. it's yeah. legit stinky. Do you want me to move him? No. The problem Whatever. with that with that one, if is if you nudge him with your foot, he growls at you. <laughs> oh, good. Well, <laughs> like, I'm glad I don't have any shoes on then. Well, I'm just saying, like, he doesn't mind if you accidentally hit him, but if you go like, "Hey, get," and he doesn't want to get, there could be problems. All right. So, uh, great radio. Hey, um, can we get um, can we get Kiefer on the phone? To talk a little bit of uh, bike shootouts with David Pingree. Sure. Um, Ping, before, so let's get into this a little bit. And then and, and you guys can certainly chip, chime in anytime. Um, Ping, you want to talk about shootouts a little bit. Uh, something that we do at Racer X is, is we do a little bit more bike in thorough bike hop-ups, bike testing. Kind of got away from shootouts a little bit. And and uh, Ping, you heard about the Michael Lindsay Vital MX shootout dirt rider yeah. you know, on our show a few weeks ago. But kind of tell us what you think about that. Well... So when I started doing shootouts, it's probably been six, seven years ago, actually. Uh, we just jumped in because we thought, hey, why not? You know, no one else was doing it at the time on the web. It, it was all in the magazine. And those guys had to, you know, by the time you do the shootout, get everything written, get it in print, we could have it out. 
you know, 30 to 45 days before they could. Yep. So it's like, Hey, let's, let's do it on the website. Our magazine's never been testing. Racer X is a, is a, you know, lifestyle and racing magazine. So, uh, we start going through the process of it and, and our angle was always, let's get former professional riders mm -hmm. because in my opinion, you, to have a novice try to ride a bike and tell you what it's doing and all the subtleties of the handling and the, the, the characteristics of the chassis and the engine, they can't, they can't really tell, you mm -hmm. know, but if you've got a pro guy, he can jump on it within a few laps, give you a pretty good breakdown of what it does, what it's, what it's good at, what it's bad at, what, what needs improvement. So that was always our angle, you know, and, um, we had a lot of, a lot of good test riders, a couple of them biased. Like we tried Emig one time and yeah. he, he went on and on about one bike, why it, sh why it was the best bike, but he pick picked the Cowie. It's like, okay. <laughs> and we're never using you again, Jeff. Yeah, but yeah you, you weeded some guys out. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, you had yeah. to. But Albie, I, you know, I think, is loved Suzuki. Albie was in love with Suzuki. Yeah. Um, but we had a group of really good riders that mm -hmm. we used that gave us great feedback. I thought the way we did it was, was good. But the problem is there, there's, there's, there's a few really key problems with shootouts. One, these manufacturers all advertise with you. So like with any product testing, how can you give an unbiased opinion of a product from a company that's paying money to put that product in your book. It's like, it, it's, well, it's counterintuitive. Well, but if they're all advertising with you, then you can, I mean. It's just, it's shady. It's, uh, it's, it's not a good way to do business. That's why we've always avoided it in the magazine. This was the website, so it's a little different, so yep. we went with it. Okay. Uh, number two, the bikes have all gotten so good that it's really a matter of opinion. I might jump on the Honda, and I love it. It's, hands down, this is the best bike. Troy gets on something, he's like, oh, no, the Cowie, that's for me. It's, it's a little longer, it's more stable, whatever. They're all good bikes. It's just come down to, like, what fits a yeah, different rider. Back in the day, there were shitty bikes. For sure. Yeah. No question. Yeah. There was a clear-cut winner, and this one is really a pile of shit, and it's yeah. way back here, and it's fifth from everybody. Yeah. It's just not like that anymore. And if you watch a lot of the shootouts, there's a bike that's maybe a little bit better. It has a characteristic everyone likes, and it gets picked. But then at times, stuff will be totally shuffled up, you know, and... Mm -hmm. Guys will like the KTM, but not they don't like the Husky as much. It's like, what are you talking about? I mean, yeah. it's the same bike. Right. There's literally just an airbox different. That's it. Um, and on top of that, you've pissed off three manufacturers, maybe four, and one or two are happy. So we're doing all this work. They're putting out all this time and effort to come do it to ultimately, you know, yeah. not make these guys happy. So with all that stuff in mind, we went a different direction. We started doing um, an introduction. Here's what's new on the bike. Here, have a look at it. And then we came back after we'd ridden it some more. And went, here's, we do a dialed-in segment. Here's what settings we found that we liked. Things about the bike that mm -hmm. are good, that are, that are bad. And here's how we corrected the bad things. Uh, it's, it's really for people who've bought those bikes. And they want to know where to start with settings. Clicker settings, sag, gearing, whatever. Mapping. And... That's what we've done. Now, as far as the shootouts go, again, I think it's all baloney. I think, uh, and I think this Vital MX thing just proves How it. do you spell baloney on your Well, end? it depends yeah. on if you're in Canada okay, or not. Right. So, <laughs> I think we've covered that. Yeah. Um, um, well, let's, let's better time to bring in Dirt Rider's own Chris Kiefer. What's up, Keefe? Hey, guys. How are you? Good. Dirt Rider. Kay Clayson, Alex Ray, Troy Benjamin, all in studio. Kiefer. So, we, got, Kiefer. we got a house hey, full, dude. buddy. What's going on? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Packed. Kiefer, uh, Pingree's kind of talking a little bit about uh, shootouts and why Racerex is going in that in that direction and everything else. So I thought you'd be interested to get you guys on here. And, and yeah, also, listen to it. Yeah, yeah, it's good. I like everything he's saying. It's, so far, so good. 
Um, so the the vital thing. So so I've picked I picked the brain of some of these manufacturers, and I said, hey, you know, I told them what what we were doing and why we're not doing shootouts anymore, and some of them really appreciate it. The Honda guy actually told me he goes, well. You know, the manufacturers actually really like the feedback from the shootouts, good and bad. You know, they yeah, use that I've and they take they that. I've heard that they didn't like the way we're doing it. So that's only like secondhand through this guy, you know. But it, you can't do it right. There, <laughs> this was another problem was the comments section. You, you'll get, oh, man, you, they should use a, why don't they use a novice and an intermediate and an expert? Why don't they use a vet rider? How come there's no young kids that are telling us, you know, right. you can't make everybody happy? We did it the way we thought was a better right. way to do it. Like, yep. I always use the analogy, if you're going to have some guy go test a NASCAR, do you want you behind the wheel or Jeff Gordon? Jeff Gordon. I mean, yeah. like, you can't tell shit. It's fast. I'm scared going around the circles. Like, that's all you're going to say. Right. Here, I, here's how I look at it. Here's how, like, Ping is right in a way, and how I look at it is who's buying the bikes, okay? Um, when Ping goes to track... You know, even Ping's a fireman now, but how many guys are faster than Ping at, at any given day? Not very many. And, and it's the same thing goes with me. So when I, when I explain how a bike is, you know, some people can't relate because they're not as fast as me or Ping. So that's why I try to incorporate real-world guys. Like, you know, Ping said a novice. They can't pick apart chassis, and I get that. But these are the same guys that are buying these bikes and they want to see those type of guys' opinions because they can relate to their weight, to their riding ability, to how, how they ride. And that's why I try to encompass, and once again, going back to what Ping says, you can't please everyone, but I try to encompass a well-rounded group of riders, more so on the 450 side than the 250 side, because the 250 side is more built for younger kids. And, but as the 250 evolves, you know, like the Yamaha and the KTM, they're getting better torque readings. They're, you know, they're coming up on the bottom end. So now older vet guys are using those bikes as well because they, they can last longer. Um, it's fun to ride still, and they have the bottom end to get them out. So I agree with Ping as far as, man, it's this whole vital thing, it went uh, ape shit, but he's right. It's a matter of opinion, and it's, it's, it just depends on what type of rider you are how big you are, and what kind of riding style you have. Because these bikes, like you said, are so close, they go to different styles of riding. And I'm sure the guys, you know, Cade and Alex can tell you, I mean, they ride different bikes, and I'm sure they can say, hey, I like one thing on this bike, and I didn't like it on this other bike. So it just depends what you want. Yeah, and, and you might be able to, like, you feel comfortable on, on one brand over another, and that's where the personal preference thing comes in. But if you're if you're a guy who can do a a minute 45 lap time, you can probably do it on any bike in stock trim. You're not going to be like, well, I was five seconds a lap slower on this bike. Yeah. So for sure that's bad. Well, I, I just, I, I've never seen that where a guy couldn't get around the track yeah, at his speed right. on, on one something. bike or the other. Alex, you switched from Honda to Husky. Why just support or did it, did you ride a KTM Husky and be like, Oh my God, I can qualify for supercross mains easier. Um, I mean, it was a little bit, like whenever I switched, we were, it was right after Supercross. And was it a little bit where your mic isn't in your mouth oh. either? A little Sorry. bit right there. Yeah. Okay. Um, a little bit, but you know, I mean, I had a lot of bike issues with the Honda okay. and, and stuff like that, and financially, I just I had to make some, I had to make a change. If any of this five OEMs, six OEMs now offered you free bikes and parts, you take it. Like oh yeah, all, yeah, oh, yeah. Any, right, any, right, right. there's not a crappy right, bike. Right. There's what, not yeah. a crappy bike right. anymore. You're, you're right. like, yeah, there, you're, there's really not. Um, what I like about the Husky, it's I'm a little bit bigger guy. 
and outdoors that really helped. The Honda was a little bit more twitchy, mm-hmm. I felt, outdoors than the Husky. The Husky was a little bit more raked out. The only right. thing I don't like about the Husky is the subframe. I've broken probably 10. <laughs> oh, every other every other week you get a Snapchat from Alex saying he snapped the subframe or his muffler is blown out. Well, not anymore. I have, I have finally now, got a muffler. Yeah, I finally I finally have a pipe sponsor. Um, hey, so uh, getting back to the shootouts. <laughs> so, uh, Ping, where did you stand on the Michael Lindsay Vital MX YZ2DF controversy? Now, uh, new new uh, news uh, I found out today on Twitter was that MXA ranked the Yamaha third. Kiefer, did you see that? Yeah, I saw that. But okay. what, what was so, first and second? Was it KTM Husky? Yeah. So really, and, and here, and here, really, and they've so got it second then, right? Because those are the same bike, right? It, See, and then Ping says that, and I, I have to disagree with Ping. Like, for me, I can tell a difference between the two. Um, just for, like you said, it's, it's an air box, right? But you can really feel the difference, especially on a, on, on a 250. You can feel that. Um, 450 is a little bit less, but that, I, for I us, that's why our, our KTM yeah. and Husky always finishes, you know, there's a bike in between because these riders feel the differences, you know. Versus, you know, an airbox mod. Ping or, doesn't. Or Kiefer F. Ping is not looking like he's convinced of this. It's just subtle. It's not a difference that's going to like change your lap times. That's that's what I. Yeah, think. and I guess maybe I'm not going off of lap times. I'm just going off a of feel, right? So maybe the lap times are the same, but the feeling's different. So Ping, you've ridden all these things. Where'd you put the Yamaha? Is the vital? Is Michael Lindsay high on cocaine? Like we? I would put the Yamaha first or second. But again, that's just me. Yeah, I there's and a Rich couple Taylor, of bikes I don't like the way it feels. And Transworld and Cycle News on a 250, you, you take into account the engine probably a little more heavily than handling because yes. they they're all lighter, they handle pretty well. Right. So which one has more balls? And that the Yamaha's arguably the best engine. So right off the bat, to me, that puts it closer to the front. Okay. But he could have had just whatever test strategy he had. They preferred this or that or the other thing. Like that's what I said. It's yeah. it's such a, just an opinion of like what you like. It's not. Well, here's the facts. It's, these are clearly better, and here's why they they all these handle better for sure. These don't handle. They're slow. Yeah. It's not like that anymore. It's this one is more comfortable for these guys. And the best advice I ever gave in a shootout, I, I still think they're bullshit. But the best advice I could ever tell somebody who's looking at what brand to buy, what dealer do you have near you that will support you the best? What brands do they sell? Find a guy that'll take good care of you, that'll help you with parts, that'll help you with some service, whatever, and that's the guy you buy a bike from, whichever he, whatever brand he's got. KTMPartsExpress.com. Use the code PulpMX. Save yourself 25%, 15% or something. Uh, or something. Something like that. Uh, <laughs> Kiefer, um, Ping was saying before the show, or, or maybe during a commercial, or maybe I don't know when, he's a little disappointed, Kiefer, at the performances of the new Honda in the, uh, in the shootouts. He, he disappointed personally, or he disappointed No, he thinks it should be no, higher. No, he loves I've, the bike. I've heard some people saying that the, sh- the 450, the new 450 Honda, didn't do that well in their shootouts because they thought it was too soft and had some handling issues. And I, I was surprised by that because wow. I didn't feel that when I rode it. I mean, it's, I, I disagree. Like, I'm with Ping because, I mean, I rode the bike. And, you know, I wasn't a part of the 450 shootout because I had a concussion, but... I mean, I can tell you that bike was either first or second with almost every rider that, that rode that bike. And, and yeah, a lot of guys did say it was soft initially, but it still had comfort. And the motor is actually, I mean, really, really good. I mean, as fast as the Yamaha and the KTM. And you're getting a little bit more for, 
for me, when I ride, you get a little bit more real, real, real tra- wheel traction. So the people saying, oh, they drag their pegs and it's soft. I mean, yeah, if you're 220 pounds, I can see that. But, I mean, I'm 170, 175, and then ride pretty aggressive. And it's it's soft, but it's sure as heck not, you know, bottoming on me. Um, can we, Kiefer, like that, on, so. on a normal 450, typically, do you feel like they're a little oversprung for you? Like, generally speaking, you'd have to go to a softer spring or no? Um, for me, no. Like I would say at the beginning of you know, the first 10 hours or so, yeah, they feel stiff, but as they break in, it, it feels pretty nice. I think the Yamaha is a little stiff for me initially, but as it breaks in, it gets better. But, you know, I can see if you're, you know, 160, 165 pounds, I can see how, yeah, you could drop down a spring for sure. Cause I'm 168 and just typically on a 450, that's kind of my go-to move. I got to drop a spring rate, but on that Honda, it felt perfect. Um, Kiefer, so, can we? Can maybe we, that's part of it. Kiefer, can we unveil the Dirt Rider results or no? Um, I, I'm waiting on that. I can't right now. Okay. Um, but that that's coming this week on DirtRider.com. I mean, I can't. I'll just tell you guys. I'm not going to tell you when, but Honda got second in our shootout. So yeah, that's what I was going to say. So I mean, it that's it was didn't yeah. Win, so but. that's saying something for that bike. First year bike, it got second, and and I don't know what did it get in vitals. I don't remember. I don't know. I didn't see it. See that? Yeah, I know theirs is up now too. Clippy, clippy. Um, uh, <laughs> what? Uh, I'm just. All right. I just had a Pavlovian response right now. That sounded like the tones in my station, and I just was like, <laughs> "I got to call. I got to go." Yeah, no, it, it's the asshole in the corner. He doesn't pay attention to his job anymore. Did that? Uh, yeah, <laughs> it came out of the mind. King, did you ride all the 450s? Uh, I didn't ride the. I haven't ridden the Husky this year, or the Suzuki, but. I've ridden the Suzuki the last three years. If you a little so. personal shootout and the bikes that you rode, what, which one do you like best out of the 450? The Honda, hands down. I, I yeah. think it's probably the easiest to ride 450 I've ever ridden. I felt like I was on a 250F, but a really fast one. Like, I could right. make that thing just, like, follow into a rut so easy. Um, like, it almost felt like a Suzuki the way it turned. Someone in the chat room said that Honda got third in the vital shootout. There you go. Yeah. Okay. See, yeah, that, that's, that, that's, that's surprising me. It's still pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I know they, in Vital, they Vital, they had Husky for first. And uh, I think KTM second. So, um, which I, I, I mean, I could see that too. Husky's a good bike. I mean, they're, they're all good bikes, like Pink said. It's just, like you said, man, it's all preference. Let, let me you ask ride. you guys this. Let me ask you guys this. This is a, How? this, and here's the other thing. This is the last thing about shootouts, I'll okay. say. All right. And Kiefer's, you know, he's, he's backing up what I know he's got a, they all sell it, so they got to, pump it up and talk about how important it is. So but you're saying Kiefer's, Kiefer's going to lie right now? No. Oh, okay. No, he's saying it is a lot of personal preference. And I, I think that's the problem is like, well, then what the hell are we doing here, Harry? We're, we're all just giving these ideas, you know. Yeah. And but, at the, but at no, the but, end of the day, if you're a Honda guy, like, you know, you're a Honda guy. And I could tell you it got last. And you tell me to eat a bowl of dicks, you're going down to your Honda dealership and you're yeah. buying one anyway. Yeah. You don't change anybody's mind. No. Right? It's like a total well, waste but, of time, these things to me. But I think, and Kiefer, maybe you can tell us, like those sell those sell issues. Shootout sells issues. People want to see that. Shootout sells, yeah. That's yeah. one of our biggest sellers in the year. Right. And, and this is why when I write the shootout myself, I make sure I put, hey, these are our collective opinions. Look at the size of the rider. Relate it to yourself and how you ride and see where you feel like the ranking is for you. This is not the Bible of motorcycling, and here's what it is. You know, this like mm-hmm. it's a tool to help you buy your bike. That's it. Right. Uh, well, well said, uh, Kiefer. Um, so, can we uh, talk about something more important though? Yeah. 
What about waxing my asshole? Um, well, we can't, right? Because you're you're bicked. You said everywhere. Well, here's the thing. Like you, when you started this whole thing, like you just text me, hey, you want to get waxed? I'm like, sure. So I haven't. I've been going straight Jumanji for the last two weeks, dude. Like, okay. my shit is overgrown. Well, and Travis bitching at me, so I need to know which way I'm going with Travis's it. Travis's wife said she would do it. Yeah, we could do do it on the air. Did you do, like the full? But bleach? I didn't know it was my asshole. I didn't know you're going that deep. It's everything. Oh, it's man. butthole it's and taint and balls. Is there a name for that? Is it like? Oh, that's Travis. The shining star treatment or something? Or what do you, what do you just, call it? I just call it the Brazilian. The Brazilian. Um, I love it. So you, we can do this. Travis's wife said she would do it, and so I don't know. I feel bad for Travis's wife. So that's kind of gnarly. I mean, do it for so, research. Uh, she wear gloves in that room right now. Out of all those guys sitting in that room, you're telling me not one of you guys. Lift your leg up on that fucking soap dispenser thing in your shower and get up in there and and shave your ass. You're telling me that? No, no, I don't. I no, I no. trim with a little with a with a yeah. trimmer. Trim yeah. guard, yeah, guard on it and trim it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah. putting a, a razor blade down by my ring piece. No, <laughs> really. <laughs> Once again, so Kiefer weirds everybody out. What Once about again, baby wipes? Huh? Do you want do you wipe with baby wipes? Oh yeah. That thing's clean as a whistle. Okay. You could eat a meal off it. <laughs> I, I, I wipe probably. I give her three or four good strikes with the toilet paper, yeah. and then I come in for cleanup with the with the baby yeah. wipes. <laughs> right. So that's it. what I'm saying. If you got you got hairs down there, you got straight up dingleberries chilling down there all the time. Yeah. Dookie butts yucky. I mean, can't I, have it. Yeah. I, I mean, especially. Yeah. I mean, I get it. You know. With the with the dingleberries and everything, especially after a long day at the track, you're 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 walking around mud butt. Yeah. Right. You know what's really terrible you is you could, you could go to town, especially with cheap like porta potty toilet paper. You know the yeah. stuff you get in the little yeah the paper. Mexican space shuttles. Yeah, you could wipe ten times with as much of it as you want, and take a wet wipe and give it another good stripe, and it's you'll have a little Dale Junior burnout on that thing. <laughs> it's like you can't get it clean with toilet paper. No, yeah, you, you uh, I don't. Oh, He's right. It always will be there. You're like, I wipe good. You still got a little, little racing. It's right terrifying. There, you, know? so, you could wipe it with toilet paper right. until you're bleeding. It's terrifying. Pizza. And when you come in with a wet wipe, there's poop down there. But all I am saying to you gentlemen is your ladies that you're with, what if you went down and you saw hair? You're out. We're visual people. Men are visual. You see a patch of hair down there, we're out. That's not cool. <laughs> You know, so uh, you know. He's got a point. Well, you're going hey, down on dudes with hairy buttholes. Yeah, what? What is happening? <laughs> but Great what radio. What I'm saying is, if they shave, they shave and they miss a spot. There's a patch down there by their ass. That ain't cool. But we're but talking about waxing your beehole. This is a whole nother. I understand. Okay. But d- you should do that for your wife as well. <laughs> what, I think what he's saying is you should put yourself in their shoes. Yeah. No, I hear you. Yeah. 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 Uh, all right, Kiefer. All right, I got a well, question for Kiefer. Okay. We touched on man friends. On a scale of one to yeah. five, how much is Kiefer a man friend of Mathis for knowing his exact Starbucks drink? It's actually, I, I barely know it. I have to ask my wife. Heather yeah. knows his Heather, order. Heather, so. Heather's got it. She's got it down. Oh, yeah. I yeah. yeah. I feel about that. I've been there. I've been there long enough to. I, every, it's every issue, every, every uh, episode. I'm there doing the same thing. Yeah, and you're here next week. You're here next week with JT in studio. No, I'm not coming. I got beef with JT. What? I'm just kidding. You got to yeah, bury your beef? <laughs> That's what we do on this show. We bury the beef. Bury the beef. <laughs> Kiefer, are you riding this week? Oh, man. I'm going to be in the high desert. 
All right, yeah, let's do it. Let's go. Uh, can A Ray stay at your house this whole off season for Supercross? I told him he could. Well, a whole thing, probably not, but he could stay. <laughs> well, I mean, I got, I have to, I have to drive. It's a long haul. Here, here's my prediction. I heard that you're staying down in what Canyon Lake. Yeah, that's a terrible idea. Well, after <laughs> after New Year's, too many distractions down there. Yeah. After New Year's. Yep. Where are you staying? Where's Schmidt? Where's that? Lake Elsinore. We live on the mountain. Central. It's awesome. He has a house. Yeah. It's so nice. Man, he's up there. He's got a okay, house. But you two are buddies. Why are you guys ditching each other? Him and me? Yeah. I mean. Like you guys are bros. Yeah, we're bros. We train together, but I mean. I got so he just ditches I, you for Schnick Schmidt? And I got I mean, my hey, own space. If he's, got, if he's got his own place, he's got his own place. I mean, I got my own. He's going to live with like 30 people. Yeah. I, yeah, I so to. get him into your deal. I don't know, man. Get A-Ray into your deal. I, I don't do that. I got my nah. dog. I got my girlfriend. Nick doesn't well, need He's going to invite people. Someone else into a house that he was invited to? Yes. Yeah. No. I already did that. I brought my dog. Oh, so Kate, Kate has a chick and everything? Not with me right now, but she's... My chick's here. Coming, yeah, see, coming and going. You need to get on Kate's program. Get a chick. Settle down. Get away from the distractions. Get on that. Yeah, well, I, my, my chick, she's, she's right here. She was actually just asleep, but she, my she chick, just woke up. She drove okay. all the way. She drove all the way to Vegas with me and flew out this morning just a road trip with me. We got to get you some new goggles. Man. Yeah, we're going to down the Canyon Lake. Yeah, that's Red terrible. You know, you can ask Kiefer. Expans are awesome. I'm not going. No, Kiefer loves Oakley. Well, hey, I I ran Oakley last Air year. Break. They're, yeah, they're he, great. He, Kiefer's a jerk off when it comes to goggles. Um, hey, Kiefer, I was supposed to ride a uh, Josh Hill's race bike tomorrow at Comp Edge, and they oh, there was an, an electrical glitch. They had to reschedule. <laughs> mm. Oh no, shit! That, that sucks. That'd have yeah. been a good time. Yeah, I know. All right, right. Kiefer, I know we're keeping you up uh, right now. Thank you to Heather for the burrito. Tell her thanks for the burrito. Yeah, and the cinnamon rolls. And the cinnamon rolls. Yeah, you didn't need to say that on the air, but yeah, cinnamon rolls were good, too. (laughs) (laughs) I stopped by Kiefer's house for dinner on the way up from uh, SoCal yesterday. So, Uh, All right, buddy. Thanks for coming on. See you, Kiefer. All right, see you guys. All right, thanks. Uh, Race Tech Suspension, do you use Race Tech? Uh, No. Uh, You use Race Tech? Mm -hmm. It's fantastic, right? Love it. It's like pillows. It's like basically... I mean, my stuff's pretty stiff, so. It's like pillows, though. It's as stiff, but yet still pillows. Yeah. Did you see our Facebook Live we did this week on Racer X? No, I don't go on Facebook. I'm not a Facebook guy. Well, I'm not either, but we, yeah. we did one so of those I, I wouldn't go on Facebook to, to see it. Well, it was on so. our site, though. You can find it. Okay. Was it good? We did a t- virtual tour through Racetech. And? I've rad. seen it. Yeah. Racetech.com, the best suspension yeah. you'll ever know. Please check them out. Uh, Motor Concepts guys are running uh, Racetech. Everybody except JB. Say for JB, yeah. Is he running stickers or no? No, I think he's just be shower dude. So, uh, we had JB on earlier too. Right yeah, on the show I was earlier. Talking to him. Uh, when? Right before he came on. Really? I wanted to talk to him. I was kind of bummed. Why? Because I wanted to be on together, dude. It would have been like a whole club MX thing. Me, him, Brayton. It would have been cool. minus the Michael. Hey, and Phil left club MX. Yeah, that's okay. Phil. Uh, Racetech.com. Use code PulpMX2016. They got motor services going on, too. They're building my project bike motor right now. Looking forward to, to having that. And uh, so these are the best emails of the week. Look, I, again, if you don't want to be Kate Clayson and Motor Concepts with this, you know, suspension service and all that, I get it. No problem. Just get your suspension stuff service ping. I mean, get the oil changed, right? I would. I mean, get seals done. Don't I, be an asshole. Right. Don't get your oil changed. Right. It Thank makes you. a big difference. Absolutely. I, like, when I was an amateur, I'd... I would just 
hundred hours on Dude. And I didn't really ever realize it, but like yeah. I was a hack local pro, okay? But I was like, you know what? My tire's worn. Need tire, need chain sprockets, need suspension oil changed, need a piston ring. Like I was like that's my machine. Like I gotta look after it. You know what I mean? Like I was I wasn't just, raised that way. I was like my dad, yeah. if I had a tire on there, I was like, Dad, I need a new tire. It's like it's starting to like crack chunk knobs. No. No, turn man. that thing around. My, d- my dad did around. turn around sometimes. Turn yeah. around, the thing would yeah. be it would, yeah, it'd be rounded all the way around. Right. My dad was <laughs> no knobs. No, my dad was the worst mechanic ever. I mean, the guy tried, but it it didn't go well. We'd run a bike till it blew up, fix it, sell it, get a new one. That was wow, uh, money bags That's over one here. Theory. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, this is like sixties. <laughs> I'm talking sixties. Did you ever do this on? Did you ever do him for privateer profile? Because you shouldn't have. You should have done it for factory rider profile. Yeah, uh, I, I have not. Here we go. Who was I, the, who was the best guy that you did a profile with? And who was the who was the biggest jerk? Uh, I mean, you got fired from Racer, so it doesn't matter. Anymore. Well, I mean, no one's really a jerk. Who was a jerk? Out. Who was a jerk? Just guys who don't get back to me. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so Nick Schmidt. That was Nick Schmidt, Nick right? Schmidt. <laughs> <laughs> That's twice for him. Okay. I mean, oh, I keep asking. Do you guys listen to the show? Hey, we should yeah, call. I listen to it every. Yeah. Did, did you hear my Nick Schmidt rant about a month and a half ago? Two months I think ago. So. I don't remember. I'm like. This guy's a great rider. Like, he's he's in almost every main event. He needs to get a little better in shape because he kind of can't. I don't know if he has 20 hard laps in him. Technically, he's a very good rider. He's in every main event. And nobody really helps him out. What is going on? Like, I, think, I think it's under the radar more than everyone realizes. He gets a lot more help than everyone thinks. Yeah? Yeah. Like, like Suzuki stuff? Oh, Suzuki for sure. Yeah. I, Bikes, parts, continuously? I mean, I'm not going to sit here and tell everyone his deal, but I mean, Yeah, it, please do. It, no. no one listens to this show. <laughs> no, but I mean, he I mean, he's I mean, he's definitely What do you think he's pulling the, down? What is he pulling down a year? I don't know. He's got a house. <laughs> In Elsinore. <laughs> a nice house. Okay, he's a, he doesn't own it. I imagine he makes payments no. on it. Yeah, I mean, I'm but sure. But what is he what do you think he makes? I have no. He doesn't idea. do outdoors really. I don't know. I'm not going to I have no idea and I'm not going to blow him out. He well, maybe if well he'd call Troy back, we could ask him some questions and yeah. find out. Call no. Troy Benjamin back. Well, not anymore because he doesn't work at Razor X, but <laughs> call him for Pulp. <laughs> call him back like a month ago. I would if he Are you going to move the call him to Pulp now? Well, yeah, if he answers me. Just call him All right these now. guys I want. So it's... my rant was like, what is going on with Nick Schmidt? I like him. I've talked. I mean, I know he's got some people that don't like him, and he's always been cool to me. And I'm always like, did he get? Does he have cocaine in his airbox? Has does he like? Uh, he's super, beat he's, up chicks. Like, I, what is his deal that nobody helps him? I have no idea. Because he, like, he does a Teddy Parks thing. Yeah. And that's it. Like, why well, can't he get? I mean, I don't know. Like, he is like. Like, he, why can't like, he get a cycle trader like, ride? When I, before I met him, I was like, dude, this guy's like, he looks sketchy. Like, he looks different. You know, he, you looks, like, he looks like a like a Hanson almost. And then I met him, and uh-huh. we're, like, instantly friends. Like, guy doesn't drink, nothing. Like, okay, like why doesn't Concepts have, pick him up? I have, why doesn't Cycle Trader pick him up? I have no why idea. Why doesn't? Well, you know, it's funny. I don't know him at all. I see him around all the time in Southern California at the tracks. But I had the same impression just, like, looking at him. Like, this guy's He's, probably a punk ass. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I don't know him at all. I'm not saying he is. Right, right. But that's yeah. like the, he kind of gives that vibe off. Yeah, so bit. my whole thing was like, what's up with Nick Schmidt? Like, uh, give the guy a ride. He's a pretty good dude. Yeah. Like, he's yeah. good on yeah, the, on the track. I, th- too, I so. think that maybe he might just have his own, his own, well, like, maybe little he's deals doing where better. He makes money. Yeah, I mean, I don't he might know. Just yeah. Do a little bit better on his own. Okay, here's some emails from people from Maddie. Here we go. Uh, Dear Steve, I remember the good old days with Tits Legendary. Tits was the heart and soul of Pulp MX. I would like to see a poll on who the listeners think was the best producer on the show. Is that a Pulpy Award? No. Oh. Some of your producers think they are bigger than the show. 
and get a big head. But Tits Legendary was a humble man <laughs> who made mistakes and had some personality. Make Papa Mex great again. Bring back Tits. Signed, Tits Legendary. <laughs> <laughs> Matt. He says his name's Matt. Sure it is. He says his name's Matt. That's that's weird. That's a weird way. That's a weird way to spell tits. <laughs> David says, uh, "Hey Steve, I bought the new Pulpamex app, but I'm a little disappointed. I was under the impression that all of the ad breaks would be taken out of the show if I paid for the app. No, why would you think that, David? We never said that. If I have to listen to the same old ads for another year, I think I will hang myself. Is this something that you could work on? No." Apart from that, I do love the show. Thanks, David. No, just fast forward it, bro. Yeah. Does this guy not aware of the fast forward button? Well, I'm not going in and editing the commercials out. I mean, fuck that. This is a Pandora work. radio. No, thank you. It's not a subscription service. <laughs> so, thank you. Um, you should just charge an extra fee. If you don't want commercials, pay an yeah. extra $2 a month. That's an idea. Well, yeah. I don't know if no, that's good because, yeah. All right. Uh, Dustin sent the... Oh, no. Wait, I'll wait for that one. Uh um, Tom sent this in. Uh, I was rad, it was rad listening to Mark Rogers on the show this past week. His comparison of the impressions gained from the pits and supercars versus a post on someone like Roxon's Instagram really put things into perspective. I'd love to hear more about the marketing side of supercars and what goes into the different contracts. Uh, anyways, you should get Mark on again and people like him. Uh, quick show, great show. I started listening about six months ago and I'm trying to figure out the beef with Josh Grant. What is the <laughs> Bury Lots of beef, beef tonight. Yeah. Bury your beef. Can I get filled in real quick? Yeah, Grant hates me. That's that's the short story. So, um, that's it. He Thanks for like filling me. him in. No, I mean, whatever. I think I, I think maybe the tenth time he got into a ramathon with somebody, or the fiftieth time he threw gang signs on the podium, or the hundredth time he threw his bike down after he won a moto, I might have said something. I don't know. Whatever. I can make everybody happy. Right? Yeah, I mean, you need a list on the wall of people who hate you. No, I don't think it's that many, bro. Like. Like Grant, Tommy Hahn, Ricky. Why doesn't Tommy Pablo's. like you? What? What'd you do to Tommy? I, I have no idea. Uh, I really don't know. I don't know. Uh, big WWE fan. Davalos. He hates me. He hates you. Yeah, Davalos too. Yeah. Phil. <laughs> oh, I hate that one guy. Michael Les thinks that you don't like him. Um, Alessi? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Joe. That's why I call him. Yeah, Joe yeah, Alessi. That's what Joe. we call him. Uh, all right, Dustin said, hey, great show, uh, best one out there. You're 100% correct. There's a massive problem in the 250 class, and it's going to keep getting worse each year as the riders are moved are, are moved up rather than retiring. On the last show, the idea of simply allowing riders to move up or down will really caught my attention. This solely solves the problem. If a fast rider can't ride in the – what are you guys doing over there? Uh, his mic is super far away from his mouth. I couldn't it even is. hear him. Yeah. There. But you're distracting me. You're in my eyesight doing this, so stop. Yeah, I thought I had something on my lips or something. Mm. <laughs> like you throwing like signs. You want to kiss me or something? The <laughs> <laughs> you're like you're like Joe. You're like uh, Joe Namath, Susie. I want to kiss you. You lost me with that Riff? reference, buddy. No, I have no idea. No one. <laughs> I don't know. Is that a no one? I know that. Joe Namath. I know Joe Namath. I know the name, I, but I don't. Susie Colbert, ESPN, like about ten years ago. He was hammered on the sidelines getting interviewed. And he was like, forget about the New York Jets. I want to kiss you. <laughs> no? No. Ah. Chloe? Nothing? Nothing. Okay. Um. She's still concussed from that dive, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Good God. That left a mark. Um, so 
So Dustin says uh, they keep the East-West split. Uh, there are no lo- He wants guys to be able to 450 guys to move up and down like we talked about. Um, only the riders who would be hurt by this would be the new pros who would have a harder time getting a ride in the new Open 250 class. Yes, that's true. However, if you're Austin Forkner, you're still getting a ride because you're young and you haul ass. So uh, how about an East-West Regional Outdoor 125 class for these riders? Racist Ping would love it. Five-time Alberta champion, Dustin. Dustin who? Dustin Pipes. Do you like Pipes? Is he a good privateer? Love Pipes. Yeah, Pipes is cool. He's cool. Yeah, yeah he's pretty cool. Uh, all right. Okay, so uh, we had a guy write in about having you back on the show and how you're a racist ping, and we got a lot of mileage out of that. It was good. Yeah, was I'm great. glad. I'm glad you guys so, got yeah, a kick out yeah, of it. Yeah, we did. It was great. So here's a guy saying, uh, James, on a recent podcast, a guy said he would be protesting the show due to ping being on it. Uh, being a Republican in a blue state, I am constantly baffled at some of the things our state does, but I am about as fed up as I can get with these pussies from my generation and how everything is supposed to be handed to them and they lose at something, they start crying. Um, you will, you weak dick motherfuckers will be the downfall of this one gr- once great country. Pingry is the coolest person I can think of in the motor in- industry. He once mailed me a jersey for a small donation to a guy who does a chapel service at, at Supercross races. To call someone racist for their political belief by association with a so-called racist president is a prime example of these spineless fucks that are growing up. Hating everyone equally, James. But to be fair to James, you emailed him a jersey. Like, he's pretty biased. Like, like uh, that, that's awesome. That's a great job by you. You know what? But, yeah. And I, I've done that to anyone who asks that for a jersey. I'll say, make a donation to MRO. That's probably what he did for Steve Hudson. And Yeah, I'll do I'll that, too. I do it for Basset Hound Rescue. People have come in the studio. They donate 500 bucks, and I'm like, hey, come in the studio. But really, you're going to call me a racist because well, I, I voted okay. for Donald we, Trump. we, we got to go into this. So right. here's the guy who wrote the email. The right. guy was banning this. I saved this for you. Like this was. I appreciate that. Okay. Patrick, in regards to David Pingree and what I stated in my previous email about him supporting racism, <laughs> no doubt my previous email was very vague, and I was just upset and lashing out in a very dumb way. So, Patrick's coming around. Oh, Pat, come Oh, good. I want to be clear that I did not call David a racist. He said racist ping. He did say racist <laughs> ping. I mean, you played it for me. Did I? Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, no, you sent me the email. I want to be clear that I did not call David a racist. Rather, I said he supports racism. <laughs> and yes, by what I meant is that by supporting and promoting a person, Trump, who at the very least promotes, supports, and tolerates racism. Personally, I am not sure how anyone could dispute the fact that Trump promotes, supports racism, and tolerates racism with a straight face. Over several years, I've had to listen to many in the off-road world call Obama the N-word, a Muslim, a terrorist, a non-citizen, a socialist, blah, blah, blah. I am not a Democrat. I did not vote for Obama. But I do respect him, and I know that many of the things that said about him are were untrue. I guess I got really fed up when I saw Pingree gloating online after Trump won the election. Those are my personal issues and not cool for me to single out racist ping. No, kidding. He said single out ping. He did not. I, All right. Well, I, 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 it's nice of him to write a second. Yeah. Line. So uh, I sincerely but apologize. He, good. I was misunderstood that I was calling David a racist, but I did write it, so I own up to it. I do apologize. I'm a lo- loyal listener from show number one. Okay. Well, I'm so glad. He, he, Hopefully he's tuned in, even though I'm here. He said he was boycotting, so I don't know. I know. That's what I'm saying. Right, right. Hopefully he, he got over it. And I will say... Have a look at Trump's cabinet, because he's hired four different women, two of them Asian, I think one Hispanic. I mean, he's you cannot call him 
racist, sexist, anything else when you look at who he's put in place. Are you worried about his, his uh, cabinet of education who's, who's never sent her kids to public school and is a millionaire? Well, look. And, and how is she in a cabinet of education? How is she supposed to be the senator of whatever, education? I, I'm not back there making those decisions. I don't know. <laughs> I just know he was a better pick than she was. Are you worried been. about him appointing a Goldman Sachs person as an economic Well, person? Secretary of State. Or who? Uh, no. He's got an oil. The one I didn't like is he's got an oil executive as Secretary of State. He's not, not draining the swamp here, Ping. Well. Which I agreed with. Like, I love that idea. Like, Hillary would have just been another, like, uh, 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 politician in there, career politician in there that's all going to do each other backhanded favors and everything else. So I love the fact that Trump's like, hey, I'm coming in there and I'm going to clean house. But he's not so far. He's not cleaning house. Well, he's, he's changing He's changing the type of people who are appointed. He's not putting a lot of politicians in there, like but lifetime the, politicians. Okay, but they're, they're millionaires. They're, they're businessmen. Yeah, sure. I mean, you want poor people? I mean, I just want the right person. Well, I, I do too, but who is that? Well, I don't know. Me either. It seems like appointing a Goldman Sachs person is not draining the swamp. Well, he even said it himself. He's like, you want, you know, the guy's good with money. Like, yeah, I'm going to put a guy in that's good with money. That's what I need. How do you feel about Trump being the only president to never release his tax forms? His ta- his, his- I don't care. Who cares? Okay. Who cares? Why does it matter? Do, how do you feel about him saying uh, Obama had a forged his birth certificate and then... Well, look, that was stupid. He's got to give it up. I mean, if you want to, you know, make a big deal. He kind of hasn't, though, right? I know. Has he actually ever said, like, my bad? I don't think so. I don't think he says that. I was, no. <laughs> I was in Lil when he met Obama, and they showed him talking in that chair. Yeah. <laughs> Obama. That was awkward. <laughs> that was awkward, bro. <laughs> like, they did not, like, hey, what's up? <laughs> yeah. So you're on board this, Trump train. Well, look, I, I don't. I don't think he's amazing. He's not the candidate I would have picked. No, they're both bad. But hopefully, I, what I hope is that he can come in and change some things that need to be changed. We're, the government spends way too much money. I'm hoping he pairs that back. I'm hoping he gets rid of some. I mean, dude, we, we, get, we waste so much money. Of course. If he can just use a little bit of business acumen and clean up our budget and start reducing our, our debt, I mean... It'll help the 450 class. <laughs> It'll help the 450. It'll come back to the 450. If Trump, if Trump can get Feld to, to give out some money, I'd be in. But but you see, he's a one percenter. He ain't gonna do that. He's a one percenter. He's not there. He, neither so is Hillary. Don't get me wrong. But I'm just. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. Like like I said, he's not the perfect it, candidate. But. Honestly, I really feel like he's gonna get impeached. He's got so many conflicts with his kids and his businesses. Yeah. I, I, how does he? Because you know people are out to get him. I mean, they are out to get him. Yeah. You know, and I just feel like, dude, this is going to end bad. Well, all I can say is, if you're truly an American and you're pulling for the country, you should be pulling for him right now. Whether oh, you I like agree. him or not, yeah, let's let's cross our fingers somebody. and yeah, hope he's yeah, successful. No, absolutely, you're right about that. If uh, he can I fix, just hit a well, if he fixes some of our trade agreements and he can, Obamacare sucks. You can't argue with me that Obamacare uh, sucks. I, I can totally agree with it you. It sucks. I think you got to look after your poor and your sick. Fine. Your existing conditions. And that should stay in. And I think he said it will. Pre-existing conditions and staying on your... Did he say it would? Yeah. And staying on your parents' policy till you're 26. He's going to keep those things in place. I heard on the campaign trail, we are going to get rid of that. We are going to lock her up. (laughs) He said that too. (laughs) Yeah, well. Yeah, but they don't know shit. Is he going to lock her up? No. He said he was going to. He should. (laughs) Whoa. Oh, yeah. He said he wasn't going to. 
He said he's he wasn't going to? No, he's not yeah. going to pursue it. All right. Well, Enough politics. Let's swirl. Uh, I love my politicians <laughs> just saying anything. All right. Yeah, we'll move, we'll move on. Look, you're, you're, you, the one thing I agree with you is that, yeah, get behind the guy. He won the election. Let's get behind him. Everything else. But I honestly think this thing is going to be a disaster. <sighs> but no we'll see. Um, all right. Uh, BTOsports.com. Tweet at Travis segment. We got questions for uh, you. You. You, 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 not maybe some diving questions for Chloe. <laughs> uh, let's do that. BTOsports.com. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from BTOsports.com. Here's the tweets of Travis. BTOsports.com, great guys, great company. Uh, they're going to reinstate the code here shortly at some point. But if you go there, you call and you say, hey, I like Pulp MX, uh, they're going to give you a color, killer discount on anything they need, bike or body. They carry it, whether it's fly racing, FMF, guts racing, uh, Vortex, the X-Brand stuff, hot cams, uh, anything. Uh, they got it. So BTOsports.com, please support them. And uh, these questions are submitted to at Pulp MX Show to uh, the guy in the corner there, backflip guy. He combs through them, and uh, let's get a little roundtable going on, on what we got. All right, Trav. Randy wants to know, who do you think gets a win first, Webb or Moose Can? Hey, uh, Moose Can. Webb. Webb. I'm going to go Moose Can. I'm going to go Webb. Either one's yeah. a good answer. You don't have to put your hand up. I'm you just, just saying that the last two years, yep. Roxanne won as a rookie. Anderson won Why as a is your rookie. mic all quiet now? I don't know. Okay. Is it quiet? Uh, so I Just think bend I, it like this. Okay. Is that better? You know what? Your mic is fantastic. It's so good. Is that better? Ah. Notice how it comes in front of yeah. your mouth? It's like resting on your lips, yeah. too. Maybe I should do that. Oh, wow. Yeah, see? Oh, that makes a difference. That mm. thing was almost double the price of your guys' headset, so. Uh, I'm half, yeah. Okay. But, you know, I'm so, you're, you're what I'm saying? I lost your head? point because okay. I was looking at his headset. Roxon won as a rookie. Yep. Anderson won. Anderson won. I think Webb's gonna kill it. Really? Wouldn't shock me. You know, but Moosekin should have won last year. Ah, uh, he was. He's had a really good off season. Stu. Stu. Uh, I don't blame <laughs> Stu. I really don't blame Stu on that. Can you believe we're not gonna have Stu? Either one. Um, well, Mook. Mook it's it's sad, but I think it's. Yeah, I can believe it. I think it's good. I hope that he just. You think calls it's good? It. It's good for him. No, I want to see Stu. Dude's head is like a bowl of spaghetti. Like, he's had way too many concussions. He needs to just call it. Really? Yeah. Come on, yeah. Oh, man. You can't even count all the times he's... No, he's... Yeah, he's hit his head for sure. So, wait, is Mook coming? Mook coming? Yeah, he says he's going to be in the privateer, if nothing else. Yeah. There's something going that, on. Hey, that will be weird, right? Seeing him roll up in what? Like It'll be like, who rolled up in the pickup truck? Was it Hill? Josh Hill? I don't know, but there'll be plenty of guys in 250 class kicking it, living the big life. No problem. With half the talent of Mookie. Maybe he should have done the Nationals. There's a guy on a team in the 250 class that I don't think has even gotten top five once. And I heard he's making 150 grand a year. If Mookie had done the Nationals, either class, and put in some decent finishes, does yeah, it change the outcome? It might have. And, I and, think it and, does. And Roger from Seven and I debated this at, at Lille, and, and I said that's a bad move, missing the Nationals, because Mookie's pretty talented. And yes, he's bigger, but he's pretty damn talented, and that would have ri risen above the, the bike handicap. And, and I think it is, Ping. Yeah, I do. I think that was a bad move by, by them. Um, what were we talking about before that? Webb. The rookies no. winning their first year. 
Welcome yeah. back to the show, Steve. Thank yeah. you. Where the hell did you go? Next question. No, I had, a, I had a point to make about something, but... All right, next question. This one's from Tyson Stewart. Uh, have Pingree talk about uh, two opposite riders he managed, like uh, whether they needed coach coaching or encouragement or to get yelled at, just differences. Um, well, all right. I uh, would say uh, the two most opposite guys I had were Townley and Jake Moss. Jake was a wingnut. <laughs> just... Uh, Wanted to go out and chase girls. Okay. Um, um, he was super talented, but you just had to keep him focused. And uh, Ben was just a total, did you see total J- professional. Jake got suspended for PEDs in Australia. His brother, too, I think. Yeah. Mm. He basically just retired. Yeah, yeah he's like, I'm out. Four-year ban. Yeah. Yeah. I never heard of that substance that he was doing, either. I don't know. I'm not big on the training substances. No? no. Oh. Yeah. Okay, next question. Uh, this one's from Tanner Hall. For Stephen Ping, what's one thing that you've said that you regret saying? Oh, God, just one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we talked about this with Wygant last week. I made a comment that I think Davalos had a gun and a mask when he was doing his contracts, and he was holding people up. That might have been a bit far, you know? I heard that. That was pretty harsh. Yeah, you know. So. Oh, well, I mean, it's in the past. It's yeah. a joke. Yeah, that's I know. Thing. Some people just take it too Dude, personal. honestly, uh, you guys don't know me that well, but you certainly do. Like, I joke all the time. The problem is this, and I, I know this because when I raced, I was hypersensitive. Or, yeah, MXA, right? You, yeah, you, like the stuff they said, although they didn't really say it. It wasn't jokingly. They said stuff like dickish. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it just, <laughs> it wasn't to get a the laugh. The mask is going to be dickish. Yeah. That's well, funny. I think it's yeah. funny. What yeah. did MXA say? Uh, that I was, um, you go out to school. Yeah. Right. was, uh, I, Uneducated? I, no, no, no. They said I basically didn't have any kind of career on a 250. Like I was, there was no way I was going to do well on a 250. So I should just go back to college. Um, and I won three races after that. <laughs> yeah. One thing like this show grows in listeners every single year. Every time we add every four months, we add the numbers up and it grows. Like whatever we're doing and laughing and joking, it's it's people are listening, people are tuning in, sponsors are happy. Like, but but as a rider, you get so invested in like what you're doing, like you know, it's it's a very cynical little life where you're just it's all about you and your schedule. And okay, I, I'm doing this and then this, you know what I mean? Like, but don't you? And you get wrapped up in your world and you think that's all that matters. And so when someone even jokingly kind of pokes at it, you really sense it. The eyebrows comment. Well, that, that was just uh, that was probably dickish that's i mean you guys I are not say. on that level yet of those but is that stuff you hear do you no do you, like i agree with ping like like i like alex and i we both work so hard and then if someone comes in and hates on it in any way it like it can mess with your head it can really make you but mad don't you think to yourself like this is what i would think okay i'm a professional motocross racer this is part of the job like yeah, you're not killing it with money. You guys are both not, you know, you're not, like, pulling. But that's the gig, man. Like, you go be a plumber, and then no one will care. That's the gig. It's it's just hard not to be sensitive when you are right. busting your ass, literally and figuratively, yeah. and someone comes in and insults you. It's like, screw you, dude. You're sitting behind a computer. Like, really? You're yeah. going to insult me? And right. you, you know. Yeah, it's just kind of like with me being, a bigger, like me being a bigger guy and weighing more. People think, oh, well, you should be in better shape. Like, well, but they don't know that we've been busting our ass for the past, yeah. like, 
you know, the whole off season, you know? Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, so one thing we said, uh, we never really. What did you say? Do you know, <laughs> I wouldn't have made the joke about Osborne and JB's eyebrows. Yeah, that was rough. Right. Like I didn't need that laugh. I could let that go. Osborne, <laughs> you. But you're laughing I again. said, I said their eyebrows. Well, I, I said I. I just showed up at the pits in San Diego, and Justin Brayton and Zach Osborne's eyebrows are in a big fight or something like that. You know? I'm not you, sure who's gonna you, win. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it was worded funny uh, at the that, time. I'm like, this is great. Good. I'm tweeting it away. I'm laughing. Hee. And then I felt really bad when JB called me out on it. What about you, Troy? Anything? Uh, not really. No. No. Okay. Great radio. Great radio, bro. Uh, all right. Next question. Uh, Ryan wants to know when a rider gets paid to go to an overseas race, is he responsible to pay to have his bike and part shipped or does a team? No, use promoter pays. Yeah, promoter pays. Uh, team will pay sometimes, uh, mechanic and and stuff like that. But yeah, mostly all in promoter. Our guys are shipping their whole whole engines and stuff now. Well, huh? it's a switch this year. Like Marvin's bike came from Austria, so that's not even. I don't even count that. Like Frankie drove it to the races, you know. Yeah. But uh, for the first time in years, Barsha, Brayton, Mookie, those were just production bikes. Yeah. Yeah, but but for many years, full race bikes created, shipped, whole deal. So I don't know if the budgets are tighter or what's going on, but I mean we need to bring it back. Like, don't ship your whole race bike. Like, just put some, nobody cares. Is you know, just put some suspension and cam and ignition and, and go racing. You know. Yeah. So. You bring any motor parts to Finland? No, no. I. I uh, well, no, I took a sprocket bars, sprocket, yeah, sprocket and, and bars. I didn't even have to take suspension. You didn't? No. Uh, luckily, I I have a deal with Olens and they're in Sweden, so uh, it was it was fairly easy. Uh, Okay, next question. Uh, Todd Martin wants to know, Mathis, if you were challenged to find three outside sponsors for a team like JGR, who would you go after and why? Uh, NFAB for sure. Wait, they're on there. Um, who would I go after? Chick-fil-A. I can't believe we had the, 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 the CEO's kid call in. <laughs> That's wild, dude. Cracker Barrel sucks. Hey, hey, I was listening to your show on the drive here. Yeah. And as I'm pulling into Cracker Barrel, that part pull, comes on. It's it sucks. Cracker Barrel sucks. Pookie loves it, but it, like it's it. absolutely terrible. Um, it's real southern. Yeah. Uh, um, honestly, like I always like, chicken and dumplings is pretty good. I've said this a hundred yeah. times on these shows. Okay, I've said this a hundred times, so I'm going to say a hundred and one. Like I don't get why these assholes that sponsor NASCAR teams, and I don't mean like the big sponsors, but do you know what a team owner? in our sport would do for a half a million dollars for you besides the sexual favors like like if you came up to any team spider energy or or or, or your team or, or or you know outside of the factory teams and you said hey they're giving these nascar teams millions for probably 25 percent of the publicity they can get in motocross a team owner in our sport like forrest butler or Moto Concepts or Cycle Trader. You know, I don't know what Cycle Trader gets from, or Rock River gets from Cycle Trader, but like it's such a small percent of what you're giving NASCAR, and you get way more. And yeah, we're not getting the numbers of NASCAR, but we're not bad. We're getting a whole rolling semi for 29 races and, and great pit presence and everything else. Like, I don't know why these guys, these corporate dudes, Verizon, and it's a it's a male demographic from 18 to 25, like people who spend money, the young kids. There's so many of these companies in NASCAR that I just go, what are you doing? It's because I think I think uh, 
it's because um, the racing is a lot tighter. Anybody has a chance to win, and that they could sell that to the sponsors. Well, yeah, if you're worried about winning, there's four guys who won 40 races last year, and Anderson only won one. It's crazy. So that's kind of nuts. <laughs> but, I mean, I think it's more than winning nowadays, you know? Yeah, I think yeah. so also because so, social media is really a big deal now, yeah. too. Break off a little bit of money, Verizon. Like, I mean, a little of your money and come to motocross and supercross. You get a lot of exposure for, for your dollar. And I've talked to David Evans, uh, Tony Gardia about this. They all agree with me. They're like, yeah, like, you can have everything on a team for a million dollars. I mean, you can have – They'll fu- uh, Troy will dress up as the Verizon phone at every single race for you, you know, and dance around. What? I need work. So yeah. I'm just yeah. Like, you know what I mean? They're like paying like for a million dollars. What I do you, hear you. The, a motocross team owner would be like, what do you want? We'll do anything for a million dollars. Dude, I'd race in a Verizon phone like suit if they gave me a half. And you know what a million dollars is for Verizon or, or any company like that? It is nothing in a NASCAR sponsorship package. You know what I mean? It's nothing. We're talking $30 million for like a title. Of a NASCAR team, it's insane. Yeah, it's surprising they can't get the you know that the Feld's deck when they take it to people that they don't look at that and see more value in it. Eighteen to twenty-five, you're pulling a one share. Sometimes you're on Fox. Uh, you have X number of live speak people. You have this whole pit party thing. Um, like, will is your phone? Is that okay? You need your phone still? It's somebody in the chat. They're saying that there's a bunch of dicks in the chat room. So, and this guy is saying that uh, he rides at the track with Nick Schmidt, and he's super cool. Oh, super I know. cool. There he's you cool. go. Hey, I like Nick Schmidt. I've I've interviewed him once. He just hasn't gotten me back twice. So that's my thing. Like, just break off a little bit of money, one of you cheap ass companies. Yeah, but they just they like Chick Fil A. Hey, uh, what was that guy's name? Ross. Ross. How about you stop bringing the shitty burgers to the teams and break off a little bit of money? Well, <laughs> tell him. Team's got to eat. I just think a lot of those, a lot of those companies, it's motocross and supercross are small. People don't get it; they don't relate to it. But we have decent numbers. We're on Fox. <clears throat> it doesn't take much. Fox two. <laughs> Sometimes on, on Fox <laughs> once a year. Yeah, twice. I mean, I, yeah, twice a year. Yeah. So. Day races. Honestly, hey, I was telling JT. So, Fly Racing recently signed a rider that rides a Kawasaki. Uh, Schmosh, Schmosh Rant. Okay. I'm not going to say his name, but it rhymes with that. And I'm telling JT, like, look, that guy, I don't know what they're paying him. They s- didn't pay them. What? We, we talked we, about We it. had this discussion on the way here. After we listened to the show. Why? Was I saying that on another show? Yeah, yeah. last week. Last oh, week. well, then why am I repeating myself? Because you're telling us, because you didn't think we listened to it. Oh, that's it. About the exposure in the LCQ? Yeah. About yeah. Adam Antignap. I yeah. think he's a bigger deal. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay, let me tell this guy. I heard it, too. <laughs> You're wasting your time, bud. We listen to you. Yeah, this has been Even on the show. You, yeah, Troy, can I tell you about my... I've heard it all. <laughs> I said I retire. I'm done with Pulp and Show. I've said everything. All I know is... <laughs> Do I not have a point, though? You, like, you have a point. Because whenever I no know... No one's going to notice Grant. I, I know this because... Shocking that he doesn't like you. I know this because I went to Stockholm I went to Stockholm and raced in Sweden you know with Adam and uh, Dustin Pipes and you know Josh Hill was there Benny Bloss was there Freddie Norman was there Freddie Norman Freddie was a superstar oh yeah well the thing about it is Freddie Norman was there yeah I mean he had his entourage there and he had all of his fans and everything but 
I guarantee the same amount of people that were Freddie Noren fans were all Adam Internet fans. Like, they absolutely loved Adam Internet over there. Mm. It was it was Dude, crazy. Fly Racing probably pay. I know what they pay Adam. It ain't much. And you're getting him on an LCQ. Ralph and Fro are talking about him because he goes, "What's up?" on Track Walk. Yeah. And like, your money is well spent. Like on that LCQ. It, I- it's it's. We were talking about this. And JT's like, ah, the demon fire. Fuck that. TV, man. Plus, he's probably going to have a hit rap album. Right. Yeah. And his gear's going to be on the cover. Like, I agree with JT, like, about the Grant thing. Like, you know, going to the stores and people ask, oh, who wears it? Grant wears it, not Adam Nap. You know what I mean? Yeah, th- there is some of that. Yeah. Absolutely. But I agree that TV-wise, like, you I, bet last, I bet last year I have just as much TV time as Grant. Oh, probably, but having said that, you're not wearing AXO anymore, so maybe it didn't pay off. <laughs> Granted. No, you know what I mean? I'm not being a dick. I'm saying, like, mm-hmm. why didn't AXO step up? That's true. FXR did, but... They realized the greatness. Did you tell them that you knew Caroli, AXO, when you got the deal? Did you say, like, hey, I'm Caroli's buddy? No. I'm a K. DeGlayson, like, uh, Antonio Caroli. We, no? we were talking, like, uh, on the way here, we were saying that if we were Adam, we would... Like, go to a different gear sponsor and have them, like, just, like, be buddy buddies and, like, have them counter offer, like, a bigger deal than what he's getting paid, like, from yeah, Fly. Yeah, And then have that guy call, like, Jason or somebody from Fly, like, hey, man, we offered him this. Because he said that he would match anything that that anybody offered. Yeah, boost it right gear. up. Yeah. Boost it up there. Did you ever, you ever made any money from gear, right? You wrote team deals the whole time. Yeah, whole time. Yeah. All right, next question. This one's for Troy from Tanner. What's your favorite video, article, or interview that you've done or been a part of? That's a good one, Tanner. Tanner's a homeboy from uh, my uh, part of town, I guess. Is that like this legendary writing that email as as Mark? Much. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, I really like uh, the stuff I do for for you, Steve. Because yeah. well, let's get back to the privateers. We got them in studio. I mean. Alex Ray, I know his van because we've talked about it, right. and no one and knows how he gets to the races. You should do a cribs in your van. Oh yeah, I got some pretty crazy stuff in there. Yeah, I'm just most you proud. Clean, you got Kleenex all watered no. up. Very uh, <laughs> handcuffs, crusty socks. <laughs> I do have crusty socks, but I do have also have uh, furry handcuffs. handcuffs. Furry uh, handcuffs. Yeah, furry handcuffs. I got a uh, dice, like uh, yeah. zebra dice, like hanging yep. from the rearview mirror. Uh, there's a duck in there. You know what we should, we should do this year at a race? What's that? I should be your mechanic at a race. I don't have one right now, so let's let's do that. A1. A1. Uh, A1. Let's do no. that at all the races. <laughs> now I'm busy at A1, but we'll figure one out where I'm like full the dude. Like I'll I'll go down the line with you. I'll pack the gate. I'll, I'll, I'll give you 10% of my purse winnings. Okay, fantastic. It's on. Yeah. yeah. $100. There you yeah. go. Maybe a whole race direct story from it, right, Pink? Yeah. Be good. Yeah. It'd be perfect. Right. Back to the question. I got a now. Yamaha fanny pack. Is that okay? In clear glasses. Kind of stepping all over your guy. <laughs> I'm just trying to get back to the point of the question. No, you said Pulp Mech stuff. I wasn't really finished. Oh, I okay. say, well, ah, nobody cares, Troy. Next I, question. <laughs> I mean, you know, Stop interrupting. Yeah. Uh, Bobby wants no, to No, I'm kidding. Oh, uh, okay. I'm kidding. I just want to. Okay, just, Bobby wants to. <laughs> damn it. One backflip. One backflip. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead, Troy. I'm sorry. Okay. Just want to say that the stuff that I do, I want people to care about the privateers because they really don't. And if I can make them care a little bit, then I've done my job. Boom. Help me help you, Nick Schmidt. 
What? Help me help you, Nick Schnitt. Nick, Nick Schnitt. Schnitt. Nick Schnitt. Go <laughs> <laughs> I got caramel in my mouth. The Pookie snacks. Yeah. Pookie pie. Uh, All right, next question. Uh, Bobby, from Bobby, do you think Porcel gets a ride next year, or will this be his last? No, I mean, I don't know. I wouldn't have signed him in the first place. I, I love another guy hates me, track. too. Another guy hates me. Um, I don't know. Like, yeah. Bon Bob voyage, Bob. mon frere. I think he's gone. I think Hewitt likes him. I think Bobby Hewitt likes him, enjoys him, you know? Yeah, but he's not going to pay him that kind of cash to cruise around like he does. Do you think Bobby paid him this last two years to, like, win? Dude, that guy's got the talent to win. Well, he ain't gonna, I don't think I, he paid him to get last. I read about this like I a couple mean, weeks he, ago. You last. didn't think when he signed him, like, okay, this guy, he could no. potentially be podium top no. five? No. He's no. pole position outdoors sometimes. He pole position. I never cross. thought that once. I think they're okay with him finishing top ten. They just want a guy in top ten. Yeah. Just to have another bike in there. Yeah, but he, he doesn't want to race. He shies away from racing guys in the corners. Like, he doesn't want to get hurt. He doesn't, you know. Uh. We knew that going in. But... He can capture a pole. He can put in a hell of a fast lap, get some attention, get some you know, get some husky publicity. But if Bobby thought he was getting a winner or a podium guy, he ain't gonna hang it out. He ain't gonna do it. With guys like Dean Wilson available, you think he he sticks with Purcell next year? Yeah. Anybody got their phone number? Dean Wilson, Mookie. I kind of want to like pitch him an idea. Maybe get a sprinter van. I'll go racing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Strong. Caitlin wants to know, besides radiator guards and skid plates, what's the best thing you can do to your bike to make it more reliable? Well, Works Connection, for one. Skid plates, radiator guards. Great company. Um, more reliable? Just don't touch it. Leave it stock. You Definitely. Know? That's just in, it decreases reliability. That's what I'm going for this year, reliability. Yeah, and you need to. Push <laughs> yeah. your bike off too many times. Clean Checker, filters. Checker spokes. Yeah. What Checker if I what if I was your mechanic? What if I fuck something up when I'm your mechanic? Bike breaks. I'll never hear the end of it from any of our listeners. Nah, you'd be good. If something happens, you got to cover it for me. Oh yeah, I'll cover it for <laughs> okay. you. Something's probably gonna happen. Definitely. Get this guy behind the wrenches. <laughs> well, really? What, what oh, was I'm the sorry. Thing? I can't see you because the summer cross trophy is blinding me. <laughs> can't really. As How's as your notes I... going? How's your notes going? Are, are we done I'm, everything? On no. The no. I have my story to tell. Oh, okay. All right, let's hurry this thing up. Just make sure my axle's tight and my air my air boot is on there good. Yeah, bro. I'm good. Make sure that doesn't fall off. That's all for no, tweets. No, first of all, I am not... Um, His bike caught on fire last year. It really can't get any worse. I'm not... I'm not That's doing right anything up Steve's with a, alley. I'm not doing anything with a uh, uh, an EFI where I, gotta take the, where I gotta take the air boot off. I'm out. Yeah. So. I mean, you don't have to. My bike is it's stuck. Is that it? Yes. BTOsports.com. Please, anything you need for your bike or body, they've got it. Uh, I think they're doing something with an amateur team this year. Stay tuned. I'm going to find try to find out from Whedon and the guys what they're doing. Uh, BTOsports.com. Just call them. Mention Pulp Mex. Get a hell of a deal. Don't mention Races Ping. Um, just uh, say say Pulp Mex, and uh, they'll, they'll give you a hell of a discount. So um, People didn't like us. They didn't ask us any questions. No, no didn't. I didn't ask them to because I didn't know what the deal was with you guys. No. If you have a question for Alex Ray or Kate Clayson, 702-586-PULP. Give us a call. Yeah, it's like 1 in the morning on the East Coast, but still, give us a call. Uh, all right, Ping, what's your story? What's going on? Well, I wanted to uh, to send a little shout-out to this guy. Uh, Do we need to put some music on? The last No, the last time I was in here. 25 shows ago. 25 shows ago, um, I was promoting... Uh, a ride day and an eBay auction I had for a fireman at my department that has cancer, like a really gnarly, aggressive strain of cancer. He's been going through treatment or whatever, and it's, he's responding well. It's 
it's uh, he's doing great, but it, there's no cure for what he has. It's just sort of prolonging how long he can live, right? So um, we raised quite a bit of money through an auction and all that stuff, nice. and, and we were promoting it on here, trying to get people to go on there and bid. I don't remember that, but that's good. So there was a fireman that was up in Canada hunting, and he was getting on a plane in Vancouver, flying to L.A. It was on a WestJet flight. That's like a Canadian. Right? Where is this? Sh- where is this story going? Yeah, listen. Yeah, you're find out. Yeah, Canadian airline. That's a Canadian airline. Yeah, yeah. So this fireman had just gone through ARF training um, in our down at home. It's like what's that? Air airport rescue firefighting. So like when Arf? planes. Yeah, it's specific. Um, it's a specific training set for airports. Okay. So you see like those big yellow rigs that'll pull in if there's a plane crash and they shoot yeah. foam and all stuff. So this guy had just gone through that class. And he got up to go to the bathroom or something. He bumps into the pilot who's out of the cockpit. And he starts asking him some questions. He says, hey, I just, you know, I, I, he's asking him a bunch of stuff about the plane and about whatever. I don't even know what. Okay. And he says, sorry, I'm, you know, asking all these questions. He goes, I just took this ARF class. I'm a fireman down at San Bernardino County. And so I'm just curious. And the guy goes, oh, um, where, where are you a fireman? He goes, San Bernardino County. And he goes, oh, you know a guy named David Pingree? And the guy's like, yeah, he's... He works with me down there. Uh-huh. Why? You know, and the guy goes, oh, well, I listen to the show called, it's like a motocross show called Pulp MX. And pilot says this or the farmer? The pilot. Okay. Um, um, yep. And he says, um, he was, uh, he was on there recently talking about a guy who had cancer and he was promoting this thing. And, um, you know, I just, I'm a real big fan of the show. American and so that's, pilot or Canadian pilot? Canadian pilot. Okay. Yeah. West Canadian Jack. guy. West yeah. West Jack, yeah. So they chat for a little while. Long story short, he goes back to his seat. They land yep. in L.A. And as this fireman's getting up to leave, the pilot's standing kind of in the jetway right outside of the door. And he goes, hey, man, hands him a $100 bill. He says, will you do me a favor and give this to that fireman that has cancer? Gave him a $100 bill, this wow. Canadian pilot, just from here in this show. So they took that money, obviously gave it to him. And um, Did they, though? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, this guy has been really involved yeah. in helping raise funds. No, this guy's okay. straight up. I got like Troy gets a hundred bucks. I don't know what he's going to do with it. Well, he's on a job. He's going to go buy dinner. <laughs> yeah. but, um, and so anyway, they, they told this story to this guy who has cancer yeah. and he was literally moved to tears. You really? Know, that, 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 yeah, wow. That there's such a reach, you know, like yeah. that guy doesn't know anything about the fire department or about, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. It was just uh it was really like a big well, deal. Well, I think, that, I mean, really, the moral of the story is Canadians. I mean. <laughs> well, okay. Like, the moral of the story is there's actually, you know, you can restore your faith a little bit in humanity. There's good people out there. Yeah, Canadians. Well, yeah. <laughs> You're not going to give me that. <laughs> no, I'll give you that. Canadians. <laughs> no, I'll give Look, you that. Look, this guy's name was Scott B., pilot from WestJet Airlines. Pilot was? Okay. Yep. And so I just wanted to give a well, shout awesome. out to him. That, That's a cool story. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was really really. The cool. show, uh, honestly, I the shows uh, this thing is, it's kind of amazing. The people it reaches, the number of people listen. This, you know, I, I hear stories all the time like that kind of stuff. So it's really cool. Yeah, yeah, pretty cool. Um, you probably heard saw some people in Finland. That oh yeah, listen to the show and definitely you know Sweden or whatever, and you're yeah. just like Australia, you know? Yeah. Like Internet's like yeah, bro. They're people more. in Aust- a lot of people in Australia listen to the show. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's it's crazy. So uh, so Scott Scott B. I B. don't know his last name. It starts with a B. Oh, oh I thought it was like B E. No, B-E. just that's the initial. Right. That's all this guy could get. You know, he didn't remember the last name. Right. That's awesome. Anyway. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, hey, grab that photo on the side of that monster fridge right there. Just grab that photo if you can. <sighs> Speaking of me. Oh, jeez. All right, uh, Alex Ray. That's what you got to look forward to right there. Hi man, that looks good. <laughs> there you go. What, what do you what do you put in your fanny pack? 
Ah, oh, tools. Rice Krispie cake. I like how your uh, little gas bottle has an American flag on it. Oh, I didn't notice that. Probably oh, yeah, it does. No Canadian. One time, uh, it's Chaparral Yamaha days, uh, Ferry goes out for his parade lap. This could happen to us, eh, Ray? Ferry goes out for his parade lap, and Brooks is there with some uh, Rice Krispie cake. And he's like, hey, oh, wait, was that Nick Way? Nah, yeah, Nick Way. I'm working for Nick Way. He goes out for the parade lap. Brooks is packing a grass gate or somebody, and he's like, you want some Rice Krispie? I'm like, yeah. So I'm eating Rice Krispie cake, and Nick Way comes back. He's like, are you eating on the parade lap? I'm like, sorry. <laughs> packing his gate. <laughs> so that's what we got to look forward to, eh, right? When, hey. we, when we team up. I like that. He's going to hand you their, your goggles, your race goggles. They're all smeared and smudged <laughs> with food. Sorry about that. Yeah. Licking it clean. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's okay because they're X-Brand. Like, That'll be good. <laughs> Smearing the grease in. Yeah, exactly. Here, just pull it down. Right. Uh, BTOsports.com and Fly Racing, of course, bringing you the uh, Pulpa Mech Show with uh, Private Team Heroes Alex, Ray, Kate Clayson, uh, Troy Benjen from Verb and Pulpa Mechs, and uh, David Pingree from Racer X, all in studio. Uh, let me go through our guys. BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, NFAB Jeep and Truck Parts. We did the uh, question of the day, the NFAB JGR check-in. Race Tech Suspension, emails. Vortex Racing, Alex Ray, using uh, the V3 motocross handlebar from Vortex Racing. Uh, X-Brand Goggles, Alex Ray, also using X-Brand Goggles, the choice of champions everywhere. Did we get your deal worked out? Not yet, no. Is, I haven't, is I haven't that me? It. Yeah, that's you. I'm waiting on you. So Rich hasn't called you? No, nothing? Rich is, no. Is he awake right now? Uh, no, probably not. Yeah, probably not. Uh, yeah, we got to do something for you. I don't know. How many pairs of goggles do you have? I don't know. Of the new ones. How many pairs of the new ones do you two. have? Yeah, we got to get you more. Yeah. All right. Hot cams. Ping, you go to hot cams. You know what's funny about hot those? Cams. Yeah. Those X-Brand goggles, he actually sent me pink ones. Oh, yeah? yeah. And he didn't probably know your history. Oh, well. Never know. That's how everybody knew A-Ray. Guy <laughs> in pink JT gear. Oh, the pink guy, yeah. With yeah. a pink helmet You're like, and that is boots. ballsy yeah. right there. Yeah. I was always like that. I like that guy because that's ballsy. <laughs> so, uh, Gear Alloy, of course, Luke Reslin not answering the uh, Gear Alloy. You keep saying Resland. What, what is There's it? There's an N in there. Rensland. Rensland. What do I say? Resland. Resland. Yeah, Luke Resland. Good, good guy. <laughs> it's a Canadian thing, probably. Yeah. You didn't probably. tell him the cold call was coming, though. No, not at all. Okay, all right, yeah. We talked like right. three months ago. He's like, I would love to be on the show again. Yeah. Resland is the right way to say it in Canada. It's yeah. like baloney. Like lever. Yeah. Like lever. lever. What's lever? Sorry. Hey, how, hey, do you say decals? De that's what I was gonna ask. No, I mean I did. I did when I first got my when I first came to the US as a mechanic, I kept saying decals. And, and I was Anthony Paggio was my uh mechanic teammate. He's just like he's looking at me like I just spewed a Martian out of my mouth. He's like, What, what is that? What is it? Decals. Deckles. Deckles, is deckles. deckles is how you say yeah. graphics. No, it's, yeah. no. it's yeah. dumb. Deckles, bro. It's so weird. You know that probably from your time up there. Deckle works. Uh, works Connection. Uh, Pingree, what do you, can you say about Works Connection? Stuff's legit. Awesome. Yeah, they got the new Titan skid plate, which is well, badass. Yeah, these dudes aren't going to run that thing, but it's gnarly. Oh, for outdoors or off-road, they have yeah. both models. It's yeah. legit. It's you guys use Works Connection? Yeah. I do. Yeah. What do you use? Whole shot device. Whole uh, shot device. Easy perch? I'm not a husky. I got. Uh, oh yeah. Hydraulic. Hydraulic. Yeah. I use the perch, the whole shot device, skid plates. I use the perch as well. You know one of the best products they make if you have a spring fork. Have you seen? You know, instead of having to unscrew the little cap to let the air out of your you fork. Use an air fork. You mean? Yeah. Yeah. You just press a little button. No, no, no. Spring no, fork. To bleed oh. your fork. To bleed your oh. fork. Oh. It's just a button. You just push it. Lets it out. Yeah. Until those super legit. To leak. 
I had, oh, I've never had that. I had a different brand. They don't leak. Works they don't leak. Works Connection. I didn't have a Works Connection. WorksConnection.com. Works Connection doesn't leak, bro. <laughs> their actually ad campaign is, we don't leak, bro. That's their ad campaign. Uh, Why am I Michel- still drinking this coffee? Good grief. It's cold. He's over there chopping at the bit. Michelin Star Cross 5, their ad, their ad campaign is, we're not plastic anymore, bro. <laughs> That's right. Michelin Star Cross 5, Atlas Neck Brace. Steve, that was rough when it was concrete starts, and you're like, what? It's leaving a plastic strip on the concrete. <laughs> you're like, well, I'm going to get a last place start. You just spin off of it. They're great. Um, They're At- better. Atlas Neck Brace, anybody? No? Noof tried to get me to wear one. If you, don't wear an, if, you don't wear, if you wear a neck brace, you, you better wear an Atlas one because you won't even know you have it on. If I wore one, it would be an Atlas. Thank you. FMF Racing? Right. Those pipes. Oh, he's pro circuit up the wazoo. No, I'm gonna. I have an FMF on my uh, okay. 250F Yamaha uh, FMF project. racing. Hey, I'll say I I, uh, I run Yosh in the states, but in Canada I run FMF. And are you doing the, Canadian thing again this year? Probably. Yeah. Okay. Um, but after the whole Lieb thing, I had no pipe deal. Uh, little D, he next day tweeted at me like. He hooked me up with pipes. Really? Like Just because of the on, whole thing that went sideways? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's he awesome. awesome. Yeah, he's a good dude. W Wheels, a brand new website, of course. Uh, do you guys use W for yeah. your wheel needs? I do. Little D, also big CrossFitter, Troy. Oh, man. Loves it. <laughs> I found new friends. Does that pump you up? What? CrossFit. Uh, yeah, for probably for racing, maybe a little. Yeah. If you're doing, like, all I mean, the bar work and he's stuff. He's got some there. gnarly pipes over there. I mean, he ain't doing 30s. He's not even flexing. I still. I mean, he might relaxed. be doing 30s on a 125. <laughs> Out there, just wide open. No. Yeah, maybe with a pit stop for fuel. Guts racing, seat foam, base seat bases, phantom seat foams, lightweight carbon fiber bases. I'm not guts. That guts, yep. It's way too factory for me. Guts racing, official seat foam of half the uh, teams in the pits. I should see if that guy will help with one of our projects. I've never used him. Where is he out of? Oklahoma? Uh, uh, Sacramento. Uh, Oklahoma, where'd you come up with that? Uh, I thought Robbie Renard used to always ride for a company called Guts. And I thought it was from back where he no, was. Is it Renard or Raynard? Whatever it is. Raynard? Uh, I feel like that's just maybe like a southern, like kind of like the, going back to the Canadian thing. Raynard. Raynard. Actually, we we asked his sister one time what it was. What is it? What's the right way to say it? We asked. I asked his sister. I've never spoken to her. Well, somebody did a long time ago. I don't know. <laughs> somebody spoke to his sister. <laughs> At one, one point, somebody asked uh, KTMPartsExpress.com. Roost Graphics uh, uh, bringing you David Pinger tonight. Uh, Cycle Trader, Rock River, uh, Yamaha team uses Roost Graphics, among among other people. Roost Graphics also making me some custom stuff for my project bike. Anything you need, they can kind of fit something and make it, and, and, and yeah. Kind of, kind of good to have them on board, the guys at uh, at Roost Graphics, and of course, uh, thanks to Justin Brayton for coming on, Alex Ray, Kay Clayson, Troy Bingen, and uh, David Pingree. You got your voicemail still coming up. Uh, we did the JGR check in, um, Troy. What you do the privateer profile as we as we've talked about? Uh, which privateers do you see stepping up in 2017? Who do you think is going to take a step forward? Uh, well, good to go back uh, talk about Dustin Pipes a bit. Last year was no no good for him. No. He was hurt. Yeah, you know why it was last year was no good for him? You're going to talk about goggles or something? Aren't yeah. You? yeah, yeah. He switched from X brand goggles. He used X brands forever. Last year switched to Dragon, and look what happened. Well, he got hurt and stuff. Yeah, and because he couldn't see anything. <laughs> okay. Look at Pink. Just he's disgusted with I, He's going to earn a national number this year, and if he doesn't, yeah, then he, I'm going to be. He lost his 95, bummed. huh? Yeah. yeah. Pipes is cool. Pipes is one of those dudes. He's a Stevie Herman. Modern day Stevie Herman. 
Stevie Herman did the Nationals and Supercrosses for years with no support. Like, mm-hmm. well, very little anyways. They had a nice box. I remember his box, man? No. Okay. And, uh, and yeah, so um, uh, Pipes is a good dude. Pipes is good. He just needs to get back on x Brown goggles. Well, that's not up to me. That's your job, man. Yeah. Well, I was through WPS because they, they distribute Dragon, so. so I mean, okay, so you're Pipes. You're on Pipes. Team Pipes. You uh, think he unclogs his Pipes. <laughs> Yeah, he's going to bury beef and unplug his pipes. <laughs> hey, ironically, at Phoenix two years ago, we like came together real weird, and my leg got sucked into his rear tire, and I literally burnt like everything in between my legs on his pipe. Your wiener and everything? Everything. <laughs> Anything left? Jeez. It was <laughs> so bad. Pain? Wiener burn is rough. I mean, Pain, you're house. kind of a medical, like you're basically a doctor. Do you lose the feeling? No, I was good. Oh. That's brutal. I smashed my balls one time at the U.S. Open. I I, got, came up, I came up short on a double, broke my 89 KX 135 gas tank, and rode the last lap of the race with gas all over my balls and wiener. And I pulled off, and it was so burning me. So then the tra- I ran to the showers. Track had open showers. And I just held my pants open and just with water on my balls and my wiener. And I was like, okay, I think you it's good. You guys stop saying wiener. It's like <laughs> just really weird. What do I say? I don't know. Man. Beef. So then Beef. I'm like, okay, I'm good. And the minute I took it away from the water, like I'm like, ah, like it burnt so bad. Race gas? I don't remember. Uh, it was oof. bad. Yeah. I've been roosted and hit the old sack one, once or twice. Yeah. Um... Gurky or Phil or somebody got a rock on the head and not like almost dropped them, you know. Oof. You? Yeah, U.S. Open. I smashed myself. You just said balls. Bad. Yeah, so. they were mm. massive. Uh, I'm trying to look at something for a size reference. They were big and purple, and I was very concerned that <laughs> <laughs> I would be unable to father children. Right, but you're fine. Yeah. Okay. Did you ice them? I can't remember what I did. You went to the after party is probably what you did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, there's ice in my drink. Not a question for uh, Clayson here. Uh, Jose, what's up, man? How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. What's going on? Uh, not much. I just had a question for Cade. Yeah, he's right here. What's up, man? All righty. Uh, hey, Cade, what do you think of the Gopher Dunes track? I've heard it's pretty gnarly. Uh, yeah, that's definitely the gnarliest track in Canada for sure. I've never been much of a sand guy, and the first year I went, I was so awful. Oh, there was people passing me that should not have been passing me, and the only reason I beat them is because of my fitness. But this year it was actually really good. They, like, changed it a bunch, and it's just super rough. And, I mean, I put it on the level of any rough track Did you I've ever ridden. Did you ever do Gopher? No. But it's, it's really gnarly. They do a really good job there, too. That's Digger. Right. That's my buddy Digger. Yeah. Yeah. Their track's awesome. Did you hear Dylan Wright sign with Digger's oh, yeah. team? Yeah. Big deal. Um. All right, Jose, do you live there? No, I, I live in Washington. I just, I've heard it's pretty crazy. It basically starts out smooth as glass, and there's no elevation real. There's some jumps. The one thing about Gopher, like, they have these massive jumps, and there's just nothing but ruts going up them, and yeah. you're like, come on, Diggs, that's a little, like, dangerous. I mean, it's gnarly. Like, the finish line is, like, this big table, and at the beginning of the moto, they'll ice the face yeah. the whole, at the beginning <laughs> of the moto, and at the end, it's just pig draggers all the way across, and it's, like, hard to make on a 450. Do you guys race at Deschambeau this year? Yeah, Deschambeau is where I got my best finish this year. I did. That track's probably one of my favorites. 
It's so. It awesome. was shredded and soft when I was there. Yeah. I mean, there was the same thing, like yeah. just like a comb across the yeah. face. It of was really guns. gnarly this year. Like three dudes. Like that's where Metcalf and Alessi both got hurt this year. Like, uh, hey Jose, you're from Washington. Uh, yeah. Do you, Do you see Nick Schmidt around ever? He's from there. No, I never do. Okay. Well, tell him Troy's trying to get a hold of him. <laughs> I can't but find him. I will. Okay. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. Do you see him? No. Well, tell him Troy's trying to, <laughs> trying to send a carrier pigeon. Uh, what were we talking about before then? I have no idea. A breakout, guys. Oh, oh yeah. Man. Yeah. Dusty pipes. Dusty pipes. Uh, I mean. How's your phone doing? Or is there no I'm looking through because, you know, when, you, when you're sitting here, you can't really think of everybody that you want to think of. And I didn't make notes like Ping over here. Well, I'm a professional. Everybody guys. love everybody! Like, yeah, do I, that. I should have taken notes. That's a good idea. That's when you know you're a pro. Yeah, well, come in prepared, man. Yeah, like ping, ping. We pro. came in prepared to kick ass. You we, want me to yeah. raffle We're off doing some it. privateers? I mean, if you weren't in studio right now, I'd say you, but it's like, why not like, Clayson? Like Thanks, man. Why not Clayson? You already have a national number. You kind of broke through a little bit. No, he didn't. Yeah. Honestly, I, I didn't even think I did good this year. I didn't think I did either. There was a, there was a few races where... I had to push my bike off the track, but it, it just I mean, sucks. Like, cause I want to race outdoors in the States because like, I love outdoors. Like yeah. I love my Canada deal. Like my whole team's awesome. Like I love that, but I like, you <laughs> a know, little caveat before, but, before like, he talks about how, <laughs> how much he wants to be in America. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it's like, if I rode in the States, I would have like a way better national number. I scored, I scored more points in two outdoors than I did all of Supercross. Like, way more. And you know, who's a privateer this year that could be sneaky good. If he stays out of the 250 class, Kyle Cunningham. He's riding, He's riding 450. a 450. He posted yeah, a photo today. Yeah, but he's supposed to be 250 on the east. Oh, man. That's I mean, there's, totally you know bad. what? Hey, look, again, like Marty, you never know when the 12th year could come together. Like, you just never know. I mean, Kyle's You know, fast. like, you know. Kyle, Kyle and I are good friends. He was going really <laughs> fast. <laughs> Kyle? <laughs> was going really I got, fast. I got breaking awesome. news, Cunningham. You're not getting a pro circuit ride. Breaking news. It's over. Make money. The person in the 450 class, as we talked about, is four times higher. Stay. If he's a talented he, rider. He raced a 450 for a few few rounds last year, didn't he? Yeah, and then he raced for Star on a 450. But, like, why would you go to 250s, Cunningham? Why? Why? Do you think Mitch is going to go, you know, that Cunningham guy. You know, Mitch, he's going to do this with his hair. <laughs> Gonna, yeah. I, I saw him do that at the GP this oh, year yeah, when no. Adam crashed. Yeah, yeah, that's what he does. That's what he did. Um, like, Cunningham, stop it. Stop it. Done with 250s. Make money. Now, your whole entire uh, project from now on should be making money. So if Cunningham stays in 450s, that could be a sleeper privateer pick because he's got skills. Starts aren't very good, though. Is it really a sleeper, though? Because we know what he's capable of. It's just putting it all together. He full he's been around forever. For shitting on my point. No, nah, he's saying, like a like, mun, a mun racing guy. We've seen his Come potential. On. I mean, they used to have a semi. Do you think mun racing is paying him a salary? Yeah. Mun racing is probably covering his entries and a bike and parts. I'm shocked a guy like him doesn't put a deal together to go to do the German thing, do he the did. Australian thing. He did the German one. Did this he? Year. He did. He didn't do the first one because. Uh, it was Martinez, and then Martinez got hurt at the first one. He's and they Canadian. Called, yeah, he's half. 
Good enough. <laughs> <laughs> and then he came and did the next two and did really well. And I don't know if he'll go back and do Dortmund or not. Yeah. Cunningham X-Brown goggles also. What about guys like Paul Coates and Henry Miller? Oh, Henry. There you go. Henry. Henry's going to be ripping. Hendog's going to be ripping. Hendog is killing it right now. He is. Big sleepers. That's what I was thinking. Hendog? Hendog. Yeah. Big hand. Henry. He lives with me. Honestly, there's one thing that Pingree, like, he's a little annoying on is Hendog. He doesn't shut up about Hendog. You know Henry? No. He just never heard his name before. It's the first time. I don't know. Yeah, why do you – are you guys just saying that because you're bros with him? I mean, we train with him. He lives with me. Yeah, but okay. He's going really fast. Now he's riding really good. We can work with speed. He's got lots of speed. I don't see it. Really? I don't see the speed. Really? Do you even know him? I know of him. I've seen him on the track. What did he finish last year? I don't know. He got like a 12th. 12th one of the lights in his first year. I mean, if I can stop the presses. No, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> like I think he'll do well. Shout out to Hendog. I mean, I'm a fan. Okay, I'm in. All right, these guys like him. I like him. All right, we know. <laughs> Who else did you say? Uh, Paul Coates. Oh, Paul Coates. Not a. Fan. He's from England, bro. He's good. Know. Not a fan. Why? What happened? Oh, nothing. We've just never been bros. And then there was but a thing. I, I've never heard him speak. Does he speak with like chip chip? Oh, I mean, he lived at, he's lived at MTF for like okay. 12 years. Yeah. He's pretty he still ha- He still has an accent, though. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, I mean, he's pretty normal. We've MTF. Well, they produce champions. I mean, there's nothing you can say about MTF. <laughs> Is that Commons? Is that a guy? Yeah, <laughs> what about the How guy? How is he still in the pro circuit thing? Like, he just like does test testing driver? for him, yeah. and he does. His own, he's got his own thing with the Who's Rockwell the team. Guy? He's buddies with the Cincerello, so I think he's just yeah, kind yeah. Of yeah. got yeah. himself in the fold over there. He's okay, close. the Cole Thompson KTM team, Slayton. Mm-hmm. Was that Slayton? Yeah, yeah, the Nuclear Blast or something. Who, two last years year. ago, who was on that team? Uh, that sounds like a blizzard. Him, Zach Cummins. No, that was last year. That was last year. Last year it was him and Cummins. Who was on the team the year before? It was a Yamaha oh. team the year yeah. before. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. It was like champion or something. I don't yeah. know. Okay. So, Hendog? Or we think Hendog can do We're something? We'll go with Hendog. Oh, yeah. What number is Hendog? 81. 81. He really let me down in fantasy this year. Maybe that's why I'm a little bitter. <laughs> I think I picked him a few times, double, triple points, you know, and yeah. just, just shit all over me. <laughs> hey, I remember somebody tweeting at me, and I got them like quadruple points the weekend I got 17th. Yeah. They were they loved me. Yeah. Yeah, you guys got to deal with that. Like, it's pretty gnarly. Like, people, yeah, people get. We do the show. We do a fantasy show and fat fantasy show. People get take that shit seriously. Ping. Kenny Taco Bell. He he's always asking me how I'm feeling before the <laughs> yeah. night. Yeah, yeah. At the I race. He's like, he's I mean, like, how you feeling tonight, A Ray? I was like, feeling pretty good. He he said, if I say that, then he's not gonna pick me. He's like, uh, eh, if 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 I'm not feeling too good, he'll pick me. I mean, Dan Truman used to on BBMX. Dan Truman would tell guys that he picked. Hey. Forrest Butler's looking at you this weekend for a spot. Like, this is a big weekend for you. <laughs> and then the guy would come up to, like, talk to Forrest at the end of the night, and Dan's like, oh, shit, oh, jeez. <laughs> what does Dan do? Works for Get. Okay. Get Ignition. Uh, phone call for the privateers. Zach, what's up, man? How are you? Uh, good. How are you? Good. What's going on? Uh, I had a question for Kate or Alex if they've rode uh, the check that Dustin Pipes uh, that Aaron owns, Little Oki and Fresno. Uh, no, I haven't rode it yet, but I've seen it. It looks sick. Yeah, um, like, like, Schmidt is the milestone assassin. Dustin's like the little hokey assassin. I think 
he'd even beat Dungey if he showed up there. So I was just wondering if you guys. Well, I'm gonna have it. to take a trip up to Fresno and and whip <laughs> up on his lap times. Yeah. Do you uh do you know uh Zach? Do you know pipes? Yeah, I know Dustin and his dad. All right, tell him what his worst choice he ever made was switching goggles. Tell, tell him, him I'm coming for him. I, yeah, I might agree with that. Steve. Yeah, and tell him A Ray's coming. Hey, what's oh, his I number this it. year? He doesn't have one. One eighty-one. Oh yeah. Is it one? Tell him me and Steve are coming after him because Steve's my mechanic. Yep. Will you bring X brand goggles for him? Yes. Sure, I'd love to. Yeah, if you get out of those uh, those other ones he's got. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Thank you. Hey, hey, you there, Zach? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you want some fly stuff? Oh hell yeah! All right, I'm gonna put you on hold. We'll get you some fly casual stuff. All right. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. All right. Uh, Mark Stahl, get his uh, sizes and address, and we'll, we'll give him that. Just because he agreed with the expert comment about about pipes doing it. Um, Real easy to win stuff around here. Just agree with us. (laughs) Don't make us feel dumb. Nets. (laughs) Nets. Jace Owen, Nets. Oh, my God. Hey, did you laugh when I tweeted you that? I was literally – No, you were the 63rd person to tweet that. Are you kidding me? Mm. I was standing on the track, like, waiting for my heat race when it happened. Do you 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 have your phone with you? Yeah, I was wait. Okay. Wow, were you doing a video? Yeah, I didn't see. Was that Jay Sullen? I no, I sent you like the video of them tearing down the berms. Yeah, I saw that. I didn't. I, uh, yeah, that was dumb. You have your phone on you, the, waiting for the heat race. What are you doing? <laughs> swiping through Tinder? Yeah, oh. grinder. Grinder. Um, grinder. What do you think of my Nets idea? Have you heard my Nets idea? Yeah. Ah shit! <laughs> Everything I say, what's heard? <laughs> Well, if you've listened to one show, you rant about the same ten things. <laughs> Go on. What do I rant about? One's politics. Timmy Ferry, X-Brand. Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. Cargo. Nets. Nets. Politics. Cargos. <laughs> Cargos? Ridgelines. Ridgelines. Yeah. You know. My Instagram Honda post, Honda basically. Yeah. yeah. Flip-flops. Basset House. <laughs> Pretty predictable. The Pulp starter pack. Yeah. Martin Waters. Phil Nicoletti. Maybe yeah, I need you're, you're real far up Filthy Phil's ass. I'm not. He's pissed at me. Imagine that. Because I'm not happy with this move to 250s. Like, I think it's dumb. I think they shouldn't have let him, and I think it's a dumb move by him. He's better than that. <laughs> He's got a full-time gig. But you're... you're, you're that bike here. sucks, too. The uh, RMZ hey. 250 sucks. <laughs> but you're okay? saying... Can you back me on that? It's not a good motor. It's a good bike. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I think you should be happy for him because... You were Why? saying that, well, because he was a part-time guy, you said. Somewhat. Yeah, but dude, he'd got into over half the races three years in a row. True. Due to injury. Like, if he had, like, the part-time gig, if that wasn't working and no one got hurt, then I'd be like, yeah, dude, you need to race. But the way it's been working out, Phil gets into half the races, and then he yeah. rides all the outdoors. So you're like, fuck, Phil, you're pretty much, you're there, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, but you're sitting here saying that guys need to move down so they have rides. Like why? Not him. He fifth overall in the 450 class last year outdoors. He's good. He makes a salary from Moose. That dude is probably pulling in 70, 80 grand from Moose for nothing. Hey, if he's listening, hey, I'm sorry that I almost caused you fifth in the championship. I didn't mean to. Don't apologize. Okay, I'm not going to apologize. Chiz, I take I'm, it back. I'm okay with. I love Chiz. He's got poop for results. Absolute poop lately. Move down. Get your career started. You know, get it going. I'm okay with that. Yeah, he got hurt early on last year. Yeah, he's had some rough times, man. Yeah. Through it. He needs a wet wipe. He's crash, still got so. poop. He's got poop. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to be able to eat off that thing. Okay, so, so me bleach the butthole. That was the grossest thing you've ever said. <laughs> well, you know. He's got skid marks for sure. You can eat off that thing. <laughs> so fry, me or A-Ray? If, you can if fry an got, egg on that thing. If yeah. we got an opportunity, would, we, would you move us down? 
Yeah, you guys can move down. I would Absolutely. honestly have to starve myself to you're, move down. You're, you're, you guys are <laughs> cooking ravioli in a hubcap on the side of the road. You make no money. You're bums. Move down if you can and make and get a ride. Kyle Cunningham, it's over. Stay in 450s. You two guys are just starting, you know? Absolutely. You shouldn't move down. So you think if they move down, they could get rides in that class? No, I'm not... I wouldn't move down unless I got a ride. What if, Cun- what if Cunningham just... <laughs> I'm just saying, it doesn't fix the problem. More money in the 450 class for purse money. Okay, I absolutely agree. Call Gendro, it ain't going to happen. Call Gendro and tell him to change the 250 class. It ain't going to happen. Maybe. All right, I don't know. No, I'm, I, I mean, yeah, like, Cunningham should just be... He's 27, 28. Uh, well, how old is Alex just Martin? Focus what if he, what if he focus starts on- clicking off... Good results like Martin did. Amar, I think, is on the verge of pointing out. Really? Someone needs oh. to look into this. I heard if he gets the points this year, he's out. Really? 135, three years in a row. I think. Don't quote me on that. But Two years ago, he would have had that many points? Yeah. Star, uh, he, he podium x band goggles uh, on Cycle Trader. Yeah, one That year race. he killed it. No, but he killed the whole, I mean, the the whole, whole year. He was good, yeah. Dig yeah, up Alex, uh, Alex Martin's points the last couple of years there. Guy in the corner. And the Android app. Some people are having problems with the Android streaming. It's version specific. I'm looking into it right now. It's what? Virgin. They said virgin. It's yeah, it's virgin. If you're a virgin, it doesn't work. So uh, <laughs> oh, tough man. luck. No, right, it, we'll work on that. It's just right. uh, depending on what version of Android. It's you're the on, only but. boobs you've ever seen are the ones I drew on the Racer X show. Yeah. You're having trouble with right, this. Right. Um, so anyway, so yeah. Uh, what else? Anything else? Let me ask you as a question. Okay. If you could have a brand new or brand new Sounds rebuilt. Like Bob Barker right here. A brand new All car. right, gentlemen, <laughs> listen up. An 89 CR125, right? Restored, pimped out, or a 92 CR250. What do you What do you like? The two fifty. Look at their blank looks on their faces. They don't even, I don't even know. Like, what are those things? 92. See, we, I actually have a 94 CR125. In my shop at yeah. home, yeah, yeah. It was like my first 125. My dad just bought it. He's like, because all my other bikes were blown up. He's like, here, ride this. It was like my first 125. I was like 11, so uh, I don't know. Uh, probably the the 250. Right. These guys just don't care enough to answer. I'm going 89, 125, just because I'm looking at this picture of Stanton on the wall, and it just that's an 89. I that's know an 89, 250 though, but yeah, I know. Yeah. But I'm yeah, saying yeah, yeah. I'm looking at the bike and I'm yeah. thinking black plate. Yeah. Yeah. You should have seen, speaking of Troy Boy here, he spent about 10 minutes just walking around this room. Was that 125 Omero race? Kudrowski. Yeah, Kudrowski. 7.62. Yeah. Troy Boy, was. What, what, what impressed you in this room, in the studio here? I just like it all. I mean, I'm, <laughs> you see the funny stuff that you always talk about, like the, you know, the infamous letter. Ah. The <laughs> uh, Tony's letter. Yeah. Tony's letter. Uh, the jerseys are really cool. I really like that. The helmets. I like all the Star Wars stuff. Star Wars stuff. I like the Nick Wave plaque. That he left here. Yeah. Bastard. Didn't even want to take it home. Are you going to go see the new Star Wars movie? I'm there, bro. Yeah? Yeah. My my mechanic from last year, I said he's a big Star Wars fan. He actually got us uh, tickets for opening night. Midnight or whatever? Yeah, or? midnight. Yeah. 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 Talking about Rouge 1? <laughs> yeah, Rouge 1. <laughs> Red 1, bro. <laughs> I was at a hockey game. I wasn't even paying attention. Okay, Leave me, give me a break. Um... My phone probably auto dialed to Rouge, being Canadian. Being Canadian, like, probably did. Probably was like, right. Keska say Rouge? <laughs> probably was like, huh? Um, all right, anything else? Troy Boy, how'd you enjoy your time here tonight? 
Loved it. I mean, it went too fast, though. I don't want to get back on that airplane. Yeah, he's flying out tonight. Oh, you fly tonight? Yeah, tonight. Brutal. Yeah, I was in middle seat on the way here. And it was like a four-hour flight, so I was cramping really bad. And I don't know how I did. I did not pick uh, the middle seats, bro. I don't know how that worked. I don't. I think they shuffled you around. Like I would never pick. I always pick seats for whoever I book a flight for. A flight for, and I pick window. I just pick windows. I think I have middle seat on the way on the way to Houston right now. You got to try to change it. Go up to them, and be like, "Look, dude, it's didn't you already rare. check in for it? You should have uh, like yeah. already checked in for your return." Yeah, I need to do that actually. I don't know what time's your flight at. Twelve. If he boards at twelve thirty. If it's after twelve, then he couldn't have because it's a different day. I still get that oh. nervous feeling whenever huh. I fly, like that I'm gonna get lost somewhere because I don't fly that much. That's how I feel. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm lost. I drive everywhere. I got lost walking to you today. I couldn't find you. Yeah. Oh, that happened to me in Germany. I got there and my phone didn't work for a first little bit, and I couldn't find the guy supposed to pick me up. I'm oh, like, tr I'm like trying to instant message dude, Paul and the, Telly, and, and, and back that's in the, some sketchy business, hey, dude. And you know, before internet and cell phones, you're just like, I hope some dude's here. Well, a couple of the last uh, must have been 07 or 08. I went and did a supercross in Brno in the Czech Republic. Really? To about two hours south of Prague. Weren't, you were pretty past your prime by 07. <laughs> I was still getting races while okay, I was doing because yeah. I was working for Race Rex and yeah. I'd do feature stories right. and then go race them. And uh, Chad Pedersen came and we raced in Germany somewhere. Chad Pedersen in 07? Maybe it was 06. <laughs> 05, 06. Still. Okay. He was past his prime. He crashed out and broke both ankles. He came back. <laughs> <laughs> it was the last professional race he did. So he leaves out of there on a walker. Uh, my wife and I get on a train and in Munich and take this train all the way down to Brno. The gal's name who's picking us up, I can't even pronounce it. I don't have a phone number for her. Yeah. She just had my train itinerary. And it was dark when we got there. It's like a pretty dodgy little spot. You know, yeah. these these train terminals. And I'm like, this is how it ends, babe. We're getting out here. This chick isn't going to be here. And we're yeah. going to get mugged yeah. and sold into whatever. Yeah. Germany, uh, my first time in Germany, I was working for a, a Canadian team doing the, the German Supercross series. I was working for a Finnish guy. And then the French guy was on our team. Same thing. I didn't know. No internet, no phones. Just pick me up, I guess. Just meet me here. He was, he was we were emailing a little bit. I don't know how I got his number. Billy Lyle set it up and. Just like I hope you're there. Like I'm gonna land. And I don't know like, who you are or what yeah. you look like, but I know not. You don't know what I look like. You don't know anything. We're just like we're gonna hope to figure this out. You know. Yeah. yeah. So the guy picked me up, and then I then that night um, went to his house. Yeah, I started working. You know. Yeah, I could have honestly gotten picked up by some person just in a red yeah. coat. They told me they're like, oh yeah, so and so will be there in a red coat. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. The guy that that yeah. picked me up and uh, way to step all over his story. Oh, yeah. right, go ahead. Yeah. Didn't speak any English. Yeah. And he was just like, you, come with me. And I was like, okay. So I just followed this guy out and got in the van. Yeah. Come with me if you want to live. You could have been sold into a sex slave. <laughs> yeah. He's saying, I have candy in van. Come on. <laughs> no, not like, even yeah, that. Yeah, He did not a word of English. Like, But hey, isn't it cool, though, like all all four of us, and not, not Troy, but all four of us, uh, like we've been to Europe racing. Like it's so awesome with the lives we've had that we get to go there for free. And you get to race. I get to be mechanic. You race. Uh, I don't go for free. Yeah. Um, I don't go unless I'm making some money. <laughs> right, right, right. Okay. But it's yeah. just cool. It's awesome that we've got we've got to travel the world. It's awesome. Yeah, it is. It's racing, really great. Yeah. I'm happy for you guys. It's <laughs> awesome. Hey, Your time hey, will come. Hey, ask, you. Him, ask A. Ray about his airport story when they got in a car crash leaving the airport. Oh, yeah. That's what I was getting to. We This guy, he picks us is up. Is this Finland? Yeah, in okay. Finland. 
uh, it was supposed to actually be me, Noof, and Springman all in another uh, Spanish rider in the yeah. in the van, and uh, also that Hugo Basaula, mm-hmm. the one that Noof was scared yeah. of. Yeah. Um, and then we get in the van or whatever. Hugo looks like a football player. Man, he is a scary guy. Yeah. He's scary. He's he's a pretty he's he's gnarly. Where's he from? Uh, I think Spain. Okay. Or he's or Portugal. I know he's a Portuguese champion or something over okay. there. He golfs a lot, but uh, <laughs> that's all I know. But uh, yeah, uh, we get in the van or whatever. We're driving. You know, I just dozed off to go to sleep because this is a pretty pretty long drive. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it is from from Helsinki to. Yeah. 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 Next thing I know, we're getting sideswiped by a semi. Apparently, it's like some Russian driver who doesn't have snow tires on his semi, and he just started like fishtailing and just swipe, sideswipes us. We go off into the median, all in the snow, just like pretty much jump the van, slide out, and we're there for like two hours. They're all like taking registration, all like, you know, people asking us, you know, if we got whiplash, everything. Like, no, no, man, we're good, everything. Like, we're like, holy crap, you know, like we're, oh, we're lucky. Man. We're yeah. lucky, you know, and then uh, the uh, driver, he drove like, I mean, he probably drove 45 miles an hour all the way back. He was just so scared. He didn't even show up to pick us up the next day. He was. He said he stayed home. He was freaked out. No way. Yeah, yeah he was geez. freaked out. Wow. <laughs> it was crazy. You guys ever, like, go to the red light districts in, in New York City or anything? I, like, I wanted to go. My teammate said he went, bizarre. and it was a, he said it was so crazy. It's like, unbelievable. Like, we, see, we freak out over Janet Jackson's nipple, uh, you know, at a Super Bowl. And you go to Europe, and you're just like, wow. Like these people do not care, just yeah. yeah. Red light districts, chicks in windows, you know. To yeah. Process, he's just like porn on TV at ten o'clock. You know what I mean? Like it's not. It's it's insane. Yeah. Um. All right. With that, let's move into our voicemail segment. Seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. Nice segue. <laughs> uh, uh, let's go right into voicemails. These are the best of the best that was this week. Uh, might be one for racist ping in here. I'm not sure. Let's go. Yeah. Hey, this is Marcos calling from Idaho. I was just wondering what you guys thought about the Mookie and Barster back and forth at Geneva. Okay, Amart has not hit 135 points in any of his years, so I was great. Great way off. Great work by me. <laughs> way to shit on my point, T Marks. Couldn't even make it up. Couldn't even lie. <laughs> Sorry, bro. Dude, I thought he, someone told me he was on the verge of pointing out. I mean, if he wins the title, he points out, but yeah. If he went, why does he point out if he wins the title? If three years in the class and you win the title, you're out, no okay. matter what. I don't like that rule. Yeah, I don't either. I, I, I mean, feel like we need guys to stay down longer, for sure. I just feel like no matter what, you win the title, you should get one year to defend it. Yeah, I agree. Okay. No matter what year it is, you win it. Sure. The onboard cam made it look a little bit, a little dirty, but I don't know. Just wanted to hear your thoughts. Thanks. Uh, we, talked, we touched on this. Uh, us, did, did you guys see that? Yeah, I didn't I think it was it. dirty. Really? No, it's Barsha. Like, I mean, and it's the last lap. At least it wasn't the first lap. lap. It was the last two. I laps. I mean, they oh. were both guilty. I'm not saying Barsha was worse oh, than yeah. Mookie. They were slamming yeah. each oh, other. Yeah. yeah. I mean, once one of them does it, you got to do it back, and that's why it started. They they fist bumped afterwards. It was yeah, it was yeah, cool. they were fine. Yeah. This like in uh, well, in Germany, you got to pretty much okay. Park yeah, that's tight tracks. I mean, that's kind of what it is. Yeah. And that's what I was gonna say in the LCQ at the last round, the first night, it was. Owen, myself, and Schmidt all in the LCQ. They take two. I hole-shotted, and then Owen passed me in the second turn. The rest of the race, Nick was right behind me. And he slammed me. I slammed him, like, hard quite a few times until the fact Nick went down. I made the main. He didn't. 
he's the points leader and didn't make the main. Like, we nearly cleaned each other out numerous Mm -hmm. times, and we came off the track and we were like, that was sick. Yeah. Like, I mean, so it's got to be we, okay. We do freak out in America over some of these passes. Ping that back on the day, you'd be like, eh. Like, I thought some of Anderson's moves on Sealy were fine. Like, San Diego and everything, and everybody's like, oh, God. Like, you got to get in there. I mean, do you remember when, was it Reed that just annihilated Stewart? Yeah, Atlanta. Yeah. yeah that's like, dirty. That, that was, was a dirty That pass. was, that was dirty. a dirty pass. But. Way yeah. on me might have been dirty. <laughs> I'm just kidding. If it happened to me, it was super dirty. Yeah. <laughs> what Hanny did to me was dirty. That was dirty. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right, next next voicemail, please. Mathis, this is Matt. Hey, listening to your show with uh, Weegee Studio, where you guys are talking about Gronk and Monster, and how they not, are not paying him to quote unquote rail monster monster girls or make that look like what they're going for. What we said was at Boston. Like, they were saying, yeah, and they made a look at the opening ceremonies, like Gronk banged every girl in the monster bus that was, and I'm like, no, they didn't. They just had a bus full of girls that Gronk came out. Like, they were like, yeah, he banged her, you know what I mean? Yeah, anyway, so, it's not exactly what we were saying. Um, I think you might be wrong on this one. Um, if you've seen the Dirt Shark video. No. Or when Cooper signed with Monster, him in the gym, and he gets a text from a monster girl saying, come out with a little kissy face. And then he gets out, leaves the gym, gets into a Rolls Royce, and then she rolls down the window and just drops his clothes out. So I don't know what kind of message you're seeing from that, but from me, I'm seeing that message is that he railed a monster girl in the Rolls Royce on the way to the track and then went and ripped some laps. So that's just me. I'm with Weege. I'm with JT. I mean, <laughs> did anybody see it? I refuse to watch awesome. Dirt Shark Why stuff, wasn't it an so. R8? An R8? Instead of a Rolls Royce. Why wasn't it an R8? Oh, why wasn't it? Yeah, Yeah, why wasn't it? I mean, Dirt Shark made Mm. it sound like Cooper Webb banged. Like, like, okay, all right, whatever. I wish I was on that level. Mm. That'd be cool. Oh, yeah. Paul Bumix, Kyle from Pennsylvania. I got a list here of just rants I need to go on. Um, I got a list. First off, Heather and Poop. Our babes, seen them on Instagram finally. Yeah, they are. Holy hell, Keeper. How did you pull that off? Um, what else we got? Uh, Travis. Um, everybody's got to lay off about this app. I do programming and coding, this, that, the other thing. And him building two apps for two different devices as a one man show. Jesus Christ, Steve, I would tell you to go pound sand because you would have to pay me a shit ton of money to do that. Yeah, I offered him multi thousands of dollars for this app work. So don't exactly, you know, start like, uh, a, a, you know, a Sally Struthers, uh, African child commercial for Travis Marks. <laughs> Multi thousands. Yeah. Right. Marks. That is true. It was, I, I did it for fairly cheap. Yes. Oh, but, really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Trust me. But, uh, no, I did it because I wanted to, and that's what I agreed to. So yeah. But then ha- now having said that, you say that you wouldn't have, done it that way when i first agreed to do it i was going to do it to where it was kind of like a a prettier version of the old app and then i decided i wanted to make it actually legit and Uh uh, that's why it turned into such a big project but it's turning into something decent well sort of one man show multi-thousands of dollars over there (laughs) so this guy kind of thinks you did it for free i think on the phone i think he thinks yeah no i didn't do it i didn't do it for free it was not a uh 
a money decision by any means because yeah. I wanted to do it and I wanted to help. So hey, ping. don't don't feel too bad for me. But ping, the first month of sales, we made more than what we paid him. <gasps> oh, trust me, I know. In the first, don't month. worry, I know. Killed him. Can't hide anything from me. We just rubbing off Cle on him. Cleaned, cleaned his clock with that price. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell him. I will. Okay. All right. Um. With the uh, I tweet questions in a lot, so if Moser isn't in for or doesn't want to do questions, I will do them for free. For free. Unless you start getting carried away with it, and I got to do it all the time. I should start getting Anyways, you more involved um, in this. I pay you. That's what I, I said. I should start getting you more involved in show stuff. I've been begging you. No, you haven't. I do we have you... anything he can do? Do you know how to code? I'll learn. Okay. Teach him to code and we'll be good. He can't code, bro. He can't even hang on to a job at Racer X. I'm gonna get uh, you I'm gonna get you to do like uh some stuff for the show. Remind me. Like okay. questions and stuff. Alright. Maybe Moser needs a break or two. Maybe. From well, asking the awkward, super awkward questions. Yeah, <laughs> you could have like a sponsor, uh like like have someone like uh do like a privateer check-in, like a different privateer each week. That's boom. Did you just steal what I was gonna say? I don't know. Gosh. Man. And they should feature Schmalik Shrey and Shmey Schmidt. Schmick Schmidt. Clade Kaysen. Yeah. Just Clade hey, He gets to Germany. I get a Snapchat. They spelt his name wrong on his jersey. It's Clade. <laughs> they said Clade instead can thank of Kaysen. You can thank me for that. I got your name wrong forever. So. <laughs> All right, let's go. Come on. Yeah. Good to go. Take it easy. See ya. What's up, Steve? Um, I love your show. Love the work. This is Mason. I called in a few times. Um, I was wondering why you're hitting the panic button on Barsha in December. Um, JT's right on this one. These races, they don't mean nothing. Don't don't the guys get paid just to start the race? I may be wrong here, but. If I am, tell me. I don't know if they get paid to win or paid a lot of money to win, but I know they get paid a lot to show their face there. Maybe Barsh is getting older. He's starting to learn a little bit that he just needs to be on the gate at A1, and he knows he's he's fine. And I don't know if y'all seen the – um, they got the race on YouTube. Second night, they look pretty good. All of them battled pretty much the whole race until the last two laps. It was on YouTube. You should check it out. Night two. Um, appreciate your work. I think you thoroughly hit the panic button on Barsha. I think I think you're good. I didn't have a good day. I didn't hit the panic button on Barsha. I asked if we should be thinking of hitting it. Let me ask Ping. He was off the pace at Geneva. Qualified, didn't qualify well. Didn't you know? I think got four four over the two nights. I think um, didn't do well at Lille. You know, kind of. I mean, would you be worried? I I would be. I mean, I know. JT was like, ah, it's off yeah, season. Who cares? I I saw that and I. I get that he doesn't have his full race bike, but neither does how, Mookie, and neither does Craig. Yeah, how do you go over there? Mark. Like Justin Barsha should be beating Mookie and Craig. He should, you know, maybe Moosecan is yeah on a level over there because it's you know he feels comfortable. He's on a race bike. Okay, then you should be second or third, you know, up in that mix. Comfy, yeah, yeah. And he was not. That's all. I I I really believe you can glean something from those races because if a guy's crushing it in the off season, he's confident over there. 
like yeah. Mooskin. Yeah. Are you actually listening to the pulp shows? Yeah, I am, dude. I have a long drive to work now, so. Wow. I've stooped all the way to listening to your shit. That's got to be so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's riding conservative either, because if he was riding conservative. He wouldn't be slamming. <laughs> he wouldn't, be, he wouldn't yeah. be slamming into people. Yeah. He's going for it. I, yeah. I'm pulling for him. Like, I hope he figures it out. I don't know if it's, uh, if it's just a confidence deal or yeah. he's just not into it as much, but. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've rode with him a few times, and I watched the races live on that thing, and uh, he didn't look good over there, but when I rode with him, he was hauling. Yeah, Wygant said they went out to the JGR track, oh, and dude. Wygant was like, dude, he was legitimately going dude, fast. very fast. Very fast, yeah. and Weston was going pretty fast, too. Yeah. Like, I mean, I felt like I've been riding really good, and I got yeah. there, and they were fast. Yeah. Yeah. Right. They were. Good day. Hey, to that unswallowed load who called in complaining about JT's VIP program, go away. You got to see behind the curtain not once but twice at one of the most premier motorsport events in the history of motorsports. You see those 40,000 spectators not in the warm press box. You see that autocrat, that line of autograph seekers who aren't getting a tour of the rig. You see all those fans who aren't walking the track. So what if JT wrote you off shortly after meeting you? So did almost every chick you've ever met you didn't pay for sex. The VIP experience does not guarantee you a bro down with an icon of the sport. It gives you a glimpse into the day of the life of a factory-supported Supercross team. The VIP experience allows you to rub elbows with riders and mechanics, tour the rig, hopefully when it's not on fire or getting robbed, walk the track with the stars <laughs> of the sport, watch practice from the press box. But the likes of Steve Mathis and Jason Wygant, it's not JT's fault your grinder date canceled on you. There's no need to call an internet motocross show and wax on about your continued rejection. Stay at home next time and watch that video I just uploaded on you part of me going all Kiefer after talking to your mom. JT, <laughs> I'll see you in Dallas for my fifth VIP experience. Yeah, a guy called. Dude, wasn't, wasn't that's like, that sounded scripted. Oh, like he wrote oh, that down. He, he was not happy with this guy called in last week about JT. He's not happy. JT never talked to him. Two weeks wow. in a row, he said or something, right? It was like a two night thing, but I think this guy's confused. It wasn't. The guy wasn't part of the VIP experience. It was just he happened to be next to JT yeah. in the press box. I don't box. talk to strangers yeah. next to me in the press box. I'm like, hey, what's up? I'm not doing that. <laughs> no, you're there to do your thing. Yeah, beat it, fuck. So, yeah. All right. All right, it's Adam from Pennsylvania. He's calling about the RC goat deal. Mm-hmm. I think the biggest problem is, is how much Ricky refers to his own nickname. Nobody runs around calling themselves their own nickname. He's got to get over it. It's his ego in the way. I'm a Ricky fan, too. But he's got to let this goat thing go. He's not the greatest of all time. Um, in motocross, yes. But not supercross. Preach it. Uh, I, I don't hear Ricky call himself the goat. I, in defense of Ricky, I don't hear that. Does he? Um, I've never heard him. He does do the little goat thing and little, you know, like little emoji. I've seen him do that. He does? Yeah. Oh, I don't follow. And it is a little to me that is a little corny like should he bring back the the goat goggles because yeah. y'all don't get along? Maybe there's like a there'll be a rivalry there. I don't know. I don't know he does an OG of a goat. I've seen him do that a little bit. He used to run that. His, it was <laughs> in his uh bio for a while on Instagram. It said like goat, yeah, emoji. Yeah. Well, that guy's a point. Maybe he has a point. All right. This fucking guy is annoying, dude. This is the guy. This is the third message he called about Wygant hosting last week. 
I had to take a lot of it out because it was just ranting and raving about this Wygant and how he's a piece of shit and he's stupid and he's cheap and <laughs> so let's <laughs> keep on going. Keep going, Travis. Enough with that, dude. Hey, Steve. Uh, I just got done listening to last Monday's show with Weege on there. And this is my first time calling, so apologies if I feel like I'm, or if I sound like I'm rushing and everything. But I just wanted to comment on your claim about Cracker Barrel sucking. While I will agree that it is kind of the Hooters for women with the store and everything, it is still probably one of the best places I've ever been to that has good home-style breakfast. So, yeah, uh, Lunch and everything's all right, but breakfast is amazing. So, yeah. All i got to say about that, hope they use your net idea. It sounds amazing. And Thank you. thanks for listening to my voicemail. See you. Hey, guys, listening to the Monday show. You're sitting here talking about the timed main events and how it's not going to make the racing any better. Uh, so why would we even want to try that? We already know the outcome. Absolutely 0% chance of them making the racing better. We don't need to do that. Why wouldn't we just get them? If we want to see, we want to see our riders out there more. Then why not have more racing, more shorter races? You know, ten lap, two fifty main events, twelve lap, four fifty main events, and do it. You know, have them race three times, four times, whatever. But freaking twenty minute main events or any just any time main event. That's just stupid. Different idea. Move on. Yeah, I, I, I would I would add mains. I'd do two 12-lappers. That's way too hard for TV. People can't grasp it. That's the problem with the Nationals is people trying to put together the two-moto thing. No way. It's way easier for a casual fan to tune in and go, okay, this is the final. This is like whoever wins, wins. Not, oh, so I have to average these two, carry the one, fucking do it, you know. People can't figure that out, especially just, three main events. What if you just <laughs> treat them like uh, every race? No, no, no overalls, just... We have two races on the night. Alex Ray won one, and then Alex Ray won the other over KK Lason. And just do two main events. Expand goggles. Just throw me under the bus right well, now. You know, You've got to win motos somewhere. You, you can't, can't even ride right now. you got to freaking cast on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so just do, don't even bother on overall. Just we have two races tonight, everybody. This guy won one, and that guy won the other one. That's so you it. have two winners yep. in an event. Yep. Yeah. Yay, we have two winners. I but think. I, I do. Think you go ahead. I think the two main event thing is a cool idea, but I like how they do the super pole thing overseas. I think that's really cool, and it gets uh, yeah. like okay, or bracket say, racing. What about bracket racing? I don't know. That's oh. that'd be long. You probably did some of that in Europe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like summer cross. Did we do it in summer cross? Yeah, we did a round robin. Yeah, they don't, they don't care. They don't. They, care. they just interrupt <laughs> you, Clay. <laughs> Sorry, Clay. Go ahead, bro. We're the, <laughs> no. we're the host here. No, we, like, well, I'm just saying, like. When Ro- when Roxon shows up, he's in Heat One. D- did you win at Summercross? Your yeah. opinion doesn't mean shit. D- did P- Ferry win? <laughs> I-, I think it might have been just the 125 class. Oh, that did okay. It. Yeah. Right. Stop interrupting. I'm, I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead. no, but like when Roxon goes out in Heat One and wins, mm-hmm. you don't see him again until the main. Yeah, I know. Like, yeah, if, he, the same like if he did like the Super Pole thing, like you get to see him throw down a heater, which is bad. Yes. Yeah. Oh, or bracket racing, whatever. I've said it all the time. You pay seventy five dollars, you see Ryan Dungey for seventeen to eighteen minutes a night out of a four hour show. Yeah. That's not enough. Get those guys back out there. They're the stars of the sport. And they're fit enough to do way more races. I am blown by the time I get to the main. I got to do all the races. They've done half the amount of laps I have. I mean, Jeff Alessi probably wouldn't like any more time. But <laughs> probably. Everybody else. Yeah. You 
Hey, Weege. That's his hater again. That's fucking unbelievable, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's nuts. <laughs> what a fucking idiot you are. <laughs> this guy really has some hate towards him. Why is he, it's Craig Mar- Why does he hate Weege so much? I don't know, bro. I don't know how you could hate Weege. Like, it's like Troy. He's just a nice guy. Yeah. Well, how could you? I mean, I can understand someone hating Ping and hating me. You know, it might be because he doesn't like dogs. Maybe this guy that's is a, a good super, point. super. I don't think you're that dog guy. That guy, that's the third message the guy left me. I love about dogs. how he hates Weege. I told you it is kind of weird that he doesn't like dogs. Who doesn't like dogs? <laughs> I, I told no. you that when I got here. Like, I, yeah, I, don't, I like him yeah. less now because he there's doesn't three like of them dogs. downstairs. There's one right there. Oh, there's, there's two right here. Um, because maybe Weege hates them because they cost money. Doesn't look so hot right now. They eat food and they don't contribute everything. They don't do nothing. Yeah. You just spend money. They do nothing. My dog makes me very happy. <laughs> I love my dog. <laughs> Do you want to take a basset out home tonight? No, I'm good. I okay. got mine. Right. I might. I've got a couple yeah, Puerto Rican dogs I'll make you a deal on. <laughs> <laughs> just basset. I'll just take a basset. Yeah. Get up. Uh, all right. It's Craig Martin. Um, driving down the road, and I'm listening to you, Jason and Jason, talking about Stewie's future and um, the fact that it might be that the curtains are going to shut, the lights are going to go out, and that's going to be the last we ever see of them. And Craig Martin, uh, being a guy Green? that worked with them through the amateurs. Yeah. Um, did you catch his name? Craig Martin? Craig Martin. Yeah. yeah. Did he own Don't Kill or something for a while? I don't know. Yeah, he did. This is Craig Martin. It's calling him. Celebrities. Um, with Team Green. You know, it's really hard to uh, imagine, hard to see, and hard to understand why. Um but uh, I think the one thing that we all kind of need to face is that the industry just doesn't have the money. Um, you know, there's not money for one more rider out there right now. And uh, as good as he is, and, you know, obviously I think we all agree that the guy's a, 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 a marvel on a motorcycle, and I think he's also a marvel as far as marketing goes for any company and any sponsor. Um but the, the bottom line is is that the money's not there. If there was money, he'd have a ride. Yeah. You know, an RCH or somebody like yeah. that, if they had the money. If you had money, are you hiring Stu? Mookie. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Stu. Like, he's got fans and he's going to have a good line off that. Those results were absolutely horrendous. He was out I, of shape. I thought... The last time I thought he could win a dirt bike race was Anaheim when he collided with Dungey and knocked himself out. That day, he looked good. He looked yeah. sharp. He looked a little heavy. I thought, hey, maybe he's not quite in as good a shape, but he looked sharp on the bike. And after that hit, it, yeah. I, he never looked I, the I just same. think if you had money, you would not hire him. I'd hire Dino or Mookie or Agreed. either one of these jerkies. Just not. I beat him in points last year. I'm just saying. <laughs> Supercross and outdoors. Nice work. <laughs> Strong effort, buddy. I feel like I feel like a guy like James. <laughs> though, I feel like a guy like James could bring money to a team. You know, like I mean, he's a big deal. He bring he could bring in money. His too. best move, if he wanted to stay in the sport, which I don't think he does at that at that level, is if he wanted to get he's involved as now. like a uh, like doing what Shorty does with Honda or doing. Um, I don't know, you know, something like that where he's yeah. involved. He's yeah. not the owner or manager, but he's involved somehow, helping the riders, helping the ambassador. Marketing. Yeah, yeah. All right, but they could put a contract together that's based on him being there and him actually racing, 
and they could pay him good money if they had the money um, per event or per, you know, kind of a bonus kind of a program that he would be happy with and would understand and that they would, uh, they would be happy with and understand that makes sense for both of them. But the bottom line is, is that this industry right now is just not in a, in a place that there's extra money laying around and, and, you know, they have to go with uh, riders that are willing to ride for less. And you, you guys kind of nailed it when you said that, you know, he's just probably not willing to do it for less. And, you know, good for him. Good for him that he's in that position. Good for him that he can make those decisions. But as a as a, a huge Shane Stewart fan, it's hard to hear. And it's hard to believe. And, you know, 10 years ago, nobody would ever guess this, but this is where we're at. But... Uh, Anyway, I believe I, uh, I can fly. I just wanted to put in my two cents there and I let you guys uh, I can touch run with the it sky. if you want. And uh, anyway, that's it. Over and out. Talk to you later. Yeah. Ah. Do you think, Stu, if he quits, this is it. He's done. Yeah. Can he? Does he have enough money to just cruise? I would think so. I do. I mean, I think he's wasted a lot of money. In the Lamborghinis, money, the baloney, all this stuff. He made a ton of money. Even those cars that his dad has, all those, uh, what are they, Corvettes? No, uh, I don't what know. Are they? He's got a lot of property. You think that's all paid for? You think, it, you know. He's got man he prints, yeah. too. He's got a ton of money, bro. Lots of man prints. I'd love to see fine. what his overhead is. Oh, it's up there, but. Hey, his, that Brandon guy that the, was their mechanic, he's Adam's mechanic now. Yeah. I didn't know that until yeah. today. Huh. I mean, I have no idea. I yeah. know he made a lot of money, but yeah. I know he spent a lot, too. Yeah. And I'd be curious to see what, he's, what, what, he, what goes out every fine. month down there yeah. at the Stewart compound. What's going on, guys? Um, just uh, finished listening up to the show with Weech. Um, love that guy, man. In- insert. Love this guy right here. Drop. Whatever. Uh, love having Weech on. Um, one, uh, one thing about – I think this guy has been calling a little bit. I don't know if the same guy or multiple guys bitching about how, you know, F-bombs here and there are bad and he's trying to play it in his office or something. Um, politely, I'd like to say fuck that because I, uh, I mean, that's one of the reasons why I love your show. I mean, it's just real. So if you don't like the F word, then just don't, don't listen. Right. But, um, really the question that I've really been wanting to ask you and like you to elaborate on, um, really ever since, uh, Bowers, the bear came on and you did your little agent thing with them. That was pretty cool. Um, but Bowers. I just wanted to, and also you brought up, um, uh, it was months ago, I think, but you brought up how when Timmy Ferry, uh, something happened with his bike, and then Look Timmy's agent Bro, walked Tim in, Ferry. and you said, oh, shit, there, uh, Fred, he's actually a good family friend of mine, um, but he's a great guy, and I uh, just wanted to get your take. I think um, agents, you know, you hinted at there's only a couple in the sport that are actually good, and there's a lot of them out there. I mean, what really makes a good agent? What's uh, what separates these couple good guys from the rest? And I mean, is it really necessary? I mean, I feel like some of these guys kind of negotiate their own their own rides. Um, I mean, can they really get screwed if they don't have a guy with the right the right background to make sure that the contract's good? And um, and is an agent even necessary? Uh, so, love to get your take on it. Um, and uh, love the show, guys. Um, really appreciate your time on it. And uh, see you later. Yeah, I mean, Ping, you've dealt with some agents. There's some guys that are just out to lunch. Just 
out to lunch. Agreed. Just know your rider, know the market, know what you can get. Uh, if your guy's a sixty thousand dollar guy, then, then they come in at seventy, and they come in at fifty, and you meet at sixty. That's it. That's all you need to do. You don't need to come in with a couple hundred thousand dollar offer, which has happened. You know, so that's all. Yeah, we haven't negotiated that type of money with my deal yet. No, we have not. We'll work on that. <laughs> uh, like, well, hey, what? No, that's what I was gonna. I was gonna say like when uh, Gibbs was on. And he was Koi talk- or yeah. Gibbs in a corner. No, yeah, okay. Koi. Um, and he was talking about how Weston came in like low, like saying like he he knows he did shitty. Yeah, you know he doesn't deserve anything. I just want to ride. That's kind of like the. I feel like Gibbs. The, Gibbs said Koi Gibbs. Yeah. When was the last time he was on our show? Man, I don't. Remember. It was J Bone. Oh, was it J Bone? It was J Bone. No, yeah, my bad. Yeah. Well, I mean, one of the reasons Baggett has a ride, Forrest Butler is said, is there's all these guys to choose from. Bogle's agent was out to lunch, and, and and this guy was out to lunch, and Baggett's just like, hey, uh, this is what I'll, I'll ride for this, and, and Forrest like looked at the the results and like the guys, and like you can kind of throw them up in the air. He's like, all right, good, yeah, you know, you're in my in my price range right away, and Baggett's got a ride. Yeah. Dino could have had one, Bogle could have had one, Pike could have had one over there. Baggett just came in right away and was like, yeah, that's good. I just want a bike and a, a chance, so. You know? And I hear he's looking good on that KTM. Burner's got the keys, bro. Um, all right. Hey, Troy, thanks for coming in, man. Thanks for having me. You had fun? Had a lot of Was fun. Was it everything you dreamed about? Yeah, and more. You know, Lost uh, your job, but. Well, we that was like a couple weeks ago. I'm <laughs> oh, over yeah. it now. I mean, <laughs> I mean <laughs> what? What do you want me to say? Keep giving me a look. No, yeah. I didn't lose it. They were they cutting found, back. They found those dead hookers, man. They did. Uh, and that's what did it. Just happens that you can't hide no, it. No, you can't. It's always a problem. Even though it was five years ago. I mean, um, yeah. Well, thanks for coming in, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, Troy Benjen on pulpamex.com, and uh, yeah. So, thank you. Read my stuff. Read it. Share it. Follow him on Twitter. Love it. Follow well, it on Twitter at Troy. Instagram. I don't even know what, what's your name. At Troy Benjen. There we go. Twitter and Instagram. Right, there we go. Uh, Alex Ray. At Kate Clayson. Three one four. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for coming in. Yeah, you man. Fun? Thanks for having me. I yeah. love it. Oh, man. yeah. You guys turned down a Racer X one-on-one podcast to come in here. Yeah. I said, just come by. We'll do a podcast. Nope. Got to meet Ping. I tried to get you fired tonight. I was like, I want to be a co-host. I want to do tried it. Tried to clip me? I did. Damn it. He's like, I usually don't wait till three days before the show to you know, yeah, find yeah, someone. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't even know I was coming. Well, it was good hanging with you guys. Yeah. Glad you came in. I learned, I learned some... Some valuable things. Yeah. yeah. Thanks to Chloe, the diver. Oh, yeah. She's been asleep for yeah. I don't know how long. Um, uh, thanks to uh, uh, Sinjin uh, for calling in. Nice to see him back. Uh, thanks to uh, Brayton and Nash. You know, Brayton Nash, you know, the heavy hitters. <laughs> Who is our jerky boy? What's his name? El Gringo. El Gringo. Yeah. El Gringo. Uh, thanks to SwissCore as well for all his work. Uh, thanks to you people for listening. Um, sponsor deals on pulpamexshow.com for Troy Benjamin, for David Pingree. Thanks, Ping. You got to come back sooner. I told you, yep. just name your dates. Just I'll, give me your dates. You I'll, never give me the dates. I'm going to find you something. Uh, we'll lock something in I, soon. Your, your fees are still very high, but <laughs> it's because you're good on the show that I, I, I pay. I can't come down, man. Yeah, I, no, no, I, I, I mean, you boned Travis. You just straight told me on the on the app. So I can't. I'm not gonna let you get me like that. I gotta keep you. He agreed to that price. Exactly. Oof. See, I'm not coming down. Stay high. 
He it's was okay. the Western I, Pike. I, I negotiated a raise for next year. I Don't bet worry. you'll stay yeah, high. Boy. I bet you'll stay high. <laughs> well, um, so thanks, Ping. Yeah, please come back. It's awesome. It's fun. It's that been fun. Yeah, it's been I miss good. being on. Oh, thank you. I need a helmet sticker. Yeah. 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 Pulpmex.com. Yeah, Do you need a contingency program for that? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I can't. I can't. I can't deal with you. I only. I, I don't yeah. like your agent. I just want. I don't have an agent anymore. Well, you kind of said you did. No, I just said I did. <laughs> you don't even know who the agent is. He just doesn't like. No, it. He, he knows who it was. Oh, he does. Um. All right, buddy. So uh, thanks to Swiss Courts. Hey, Marks. Thank you. Good job on the Droid app. Thank you. On the iPhone app. Get it now. Good yep. job on the backflip. Also. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. Thanks, guys. Not a very good job in the dunes, though. You know what? Hey, I went back and redeemed myself. That's awesome. So I'm good. Yeah. Solid. All right, buddy. And, uh, yeah, thanks for listening again. Appreciate it. We will be back next week. See ya. There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho. <laughs>